Kyle nailed that. All right, PKA episode 336. Our guest here is Dick Masterson. Kyle? Three sponsors tonight. We got Smart Mouth, Lyft, and uh, MeUndies. Yeah. It's MeUndies. All right. It's MeUndies. So we got Dick Masterson, someone I've wanted on the show for a fucking long time. He's got an excellent podcast over there, thedickshow.com. Um, I know not everybody's familiar with, with this shit. Dick, first of all, thanks for coming on. Thank you guys for having me. This is this is like a well-oiled machine watching three guys cooperate to make a podcast happen. That's foreign to me. <laughs> I'm only used to active sabotage on a <laughs> podcast and constant conflict. This is refreshing. Uh, yeah, we keep that behind the scenes. There, there's there's just a real knockdown drag out before every show. Yeah. <laughs> it took me a while from watching the podcast you used to be on, the biggest issues in the multiverse or whatever. Yeah, that was it. It took me a while to realize that that drama between you and Maddox and arguing, that wasn't that wasn't part of the show. That was him not understanding things that you were saying. And it took me 10 to 20 episodes to figure that out. No, uh, if, if you want to jump right into that, I'll tell you that that podcast came about because we would have... We would go out to lunch or whatever, and uh, we'd have those arguments. And I was like, look, man, I'm not having these arguments for free anymore. We've got <laughs> to put this on the Internet and try to monetize it in some way because this is just a waste of time. Like, I don't get anything out of this. I, no, and he doesn't change his mind, so it no. doesn't matter. <laughs> Nobody does. The last, you ever meet somebody who changes their mind on something, just give them a car. Like, if somebody can sit there and say, you know what? I've totally changed my stance on abortion. And you're right. Like, here, man, you got, you have the key. Here's the keys to my car. You take it forever because you're the best person in the whole world. I, I never do that. At the very least, if someone changes my that. mind, I, literally I wait a couple I weeks that. and then take credit as being a changed man. That's it's the easy to look to do down on abortion until you need a couple or three. <laughs> you know? and, and at that point, you're like, well, this is a right we need to protect. We need to <laughs> hold on to this, like the, the the flag in one hand, like your rifle in the other, and then the woman's right to choose, just hugged with both yeah. arms in the middle. <laughs> yes, a couple yeah. of mangled fallopian tubes in the middle. It's Absolutely. very easy, very easy to be anti-abortion until uh, until you're in dire straits. Yeah, and you're like, well, you know, so I'm glad a couple scientists forged this path. You know, yeah, it was scientists, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, right, it was scientists. I mean, it wasn't was a lab coat figuring that girls. one out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. We we won't go any darker down with the abortion. No, we'll save that for like at least an hour into the show. So yeah, yeah, you don't want to bleed to that. Anyway, okay, you guys off on a bad start. I apologize. Hangers <laughs> and tears. So the way that a lot of people come across you, at least on YouTube, searching Dick Masters, and it shows your your old trolling of Dr. Phil, Tyra, all those old shows. And this isn't yeah. recent. This is like 2007, 2008, like that kind yeah, of area. Yeah, 2008. Yeah. Can, you, yeah. can you walk us through that? Yeah. It was like being on those shows and having to basically semi-pretend with all the producers and all the other uh, idiots on the, on the programs? Oh, my God. So that's... Uh... It's a. I could talk about that for hours. Um, I have a. You know, I have a podcast. I got a Patreon behind it. One of the episodes, I just tell the entire story of Doctor Phil. Um, <laughs> but that was plug little plugarino there. Uh, <laughs> I had been doing the Men Are Better Than Women website for a long time as a satire. Like I think, I think now when you look at it, it's obvious what it is. But it started when there wasn't even a Facebook. Like two thousand five, that people didn't. It 
no, nobody knew what the internet was. Go ahead. What was that? And to be fair, yeah, it also seemed to start. You were one of the original trolls, not an internet troll. You're you were a television troll, sort of, right? But but you're one of the original yeah. internet trolls for sure. Back before people could spot them. Nowadays, it's easy to spot the troll. He's they're just hyperbole. You can't believe how ignorant he is about a topic. You're like, oh, let me set him straight. But yeah. you were the original. I think trolling, too, used to mean... There used to be more of a... It used to mean something. Now trolling means you just act like an asshole and people get upset. But when I... At least when I did it, I wanted it to... I wanted people to be able to look at it and say, No, that guy's not an idiot. He's making, the, he's making people who are idiots react to it in such a way to expose themselves. Because they're like, they're hiding, um, these, the idiots are hiding among us, like pod <laughs> people. And you can't, you can't argue with them because they, they argue just like normal people. You've got you've to bait them out into just starting to froth at the mouth. And that's when they start changing, like that Rick and Morty episode with, yeah. the, with, the, with the, the brain parasites. That's when they, they show their true colors. And like, aha, you are arguing with a cartoon character on the internet. You are the idiot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's what troll trolling. You got to give somebody a, a way out on trolling. Like, there's always got to be that that little that little shred of disbelief in your trolling. You can't just go out and say, yeah, and just take the most horrific position on something possible just to piss people off. That's not trolling to me. It may it might be funny, but it's not trolling. That's what um, trolling is nowadays. It seems yeah. where it's just people who aren't ballsy enough to commit to a joke, and so they go, okay, if I make the joke under the auspices of trolling then i have a free out when someone goes that wasn't funny and it's not even clever you go well i was just trolling so actually yeah. you're the fool for yeah, engaging me fool. and it's like what no no you just aren't confident enough to make a fucking joke so you hide behind your in your lair of trolling yeah um then that's why i started that's why i started doing the site it was so rewarding to see people absolutely lose their minds like i had i had some article on men are better than women.com that was like the it was the most asinine article title possible was the top 10 reasons men are better than women like and it was it had a hundred and twenty thousand comments on it mm. people sitting there back you know this was back when that was when that meant something uh it might me still mean something i don't know that's a but, lot of comments as far and as i coaxing, that was back when people were less hardened to clickbait because top 10 oh, reasons yeah. men are better than women this is the 2017 <laughs> title of something Stupid. yeah yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> as far yeah. as using something to like coax out an idiot um uh now i guess ex-girlfriend of mine bought me your book uh, a year or so ago and we would have it out when people would come over just like not not you know coffee table just kind of oh, on yeah. a shelf somewhere yeah. and, and it was it was guaranteed like i would forget it was there because just another book on the shelf but every time girls would come over they would <laughs> immediately notice it and if they were drunk they would open it and immediately expose the fact that they had no understanding <laughs> that it was satire yeah. they'd be like look at this look at this whole chapter is called women can barely read <laughs> I'm reading it right here. this isn't That's fair there, there's an infographic of a woman struggling to read and it's just like, like, and it was like oh my god you really don't get it well you're really clearly labeling yourself as someone <laughs> yeah. who can't take a joke and isn't fun to be around so that's yeah. like second level trolling that's that was great. When I just had the website, um, I bought the website because I worked at some startup company where uh, it was right when domain names went from being like 80 bucks to 15 bucks. I don't know. I feel like an old grandpa telling the story like back in my day, domain domains cost $80. Um, <laughs> so everybody in the office went on this offensive domain buying spree. And I bought that one as a laugh. 
the same thing happened. My buddy, my life coach, every time we would get in new mixed company, he would drop that bomb. Like, hey, this guy owns MetterBetterWomen.com. What do you think about that? Sure enough, <laughs> somebody'd always bite. There'd always be a <laughs> conversation starter. Yeah, yeah. But um, did it help you weed through people? Like if a chick heard that and she gave you a laugh or a certain response, were you kind of like, all right, you've passed the first preliminary test and yeah, not getting it still does. It still does. Everybody's got a weird reaction to it. Like Tinder coming along made it painfully obvious the different stages of reactions women will have, uh, and anybody for that matter, but specifically women will have to the website and to the book being around. Like there's the <laughs> the immediate recognition of it as a joke, the, the God tier, and then there's the I'm willing to tolerate the joke, and then there's the I'm going. I need to explain it in terms I understand. Like, okay, I can see why you're, how you're actually doing this is actually very feminist. I'm like, all right, well, whatever, whatever you need to call it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke. So, so, so you're saying this happens when you meet a lady and she starts. She like Google's your name to see like what you're all about, and she she finds men are better than women. dot com or whatever. Uh, that is that is a point of peril. The bigger point of peril is when their moms do it. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah. I had I dated one girl whose mom already knew about me because she was a huge Dr. Phil fan. <laughs> <laughs> Which was not fun. going well from the start. Oh. Uh, yeah, I, I just watched like a two and a half minute video of you talking like face to like in a private conversation seemingly with Dr. Phil and he's just like, Well, why are you taking these positions? Like he just doesn't get it. Like, he doesn't Did Doctor Phil know you, know you were a troll? Because I like I saw him and he's like, people are gonna think this is a plant, but this guy is legit. It was really weird. Sorry, I interrupted you. What was the rest of the question? That was really the end of it. Like, I, I, I want to know if Dr. Phil was going along with it or where he is on the spectrum. Well, and as it turned out, at the end of the, the Dr. Phil show, which I was on for like five days, I think when they aired it, it was obvious that he would make the most money. He would make way more money from that than I ever could because... All of my quotes were the lead-ins, like all the ads on the radio, which is like, you got to watch Dr. Phil to see what this son of a bitch has to say. <laughs> and it was me just, it was me saying a line that I would sit around in my, I had like a, uh, lived in a frat house with two other guys being 25 years old and we would get shit faced and they would tell me what topic to use for my article that I would have to write <laughs> that night. So I'd be like, all right, guys, give me some, give me an article for Men and Brother. I gotta write it. I got Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I gotta write it. My roommate would say, uh, do do all women or lesbians? Like, all right, I gotta, <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta write that somehow. So I would write it, post it, and that would like it was just it was nothing. The the you never you never thought the internet was permanent. Then now you get shit on the internet. It's like piss in a swimming pool. You know that shit's not going away. But back then it was like this is just I'm just stapling this on a telephone pole in the middle of nowhere. It's never gonna matter. It's never gonna affect my real life. Then I'm on Dr. Phil and he's reading. You think all women are lesbians? And I'm like fucking Jeff said that Dr. Phil. Like I didn't. Think that. And so I'm sitting there. I'm like this is sixty fucking million people watch this shit internationally, and I'm defending my drunk idiot roommates. <laughs> like just get like there's another one. Women don't believe in magic. That he the same guy. Like, all right, women don't believe in magic. Like, that's gonna be a tough one. Dude. That's gonna be a tough one to get proof. But I'm gonna give him my best shot. And then Sure enough, thousands of people would comment about how I'm an idiot because I because I'm saying that women think magic is actually real. Uh, <laughs> that was the 
surreal. That was the surreal moment where I felt like that. I felt like the, the I felt like the man on the other side of the moon. You know, the loneliest man in the world. Because I'm like nobody else can appreciate the joke of this except for me. Are you married? Like, what's that? I, I, I'm just hoping that you're married all this time. No, probably not. No, uh, no I had a I had a great. Uh, girlfriend that we, we practically lived together. Uh, she loved it. Great, beautiful British girl. Ah, very, God very tier. classy. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I wasn't married. Uh, I don't know how that rumor got started. Somehow, somehow, if you Google my name, like Google Suggest says Dick Masterson Space, and then it will pop up married. So I'm yeah. like, and so every single chick who's ever Googled me that I've been dating, the first question, so are you married or what? What's this about? I'm like, oh, thanks, Google. Yeah. Thanks a lot for the continued cock blocking. So, look, that's I, I, that's I recognize... all about people everywhere wondering if a man like you, if there's a woman attached to the most misogynistic man in the world. Yeah. That's, all, that's what that's totally about. If that's the yeah. number one thing on their mind. There's like, is there a woman who's on board for this shit? Like, because yeah. someone's oh, reinforcing these ideas. I get that you're a public figure, but is that a thing that everyone worries about? Like, if you're not known at all, people Google you and figure out what you're all about? Is that part of dating now? You Google you yeah, that's definitely <laughs> oh, part of dating now. All kinds yeah. of shit comes up about me. Yeah, it's not... Woody's Gamertag's daughter calls him out. Stuff like that will be top of the list. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have an article, Woody, called Women Take Candy from Strangers <laughs> that says uh, the top three ways to get what you want from a woman is to be rich or famous, insult her, and withhold attention. I'm going to check yeah. out my pop-ups. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, the best part of what you would, of the way you did it was that you'd have ridiculous shit where you'd say like all women are lesbians like it, it's it's a fact it's a fact take my word for it also the fact that women should be in the military are you kidding do you want them coming to your door with as a fire is burning and raging in your home and you'd be like oh my god that went from ridiculous to really accurate really quick yeah like, uh, <laughs> so i can't get think the whole thing is ridiculous but that's that's the best kind of trolling i think is when you say ridiculous shit but you pepper in just enough of reality that they can't discount the whole thing but they have to pay attention which i think that's what makes it good satire job. like um the i don't know if, if everybody's familiar with the a modest proposal i forget jonathan swift wrote it. it's like one of the first real examples of actual of that kind of satire and it's in the 1700s, I think. He proposed. He has a modest proposal for fixing uh, poverty in. Uh, I, God, was it Ireland? His modest proposal is that the rich simply buy the children of the poor and eat them. <laughs> <laughs> and it's two. It's two kills two two birds with one stone because yeah. it fixes poverty and overpopulation <laughs> and a food shortage. And he says like. Obviously, it's completely over the top and barbaric and horrifying, but then he peppers in like real. It's like, no, there, but there's a real class structure. It would work, though. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but it would work. Here's why. Because there'd be, there'd be much fewer poor people, and there'd be a whole generation less of poor people, in fact. And all the poor people that remain, no longer poor. And the rich people, I mean, hey, they could afford a few babies, right? Yeah, that's yeah. so, you know, that's. I think that's. I think that's a key difference for something being satire and just being like a joke. Wouldn't it work better if instead of eating the children, they just 
bought the children and then made them their children instead of reproducing it all. If we let if the rich people let the poor people have the children and then they bought those children instead of having their own. Wouldn't that uh, then you've changed it from eating them to slavery and it's just well, kind of become Oh wait, there's another well, aspect Kyle like might babies. be thinking of. What if it's possible that the rich people are rich because they're genetically superior and you are just destroying the gene pool by having the poor people replicate or reproduce and the rich people raise them? Then you just okay, you think, go, let's go down that <laughs> eugenics path. Real quick. That you know, welcome to Painkiller already. Of <laughs> <laughs> course, we're superior. <laughs> uh, I looked up Woody's Gamertag on Google. My, the the like, type of heads are Woody's Gamertag Wiki, which is something to do with this show. Woody's Gamertag Address, which docks me, I suppose. Woody's Gamertag <laughs> Twitter and Woody's Gamertag Net Worth. Those are the top. Your, uh, your, your house is a Google location, though. Right? It is, yes. <laughs> Somebody made it the Rape Squad Killers headquarters. Yeah. Oh, that, looks, that looks nice for trick or treaters, I'm sure. <laughs> we've, we just, haven't just had a single trick or treater. We had trick or treater, he fled in fear. <laughs> no one has ever. We, like, two years in a row now, we've bought, like. like it, so, so I have a big house. And because of that, I buy like the big candies, like, like something that would be appropriate to come from the house, like nice. the, like the full size Snickers and stuff. And like they worked the whole driveway to get there. You yeah. might as well yeah. give them a big exactly. payoff. Right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. They burned two or three Hershey's Kisses just getting <laughs> to the fucking house. Mm -hmm. right? You gotta give those kids a fucking Snickers bar or something, or it's yeah. not even worth it. It needs to be. And, and also, I like trick or treaters. I want to see their costumes and stuff. So hopefully, they remember me and like, oh, that house looks us up. But uh, we have never had a single person walk up our driveway. Oh. Yeah. I, I was thinking about taking the golf cart like to the busier neighborhood and giving them rides to the house, but that seemed like pedo behavior. And yeah. oh, I didn't that's do absolutely it. pedophile behavior. Do not do not take your golf cart to a neighborhood and uh, requisition children to a with you. Do not do that. We could load up <laughs> the bag. That's like a gateway to a rape van, to right? a big windowless van. Like, well, I can't fit all these kids in the golf cart. I mean, I need something bigger than this. Yeah. What, what? How about like tractor rides on a trailer? Like, is that pedo also? That way, when a six-year-old falls off and goes under the wheels, they'll take everything you have. <laughs> like, don't do that. No matter what vehicle you use to pick up the children, it's still <laughs> creepy. Because when, when, kids, when parents take their children to do a hayride, they go, all right, kids, you hop up on there and you enjoy your hayride. We'll be right here when you get back. And they go on their little bullshit route and that's it. Like, no parents are going to be enthused to see some freelance wagon rider out in front of their home. <laughs> requisitioning children to hop on board like it's it's just a, a real rough you know what give it a go give it a go let's, let's see how this pans out yeah I, I don't think anybody's coming and and to be honest the first thing would be that it's it's tagged as the rape squad killers headquarters i don't i don't get my candy or take my children to places called that i do see no. how that's a drawback we had the same kind of huge driveway no kids ever but when i lived in that same house i was talking about earlier uh, we'd never get any trick-or-treaters, but I'm the same way. I, I want to give the candy out. I want to pretend to be in a Norman Rockwell painting. Like, I want to live mm -hmm. the dream of finally giving, of being the person to give the candy out. So I always stock up. We never got anybody. Um, my roommate, that guy Jeff, he was he was like a candy fiend and also obsessed about fitness. Like, he had manorexia big time. So after every Halloween, he would see the huge pile of candy and have these, like, 
agonizing moments of himself. He's like, I just, I can't eat. I can't eat one more Hershey's Kiss. I can't do it. Okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to give in. So every year I would buy more and more candy, <laughs> knowing that we weren't going to give it away and just sit there and watch him for like a month beat himself up over the candy. <laughs> He couldn't resist eating because nobody else had a sweet tooth, so it's just his stupid ass. Uh, <laughs> it is time. a little embarrassing having, like, as an adult man, having your big vice be candy. Yeah. Like, where you're like, oh, oh God, nothing like a Twizzler to set me off. Imagine like, really? that. Like, that, that, not a cigar or something? Twizzlers, okay. Dude, I, I think that's me. I would take a, a Twizzler over a cigar or beer or anything else in a heartbeat. That I try be- so hard to enjoy cigars. I only smoke them when I'm around other people smoking mm-hmm. cigars. And everybody, I, I can't tell if everybody else is pretending that they're really, really liking it or yeah, if I'm not quite <laughs> getting it. Yeah, they are. The, the only cigars that um, I got really into a cigar kick uh, uh, at one point. I, I, I still have my humidor somewhere and all my cigar choppers and, and all the paraphernalia <laughs> that comes along. I have a $250 Where's, Look at this. <laughs> Set it up once, is, and then all the cigars go stale. Oh, well. <laughs> this is my cigar lighter, so everything's like in one. You've got a, wow. uh, you got a punch here. I don't. Yeah, let me. When's like the last that, time you smoked a cigar? Oh, I don't know. Uh, they get the punch there that like extends out to punch the end. Why well, uh, I think he does lighter. that question. He does that question. I should let him. Yes. <laughs> I, I haven't smoked a cigar in a very long time. I smoked some cigarettes with Chiz when I was in Colorado, um, but yeah. Ed, $250. I was very into cigars at the time. Um, and the, the nicest ones that I've ever discovered are the, uh, they're about as big around as like your, I don't know, your pinky finger if you've got man sized hands. And uh, they're like little cigarillos and they're cherry. I got them from Vegas and they were like two bucks a piece. And I really, really liked those more than like the $40 and $20 and $30 like cigars that came in these presentation cases with wax literally melt there was a wax seal on them that you had to break that was actually you say cherry melting. cigarillos yeah yeah what uh what uh, brand swisher? cigarillos swisher sweets I just <laughs> they were not swisher sweets they were very they, did they you get a nice black and mild cream to wash no, it down with <laughs> no i did not no no but i i tried the nicer cigars and i just couldn't get into it i i don't have a taste for that it seems um no or wine i never really got into that either I think yeah. I'm just looking for the ritual. Like, that's what I want the, I want like a Barbie for men. That's what cigars, like I want to buy all the clippers and the choppers and all, I want to know all of the, all the details about the taste and the way they wrap the cigars. But then it comes down to actually doing it. I'm like, ah, I don't want to smell like a cigar for two weeks. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'll pass. That's so bad. It's I remember being that you were. Yeah. Have you ever gone to a cigar smoking like lounge or room or something like that where where it's just full of dudes in there just obsessed with the smell of this big log of moist tobacco? Yeah, I have been up. there with my dad before when I was like 19. And he's like, hey, come to this, you know, whatever. It smokes cigars with me and some friends. And like in your head at 19, you're like, wow, this is going to be like top businessmen talking shop, like figuring the world out. And it was just. A smelly, smoky room with a lot of overweight white guys. Yeah. And it was like, oh, this is kind of a I, uh, I went illusion. to a really nice one in Florida once, and there were hot chicks in there. I was shocked. Whoa. It was like, this is oh, like a <laughs> – they were into the cigars. Mm. like, and, and they were all – they always got like the big cock-sized cigars, and the girls yeah. were all over there puffing on those cock-sized cigars. <laughs> and we're all over there like – uh, yeah, yeah, she could really puff on a cigar. And, you know, it, it, it was it – They like make cock-sized cigars? 
They make I think big. they only make cock-sized cigars. <laughs> they may only make cock-shaped cigars. But that... Yeah, I, like, like I said, those cigarillos we were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> those swishers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's... yeah I, I couldn't get into that. And it was always obnoxious if you're at, like, I, I used to play poker a lot. And there was always this one guy who was in our group of maybe 25 guys that I would recognize who would show up at the place to play. He smoked a cigar, and it would be the end of it would be like unraveling, like the leaf, and it would be like hanging off, and he would be <laughs> gnawing on it. He'd gnaw on the backside of it until it was mangled and flat and all chewed up and gristly, and uh, and it just stunk. It smelled like moist leaves, like burning slowly down, and it was just two seats away, and it would just just, just oozing stink the whole time. You always loved it when that guy was out of there. Cigar. When I was like twelve years old. We were taking a flight to like a family vacation and I was getting on the plane and it was yeah, probably fucking Southwest where they just shuttle you in like cattle and you sit wherever you can. And I sat next to this enormous piece of shit fat guy who had a cigar in his mouth, a giant cock sized cigar, as Woody would say. And he <laughs> was he was gnawing on it to the point that like my mom was like, you're not you're not going to light that next to my son, are you? Because I'm sitting way back there. And he, he turns and he goes. With it still in the corner of his mouth, he just, <laughs> just rolls it. He just rolls it over to the corner of the other side of his mouth, and he goes, "Oh ma'am, I never lied him." And he was like, <laughs> "What?" So you just he goes, "I just like to chew him," and it was like, him. "So you just chew an entire cigar and basically consume it like some animal." And he did over the course of this whatever fucking fourteen-hour flight that's, to that's Hawaii, common. just chewed the entire cigar and ate it. He couldn't. He he, he couldn't stop <laughs> eating long enough that he took a non-food item and ate that. Like think about that. That is like uh, there, there a, like like I don't know much about this, but I didn't. I can't believe that he consumed it. But but I know that usually when they're chewing on them because they're wrapped in tobacco leaf, you know they're they're absorbing the nicotine like like straight into their mouth, like like uh, what sublingually right through the skin or into the into, into the mouth. So they're um you know it's like chewing tobacco a little bit, right? Yeah, and he had like the teeth. I don't think Schwarzenegger lights those things either. Uh, you know the way like wildling teeth look in Game of Thrones, where they like open their mouth and you're just like, what the fuck is going yeah. on? Like gray tinges and orange. He, his mouth was like that, but it was yeah. like 2006. Or ah, I want to talk about bad teeth for a second. Has anyone else watched Fargo season three? Not yet. Oh, not yet. So season one is excellent, as everyone knows. Season two was a kind of a letdown. At least it was for me. Um, but it was, was it was competent. Hmm. Um, but uh, it was Billy good Bob until the UFO it. hit. That was yes. silly. Uh, you can't get like the first or second episode, and I was like, "What? What is this and shit?" They got real and real <laughs> Yeah, I agree. Season three is quite good. I'm about three or four, ep four episodes in, and there is a character in there. I'm not gonna give any spoilers, but there is a scary British character in that, an older man, um, who is anorexic. So he like gorges himself at every meal and makes this like like just this gigantic breakfast, and then he'll like go to the bathroom and vomit. And he that has is bulimic. Bulimic, I'm sorry. Yeah, and, I was uh, like gorging I, uh, himself as an anorexic. I'm confused. Carry on. And his teeth are all rotten and like mm. broken apart. And he, and they are so scary. Like I noticed his teeth from the first scene. And I was like, what the fuck is up with this guy's teeth? And finally they explain it. And it's like, yeah, those teeth are like, it, as ugly as they are, they're also intimidating. Like, like they're, those are scary teeth. Well, you said guy. he was British. Yeah, he's he's, he's the main <laughs> bad guy. He's scary guy. I was fucking with um, the British teeth thing. Yeah, that too. On a, um, I, I just found, I found a picture of him. I don't think this gives anything away onto the show. It shouldn't. But if you saw on Twitter, like, new politician, you know, comes out against or for Brexit. Like, and that was the picture. You'd be like, <laughs> yeah, that looks about right. 
that's about what I picture. Like, uh, <laughs> it took me a while before I believed that guy Nigel Farage was a real person and right? not just like some stock photo beer drinker. <laughs> where yeah, <laughs> just choose him. But yeah, I need to watch Fargo. Is the whole season Dude. out? Because Netflix uh, does it, right? Um, so I, I I bought it last night. Like I bought the whole season, and there are five episodes out currently. Netflix doesn't do it that I know. Uh, I could be wrong about that. I thought it was FX. Um, Where do you buy and, your shows? Uh, I bought this. Uh, I on my I I got I use Amazon uh, Fire, so it probably came through Amazon. I'm not sure. Probably through uh, who I just I searched Fargo three, and for twenty five dollars you can buy the whole season. So I just did that. And uh, five episodes are out, and I'm really, really liking it. Uh, the main guy this season is Ewan McGregor, you know, the guy from Star Wars prequels and a lot of other stuff. He plays two different roles that, uh, um, that are twin brothers who are not twin brothers, not twin brothers, uh, an older brother and a younger brother who look very much alike, I think. Um, but one of them is, like, very much balding with, like, long stringy hair and overweight. And the other one is an N-shaped rich guy with like a big full head of hair and young and like energetic. And they're completely mm. different characters who are opposed against one another. And he kind of, uh, and at one point he impersonates his brother. And it's a very good season. I'm digging now, it. Now, does he do a better job than the nutty professor of playing multiple people? <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> first nutty professor, I thought that was okay, right? Like before okay. he started rolling him out. But when was the first time you watched Yeah, back when Kyle was seven, he thought he put on a convincing performance. <laughs> like, oh, he didn't even know that they were diff they were the same guy. Mike <laughs> <laughs> Myers is pretty good at that. Um, I, I, there were a lot of people who, who even who like remember those my, the Austin Powers movies. Like I remember a couple times being like, yeah, yeah, he's playing all those characters. Like, no, 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 that's a that's a big fat guy. <laughs> Dude, Doctor Strangelove blew me away. Like I thought that I didn't know that was all the same guy until uh, I was uh, I don't know my twenties. I, I I I still am not quite sure how many characters he's playing in that movie, and I've seen it all twice. of them, even the woman. <laughs> <laughs> I got I'm gonna rewatch it tonight. Then I had no idea. I knew he was playing a couple because I was like, oh man, that's that's him a couple of times. Uh, that's one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, even though it's black and white and everything, that's. That's an excellent movie. Maybe it was just what I was doing when I watched it, but I, I like everything from, uh, from from that guy. It's good stuff. Hmm. Do we have we, a topic we want to go to? Because I've got a couple. I, I, can we, let's go to mine. This one's kind of a winner here. It, it, we were talking about it pre-show a little bit. So there was a murder suspect in Florida, and he used the big penis defense, and it worked for him. Um, let me see. He claimed that he choked his girlfriend to death during oral sex. And uh, to bolster his defense, his lawyers filed a petition to show his penis to the jury. And the medical, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the medical expert testified that choking during the sex acts was unlikely, but uh, they never ruled on the request to put his dick on display. And I think the core takeaway is that's not the way he died, but that is the way that he thought that she died. Or it's at least the, de the best defense that he and his legal team could come <laughs> up with. I think that's probably the best way to look at it. He, they, I, they said the body of his girlfriend was too decomposed to tell if he fucked her throat to death. Oh, but my God. What? I'm well, wondering, where does like, this approach come in? Is your dick too I, dumb to know there's a dead girl in the room? Like how, like, 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 how long did this go on with him fucking this girl's mouth until he realized that she was decomposing? I, I, I need some more background here. It seems right? like he's that. Oh yeah, I fucked her to death, and then a week went by. You know how it is, and then I, I got busy. Got busy. <laughs> so was this was his? Was this his alibi, 
or was this the who's who's uh, who's floating the theory that he had that his dick was so big she choked on it in the first place? It seems to be his attorney. Who, his attorney no, he, the who defendant. Is, the defendant was insistent that she yeah, his, choked because of his. Well, you said the attorney. It, his penis. Yeah, that it, it, his, his dick was unusually large oh. and therefore okay. a threat to her life. I guess. And then you know the, he he had to show him, and they said, "No, <laughs> sorry, it's profile. not." <laughs> My dick has been declared a lethal weapon at thirty-seven. <laughs> 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 you got a class yeah. D license, bitch. <laughs> yeah, you can suck my dick without a trucker's permit or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Got to get your CDL to handle this. Ah, you don't want me to drive on the road trip. I have to stop every eighty miles and weigh. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this. Uh, but I mean, really, the picture of this gentleman doesn't betray someone who would be too concerned if he choked someone to death one way or another. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> not the first woman he's choked to death. <laughs> that's a scary dude. That is. You know what I bet happened is they knew they were going to get off, and this asshole was like, before they end this, just, can you put in there, put in a request to let him show me my cock? It's going to be fine. I promise you're going to get through this. You're going to get, but dude, I, you're, am I, I'm hired you. Yeah, you're going to do it. You're going to ask him if I can show my cock to the deer. And they eventually let him, man, very tactical. You lose girlfriend like this, I'm going to have a hard time on the dating scene. We got to get the word out. And you're number 13. <laughs> She's looking nice. She's an alternate. Whatever. I feel like he'd have a little more swagger in this picture if it was true. And he actually did have a dick this big. He looks like a homeless Mike Pence in this one. Well, that's his mugshot, <laughs> right? Like, like, yeah, he's a sleeper. He's, he's, <laughs> you got to drop his pants. Today. Have you guys ever heard of the shaggy defense? The shaggy defense? It, is oh that, is it like the big penis defense? Uh, it just it reminded me of it. The conversation is flowing this way. I, so the shaggy defense is based on the sh shaggy's a reggae artist, and he had a single called It Wasn't Me. And you guys might remember it. like, But she caught oh, yeah. me on the counter. It wasn't me. She saw me banging on the sofa. It, it wasn't me. I even had her in the shower. We got it wasn't it. me. No, no, it, there's, <laughs> it's quite a long song. <laughs> so so uh, anyway... This it wasn't me in the in spite of like overwhelming evidence has now been called the Shaggy defense. R. Kelly used it. I, I was just looking yeah, it up. He he did. Yeah, when he pissed on that girl, yeah, that I... that that young teen girl, <laughs> that underage <laughs> teen girl that R. Kelly, I believe I can fly, pissed on <laughs> and recorded the pissing. Yeah, that, imagine the Kyle's right. Kyle's Everybody right. Drops that up there, they're like, yeah, R. Kelly pissed on that 14-year-old girl. It's like, yeah, and then he fucked her. Then he yeah. fucked the shit out of her. He like, statutorily like he raped her and urinated on her. And I, her. She was a willing participant in that video. Statutorily raping, I said. Mm. That's, uh, that, that's, what, that's pretty much sex with underage kids. But uh, yeah, and then he <laughs> peed on her, and then he just said it wasn't me in spite of overwhelming evidence. <laughs> the shaggy defense. Yeah. How yeah. did that pan out for him? Because I have just, no idea just how that. Fine. Want a couple He's more? He's still drinks. selling records. Yeah, <laughs> that's how it pan. Maybe he knows something we don't. That you can how to get away with peeing on little girls. Yeah, well, not the little girls part. Oh, oh, the singing part. <laughs> Maybe there's something. something to that peeing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Water sports. You know, just like Trump's so into. Of course. You know. Uh, all right. So <laughs> yeah. he got off. Because the girl in the video also said that wasn't her. Of course she did. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why, yeah. what, 
she had to be so dumb to say that it was her. Dude, R. Kelly's over there. She had, Tell him. They had. <laughs> they brought on on the like to the court. Like they present fifteen friends testified that that was indeed her, and it was on video. But since R. Kelly said it wasn't me, and she said it wasn't me, it, that he got shit off. Was rainy. <laughs> it was it they shot it on VHS and the track remember tracking on 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 uh on uh VCRs you had to mess with mm-hmm. the tracking it looked like somebody hadn't got I the tracking that. just right it was all p- grainy and stuff you couldn't tell what's going on very that could really happen nowadays that just oh. recording that on your iPhone they'd both yeah. be in jail they'd be, they'd be like oh, noticing yeah. birthmarks it'd and still be a vertical video though so stabilizer <laughs> over there everything yeah yeah it's some high quality camera work you see today I, I appreciate that when we watched those uh, those Turkish bodyguards beating up those protesters last week you know you you, you called it out that's excellent I yeah. suspect that was a real cameraman that was too good to be iPhone phone footage it wasn't even bouncy perhaps, perhaps yeah it, oh he definitely had a stabilizer like like 100 percent. he had like you know that that floaty thing that you have sure um, I, he had something like that going on because there was no like there was none of this or that it was all floaty mm-hmm. and, i, I and, really appreciated him filming that whole turkish bodyguard versus american citizen fight that way because every time there's another fight where they're like oh huge riots and, and, and calamity in wherever the hell and you see it and it's somebody's shaky camera I get the feeling that, like, you know how the battle scenes go in Braveheart, where you can tell it's just like a couple of guys swinging not that fast, but the camera's like shaking so much, and you're you're mm-hmm. up and down, and like it bamboozles you. That's what these riots are like with the camera. <laughs> It'll be like four people fighting, but some guys dancing around, shaking his camera, making you feel like it's the middle of this giant melee. Sometimes so I throw that shit in film. a video editor and stabilize it just so I can develop a better opinion on it. Like usually it's like a cop shooting or something. Like the cop is screaming like stop resisting. I can't tell what the hell's going on because the camera's too shaky. Fucking Premiere Pro warp stabilizer. It'll fix it. You can render a proper opinion. <laughs> maybe, maybe <laughs> Suddenly you see me. like the cop needlessly jumping around you know <laughs> stop moving stop moving just sometimes yeah uh, yeah they are they are one to do that kyle did you have a topic you wanted to cover which one would we like to go to so i have a couple here mm-hmm. uh texas approved hog hunting from hot air balloons big fan of that uh there's the congressional candidate who body slammed the reporter last night Ooh. and oh then i have God. and then of course i have that article about uh your buddy that we've talked about before <laughs> this, uh from the denver post here Man in demonic clown makeup, now mm-hmm. accused in killing, lived in a dark fantasy world, friends say. I just, so we can go. I just realized why you called him my buddy, because I have that clown friend. Because you yes. have that insane friend who dresses as a clown, yes. Mm. <laughs> why does he dress like a clown? <laughs> to he's bring joy it. to children. Uh, oh. uh, tut, 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 Now, hold on. No, no, Patch Adams dressed as a clown to entertain children. That gentleman has many photos of him in public with other adults dressed as clowns, and they're just chilling by a scary van and stuff, you know? Like, they're not a kid. He bought an ambulance and, like, redid it as some sort of zombie-chasing vehicle. Uh, Because of the straps. Yeah, and it, he has like he has like brass knuckles tattooed on his hands, and and he would wear his hair in like a eighteen inch mohawk. Like he really committed in his day job. He's got to do something with this mohawk, and he he was a he's an outstanding clown, really. Scary and is he a clown. pretty like uh, pretty fun looking small bouncy guy around like hang out hang out with kids or a mime? He's like six three. 
and oh. uh, six three and, he, and massive, and he's got like a six 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 tattoo. He like yeah, on him. He, he like installs hardwood flooring for a living. Like he's kind of ah, as far as you know. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. what's his what's his Powerful grown man dressed as a maniacal clown with an 18 inch mohawk who loves entertaining children. Yes, yes, What's that's my friend. Hey, oh, kids, I'm the Antichrist. Do you guys remember his clown name? Oh, that's not my clown friend. It's I on the no tip idea. of my tongue, I forgot his clown name. He does have one, though. It's like Deadshot or something. I forget. I really don't remember. <laughs> like, skull fucker. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it yeah. wouldn't help my case. Oh, oh the murderer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's a really I, nice guy. I just guy. remember because like, I, I knew exactly what Kyle was talking about when he said your friend the clown. Because I remember talking about the clown thing. And us all disagreeing about, because I don't know if you remember the story a few months ago, Dick, where it was just clowns meandering in woods near... Uh, populated areas and they're just like standing yep. creepily on the corners of oh, and, yeah. And, yeah it was yeah. a huge thing and we were all disagreeing amongst ourselves I and I believe Kyle agreed with me said that it's really creepy and that they were not trying to cheer people up no, but, but, I mean they were cheering me uh, up. I thought it was funny as hell. It, it, so so, so <laughs> that's fair. He's a genuinely nice guy, I'm sure. But the, the the funny little thing about this is those scary weirdos who like go out and are like a creepy clown just to be a creepy clown because it's it's fucking creepy. Um, the people who dislike those people like turned on Woody's friends Facebook group, right? Like they, he was getting pressure and being like associated with the scary clowns. Yes. Can't imagine why. <laughs> uh, like not all clowns, kind of. A, yeah, kind of exactly. Yeah. That is Facebook fan page. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he was that, always like, "Man, these guys are giving clowns a bad name." There's good clowns like me out there who are just, you know, <laughs> being unfairly stereotyped, right? And meanwhile, he looks scary as fuck. He's like, "Is ah, uh, I, I wish I could get his name." I'm, I'm, I'm googling. I, I it. wish we could get another picture of him because I remember when you were describing him to us, I was really giving him the benefit of the doubt, like. Like, oh, maybe he's scary in the same way that Pennywise is scary, but like a human, where like he's just big and scary looking, but he's got normal makeup. No. Like, look, yes, that's the look of a man who wants to scare children. Oh, yeah, that's a <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to be real with you right now. Like, 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 if that guy, like, comes to my window real quick at night, like, you just kill him. No, <laughs> like, like, Woody's always like, he's like, hey, if there's a person in my house, they don't get a talk into, I don't care. Just bang, 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 bang. That's the answer. I'm not so hard-edged, but if I see that guy, <laughs> that guy better not need, run out of gas near my home because I see him and I am immediately up into like up up, up to up to ten. I'm ra I, we're escalating things. There's a monster outside. I've never seen anything as scary as that man in real life. That's if you awful. dress like that, then you can't be mad at people for not wanting oh. to come near you, not wanting to reach out, not wanting to be sociable because you've already put up a wall that says like. Like, I don't know, it's like a built-in defense almost of, like, I'm a really sweet, kind-hearted, nougat-centered kind of guy, but no one will ever know it because I look like a rapist. It's like, <laughs> His oh, clown wow. name like, is Punk, I, I found. I looked it up. So, oh. That's not so bad. It's not as bad Punk. as I No, that's it. not so bad. It's more the outfit. More the outfit. And the whole, that clown scare thing produced maybe my, like, my funniest, the funniest thing I've ever seen on black Twitter, on Reddit. You ever go to that, that <laughs> yeah, yeah. subreddit, yeah, yeah. black Twitter? Oh, it's great. Black Twitter? It was uh, someone, some girl, it was a picture of a tweet, I'm describing a tweet, a uh, picture <laughs> of a tweet that the girl said, so are these like, are these real clowns or are they just people pretending to be clowns? And a guy goes, <laughs> bitch, what is a real, what the fuck is a real clown? 
<laughs> like they got day jobs, clowns. Like, like are, during the day, are they making fucking balloon animals? Being cool? then at night, like I terrorizing the neighborhood, still in the same shit. And I get her side of it. Like really, yeah, yeah, I don't I, see your I, side I, of it at all. No, I, I don't I get wonder. it because it's the same way as like. Is this guy a real ice cream man, or is he just luring children to their deaths? Like some of those people don't have ice cream in there, and they're not real ice cream creamsmen. You know, yeah. in the same way, <laughs> yeah. a real clown is one who would like pop in for the birthday, do the balloons, make them laugh. A not real clown is and one evaporate. who yes, it evaporates uh, into the ether, and a not real clown is one who just wants to scare people. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't care. Like, uh, like what's the Juggalo? What What is the name mm-hmm. of that band? Oh yeah, yeah, the Insane Clown uh, Posse. Insane Clown Posse. He looks like one of those. Folks, if they're if they're around, that's probably an older reference. Now. There are still juggalos, yes. and there and even even more shocking than the fact that there are still juggalos, there are still juggalettes or jugettes or whatever they fucking mm. call themselves. There are those there are hot bitches at those guys' concerts with oh, their yeah. faces painted ridiculous, and then like naked, like like out there with like like just body paint on or just a g-string on and like pasties and stuff. Like really hot chicks are into those two overweight disgusting like old guys with clown p- makeup on it's it's shocking i saw their appearance on the stern show and of course they're like detroit uh like scary hardcore rappers right um and this guy on the radio is like nah you guys are fucking punks i'll come in there right now whip your ass and he's like yeah yeah come on and he's like i'm here and they're like, man, we're entertainers, right? We're entertainers putting on a, putting on a, you know, entertaining fans, and and we we should have. And Stern, of course, is putting them. He's not the nice guy. He's like, well, we've got him downstairs. Should we bring him up? Should we bring <laughs> this guy up, boys? You guys are hardcore. He doesn't know who he's messing with. Am I right? This is the insane clown posse. Oh yeah, let's get him up here. And of course, knowing that like these guys want no part of this <laughs> random deep voice coming over the phone who's downstairs wanting them both. <laughs> and he just <laughs> totally teaches them out over the phone in front of, I don't know what Stern's audience is, you know, 10 million people Huge. or something live. Yeah. I Google yeah. Juggets. Not all hot. Not, not all no, hot. No, not, mo- most not hot. It turns out <laughs> uh, Juggets uh, tend to have a sweet tooth, I would guess. Oh, I see. <laughs> What uh, do you don't think Fago. this chick with fake vampire teeth and a tongue piercing at the top who uh, has the biggest crazy eyes I've ever seen? You don't think that's hot? That's not the your type? The one drinking the soda? Uh, the one who's <laughs> gesturing to her, her tongue with her middle finger and uh, popping a squat on the very top in the high heels. <laughs> the okay. one in the very ladylike position? Yes. <laughs> yes. Don't yes. see her. Down. There is a like she looks. She's thing. at the if you click the Vice article, she's the one right there as you're looking. Oh, she's oh, got I like see. all spread eagle. It looks like she's got that thing that people do where they sharpen their teeth. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Santa we've teeth? all seen Nat Geo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've got that thing where people sharpen their teeth. You mean they're fucking crazy? Like wow. they're still doing that shit. Well, she and thinks it gives her strength and back. I will say though, she's not fat. No. Well, I mean. You gotta have a restricted diet with those teeth, right? It had mm. hurt like hell to eat fucking like nuts or anything tough, right? She's got to be on a liquid diet. I would imagine that the teeth are just open, right? Like I, I've chipped teeth before, and that chip is so uh, sensitive, right? Like cold water, ice cream, anything is just yeah. ah fuck. And I'd always get those chips like fixed right away. Yeah, I don't think tooth sensitivity is on this gal's mind. No, she, <laughs> she seems pretty occupied with meth. She's having, yes, pretty occupied with meth. She's like, the meth takes care of that. 
100%. I eat a pint of ice cream like it's nothing. No big deal. Yeah, these well, are... These I just are think some... the Jugettes were going to be a, uh, a classy group. I just remark that it's surprising that there even are Jugettes, if you know anything about the Insane Clown Posse and or their music. Didn't they get classified as like a gang by the FBI or something there like that? There was something like that one time. <laughs> that I don't happened? know if it went all the way through, but like there was talk of it or something. Yeah, yeah and I, I felt, I remember feeling that. really bad for them when it happened. Like, oh, come on. We're FBI. We're just making fun of them. You took it way too far. <laughs> <laughs> you ruined it. Thanks a lot, homie. You know, now, now they just write a song about how they're a terror group or something. That's, that's street cred. They want that. Oh, I'm thinking along those nope. lines. Yeah. Yeah, what would give the insane clown posse something so stupid that it, you can't even believe it's a thing? More street cred than like the FBI being like, oh yeah, we've labeled them a, a, a danger to, so to society and a terror cell. Like, like, They're the American uh, ISIS. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's the, uh, the Westboro Baptist Church, right? I guess those are. You know, I always thought they were a scam. Like, I thought, I don't know if you guys. Uh, I don't know if anybody wants to talk about the Westboro Baptist Church, yeah, but I always thought it was just them going around trying to provoke uh, getting assaulted so they could sue. Really? But did they ever see your your troll meter yeah. is too sensitive? Is it? You think you think they're that stupid? And they just go for like the worst possible people to rub their religion in their face, or not people, but the oh. worst possible opportunity? You're making me self doubt. Now I'm wondering if my troll meter is too numb. It, it, it's how do they do uh, Because no, no, I they, thought they do that make they're a family of lawyers. Like, I thought that the, the guy who runs the church is a lawyer, and everybody under him is, like, these scumbag amb ambulance-chasing lawyers, and they go to places where they know emotions are going to be as high as possible. They take fundamentalist Christian positions because they can. it lets them say horrible, like horrific things, and then they wait to get assaulted and then sue. That's what I thought. Because the other way, I mean, maybe my troll meter is... Uh, as you say, Woody, two on a hair trigger. But I heard that once, and it made it made sense to me that they'd be doing that. I've heard that too. I just linked an article about it where they basically just bait people and make money off because they are all attorneys. There was some like YouTube uh, documentary from a few years ago that interviewed one of them, like one of like the head ladies or something like that, who is the one that, like, is on the screen being, like, bananas, batshit crazy the, the most. You know, yeah, the daughter. And when they asked her questions about certain things, like, when they got into, like, the legal part of interviews, the, the crazy person was not erratic anymore. It wasn't yeah. like, oh, well, I'm just, you know, the thing about that is you're going to go to hell, and you're not coming over here to my place, and my fucking gays are, you know, fags or whatever that she was saying. Like, that part was gone. Yeah. As soon as the legal part came in, it was like, all right, I'm going to be careful about what I say and move it in this direction and that. And it was a lot more tactical. And so I can definitely see where it's coming from when that when craziness turns off. What that geniuses. Oh, yeah, Jeff Foxworthy's got to get him on that Do You Know the Bible show to see if they're actually Christian fundamentalists. Is that a like, real show? I think so. I don't, Do you know I, the Bible? That sounds I, like I've only heard the fifth Jeff grader thing. <laughs> Let me see. I gotta look that up. Do you know the Bible better than a fifth grader? That can't be a show. Taylor, you could do well in that. I probably, I would definitely do better than a fifth grader in, in Bible knowledge. Yeah, boys, the American Bible Challenge. Where do you see that? Branson, Missouri. <laughs> Game Show Network's The American Bible Challenge. I would get setting, my ass Setting kicked. records in its first season. The Bible-themed game show is a competition where contestants try to win money for knowing the Bible. Wow. I want to hear more about Dylan the Well at some point. 
<laughs> for knowing the Bible with Jeff Foxworth. <laughs> oh, who would have thought? Two point two out of five on iTunes Apple Store. That's <laughs> uh, not their their demo. Hyper religious Jeff Foxworthy. Is he? It's been going for three four years. I mean, he must be if he hosts a show called the American Bible Challenge. But then I, you again, don't know because you know, the Westboro Baptist Church apparently isn't even that religious. Maybe just a way to make money. I don't think Mr. Foxworthy is nearly as calculating as the as the Westboro <laughs> Baptist Church. I'm I sure think that Mr. there's still Foxworthy. some blue collar comedy money rolling around. Well, you yeah, know, Pat Sajak isn't like Jeff a spelling Foxworthy page. Is incredibly wealthy. It's true. Let's see what he's worth. I bet Pat Sajak can spell real well. Let's guess. I'm going to say Jeff Foxworthy is worth twenty two million. Oh, I, I bet Jeff Foxworthy is worth one hundred and fifty million. How numbers? I'm looking. Taylor Dick. I'm gonna go a hundred. Right. Mm. One hundred and thirty. I came in way low. Hundred million. Hundred million. A hundred million. Oh. What did I say? I think you said a hundred million. You said one fifty. No. Yeah, Dick said hundred. That's good. Oh man, look at this. Uh, if you scroll down on that on this richest page. Look I mean that, that Bill red, Cosby picture. That redneck Ooh. joke is a is a hundred million dollar joke. Really? There's no denying that. Well, he he was you know producing that whole blue collar comedy thing, right? Like he's getting that that thing was huge. Like that thing was bigger than Jeff Foxworthy ever was. I remember when I was a kid, like there would be a cassette of Jeff Foxworthy or something. Like you might be a redneck laying around, but when that blue collar thing took off, like everybody was into that. That that was a that was a big thing. It blew up Ron White's career. It blew up all those guys that were attached. That that I. Um, the Larry the Cable Guy. You ever heard Larry the Cable Guy's real real voice? Yes. No, I don't. Wait, what does he? He sounds just like a normal dude. Yeah, he's accentuating the accent. Yeah, big time. I figured that, but he doesn't. He doesn't become like quaff and cultured all of a sudden. I wouldn't think. <laughs> yeah, uh, much more well spoken and and not uh, a dummy at all. Um, oh well, yeah. I wouldn't think he's a dummy. Anyone yeah. who gets that successful parlaying the same three jokes in different orders has got a lot. <laughs> You know, a lot of talent that way. I never paid attention to the Kardashians. Now, this will come as a revolution. Some of those girls, a revelation, are very good looking. I, there was a, they came out, there yep. were two of them in a thong on a yacht today. And one of them's in her upper 30s. And they were like perfect specimens. One of them's like a WNBA player, though. Wait, like a WNBA what are we player? T- Talking about Kardashian yeah. girls. Which I'm, one? So Chloe, I think, is I uh, OJ's daughter. Um, and one of them was Kendall a Jenner. Jenner. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Well, Kendall Jenner is Bruce's daughter. Um, Comes and, from good stock. Good, good stock. Whereas Chloe is OJ Simpson's daughter. You probably don't know that. A quick Google search will prove that I'm correct. And uh, and the others are supposedly Kardashians' kids, right? Yeah, you're right. I don't know that. I I believe if I was in a Kardashian that wasn't Kim in the elevator, I wouldn't recognize them. Kim, ah, Kim. On the other hand, I you have to know her. I think you're lying. They're, um, the the real Kardashian, uh, Kim, is very very short. Like like really? I, I see her. I, I yeah yeah really short. I saw her next to uh, Kanye uh, in their wedding picture, and Kanye is really short. I think. Uh, I I bet Kim is five, four or something. What does it say on the internet? That she is. I don't know. Kim There's a picture of two of them standing next to Sloth from the Goonies. I found the picture I'm looking for. I'll, I'll five three. Yeah. I'll have it queued up in a second. Yeah, that's what Kim does. She knows how to take the picture to get the the ugliest sisters right next to her, so she looks better. Yeah. That's her move. 
it's almost like she positions herself like that so that you see that her face is the proper aggregate of what theirs could be. <laughs> if you, if you meshed it, but like if you take like the worst of the like you know when you do those things where they take the same half of your face and replicate it to make you perfectly yeah. symmetrical, and you're yeah. like you're either like wow I look quite a bit better, or if they do it with the wrong side of your face, you're like God I got a fucking pointy nose. Like that yeah. is exactly what this shit is. She's got her big fat. I bet she parades around the big fat sister all the time. Big fat. How old is this link? Uh. Yeah, I, mean, I, I didn't check. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that, like, yes, it's 2011. These, I don't know. These girls that I'm, I saw today, they are, like, they are very fit. Are those the Kardashians? This article gals? is about her being fat. She, this, is, this article is about her dropping from a size Yes, 12. Kyle, I googled which Kardashian is the fat one. And... <laughs> <laughs> well, this article is about how Chloe lost a ton of weight. Uh, yeah. Where's the after picture? What do you probably saw, Kendall? The little uh, one. The it, there's a one. picture in the in the Skype chat. I, the underaged one. Oh, tell me I just lit. No, one of them was like 39. <laughs> um, which one though? I, I I don't think that's accurate because Kim's the oldest, I think, and I don't think she's 39. She might be. Let me. Uh, I, I, I don't follow the Kardashians at all. I, I think that there's they're they're humans. 38. And, and, and uh, so they try to stay away. from Courtney Kardashian is apparently 38. Uh, they'll, they'll be not famous anymore in just a few years. Uh, that's absolutely not going to happen. They're, <laughs> Increasingly they're... nervous man says for the seventh year. They're too smart and they're too well represented. That's going to be. Uh, it, it can't. It can't keep going. You know. <laughs> I bet. I bet, I bet if you Your look, it's now a woman. It's going to go forever. Yeah. Oh, until <laughs> he decides to reverse and bail yeah. out on that. <laughs> I think has a lot more money than Jeff Foxworthy. I want, did uh, did Bruce or Caitlyn Jenner uh, get the uh, dick cut off yet, or is that, or is that like the 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 home I, base that will never be touched? I actually no no I actually read that that happened um, somewhat recently, Ooh. like maybe a month ago. I think I read something about that. Um, but but initially he kept damn shame penis. I, yeah. I... I would hate to part with mine. I'm a big fan. Well, you don't part with it. You just cut it off, turn it inside out, and stuff it back in. So it's still there. Okay, I would hate to part yeah. mine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, oh, my God. That's Yeah, I would think, like, at that age, even if he was, he's, like, all in on the I'm a lady, you know, I should have a vagina or whatever. When, when you're his age, you think he'd just be like, you know what? In for a penny, in for a pound. We're going to finish this out with a dick because it's just too much. It's I just like too much. At his age, it might be easier to pass off yourself as a woman, right? Like, think about that, the bigger one on Golden Girls, right? <laughs> right? She was kind of mannish. You know? uh, be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you get yeah. deep into menopause and, and, and the women get a little more manly, right? You with me? So, they're getting a little mustache. Uh, anyway. A little mustache. Caitlyn Jenner yeah, she, could pull that off. And it's not the old hair. lady waxing her upper lip. Mm hmm. Yeah. And so. they're always wearing those shoulder pads anyway. See? Ah, yeah. man's a thinker. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, Maybe. but not many of them have the frame of a six foot tall Olympian. Olympian. <laughs> See, that is that is the crux of this whole thing. So Wheaties, and I know we we all know that, but like it's worth saying over and over and over again that 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 guy was on a box of Wheaties. He was an American hero. He uh, it's, it's, he was woman of the year, is. and now she is yeah. just 
Woman of the Year is quite the accomplishment. And beautiful. Yeah, and and then I love the classic joke, the whole, like, men are even better at being women than women. (laughs) You know, it's funny, like, doing the site for so long in the book, the only, like, the, everybody always asks, what about, what about transsexuals? Like, from the very first time I started the site, like, whoa, whoa, yeah, 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 but what about, what about guys who turn into women? What about that? What about that? Like, people are so fascinated by it. You should should Uh, say, well, there are some stupid men. All right, that's, and that's my next book. <laughs> men are better than some men. So have you ever had to have a day job, or have you been an entertainer, like, from the early days? I still have a day job. Um, being, being, uh, being a bad guy on the internet isn't like being a bad guy in wrestling. There's no money in it. <laughs> you know, you, you put a book, I don't know, does any, is anybody an author on this show? Nope. Nope. I was it's a like tech it, editor. Anyway. It seems like a big deal, but most books make a very small amount of money. Um, my website was never one that any sane company would ever want to advertise on, so I just did it for the love of the love of driving people insane. <sighs> you would you think that like flashlight, like 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 a product like a fle- like the flashlight or the auto blow, like a male masturbation product, that would be big on your site. I feel like because those guys all hate women. They hate them. You, <laughs> you, you, you capture that market, and, and I think that would be an excellent well, I don't know if Dick Have is familiar with the auto blow. Taylor? No, I, 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 no I've never used a flashlight. But you we, were, an we were sponsored blow, by this thing called an auto blow, which is a mechanized flashlight. It's about this big around. You plug it oh into the God. wall. You plug it into the wall, and it has like these And then you have to buy it dinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some plug that bitch, it'll shut up. It's got these beads like spring loaded that wrap around your cock, squeezing like a pocket pussy that's then inserted, which at the end of this act, you'll have to you'll have to remove full of shame and, and walk down the corridor to the bathroom with like a, a, a jiggly silicone pouch with your jizz in the bottom and like quickly turn it inside out and wash it off in the sink when no one's around. And, and they also, when, when you first get one, you know, because they sponsored us, and so, you know, you try it, and it's like, you, you don't expect the noise to be as loud <laughs> as it is. Like, you expect it to be like, it, it's honestly like... It's a going on on your dick. Yes, you, you turn it on and it goes, ying, 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 ying. And then like, and then like right towards the end, obviously, you need to up the intensity. And so you reach around and you go, ying, 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 As it goes, like with these like bead things on your dick. And like, and at the end of it, having to turn that thing off, is a wake up call. <laughs> <laughs> Having to turn that That's off and the go. Worst part, man. The, shutting, the shutting all the tabs down on your browser. Oh, no, get away from what me. What was get I thinking for this one? We're, we're not sponsored by him anymore, so it doesn't matter. But I used it a few times and then just threw it away because I'm like, God, I feel awful about myself yeah yeah after, after i, I have mine but i've lost the power cord and i just show people occasionally to be like look at this ridiculous thing that i did not purchase it's 250 fucking dollars and they sent me this this jerk off machine look at this thing <laughs> and that they laugh of course it's ridiculous and i'm like no you haven't even seen the word the best part and you plug it in because it's turned on of course i was using it last time i had it out and it just it almost moves. It's so powerful. It's a, it, it's an impressive machine. Um, if you're a very lonely guy out there and it's just not gonna happen for whatever reason, I, I would recommend it. I guess like it's two hundred bucks. Like a pro- I would that's be what a pro- okay I like- with all of that, but I'm, I cannot see myself ever cleaning up a sex toy. Like I 
I, I let the dishes stack always <laughs> and for like weeks at a time until like, okay, I got to carve out a whole day to get like a sex toy. I eat off of those. A sex toy isn't going to be any different. It's going to be like, it's so uh, disgusting. You're going to get an STD from your auto blow because, because you don't <laughs> for myself. That's how it started. Mutated into a macro phage. Kyle used to tell this story, and I loved it. He would use the noise to establish dominance. Right? It's yang 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 yang. If you open that door, you know what you're doing, right? Don't come in here surprised about what's happening. The whole first floor knows what's going down. Yang yang yang. Everybody was like, I'm kind of embarrassed by my auto blow. You turn it on, and everybody knows what's up. Am I right? And I'm just like, I like the noise. And then they know. What's going on in here? It's like a loud ice cream maker, like rapidly turning or something. It's it heavy. Is. Like if somebody burst into your room as you're using your auto blow and you need a weapon quickly, if you just pull it off your dick, grab the cord, pull that out, and use it like some sort of morning star, you'll yeah. get a couple of good licks in, and he yeah. won't want to be around as you're hitting him with and your if, false pussy. And if I mean, they don't know, it's not a power that. tool. Yeah, they don't yeah, know. They don't know. You splash them with that fucking pussy on the inside. They're going to run in fear anyway. Nobody, you get that out and just turn it inside out and put your fist in it and make it like a, a grieve. <laughs> and just be like, come at me. This inside out pocket pussy fist. Nobody's going to deal with that. That's just like those YouTube videos where like the guy goes up and picks a fight with this scary black dude on the street. And then when the black dude's like, yeah, let's throw down. Because he's like, that's how close he was to physical combat with just someone asking to do it. He's like, all right, then, let's fucking go. The other guy strips down to a G-string, and he's like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> 100% of the time, big scary guy will flee from G-string or nude homosexual tendency guy. Like, like, you don't need to be gay. That's why I didn't say gay guy. If you're just ever in that tight spot where, like, this isn't going to go well, stripping yeah. down naked and coming at them like you want a beating sexually, like, yeah, punish me. It doesn't like, work in Trailer Park, that. boys. No, it, no you, boys, you get fucked. Yeah. Mr. Leahy, <laughs> tap that ass. He will pollinate. <laughs> he will dress you up like a flower, put on his bee suit, and pollinate your ass in a sex thing right away. <laughs> yes, you will, Randy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you got the little steaming right there. <laughs> Want to do our first ad? Yeah. Let me tell everyone a quick word here from <clears throat> the undies. What's the first thing you put on and the last thing you take off? It's your underwear. Make sure, uh, make your most important piece of clothing the best it can be with MeUndies. MeUndies are designed in L.A. and made from sustainably sourced micro-modal, a fabric three times softer than cotton. MeUndies, softer than soft, luxurious undies come in an ever-changing selection of classic colors, bowls, shades, and adventurous patterns, so you can tailor your undies to your own personal style. And guess what? You can save time and money each time with a monthly subscription. And if you're not ready for a subscription, that's okay. You can still save. That's because MeUndies is offering you 20% off your first pair. Just use our special URL, MeUndies.com slash PKA, and get 20% off your first pair. Go ahead, revamp your underwear drawer. You deserve it. Once again, that's MeUndies.com slash PKA, MeUndies.com slash PKA. Check them out. I like my MeUndies. Um, they're super comfortable. I've washed them a ton, and they still stay together. I've got like seven pairs now. I just got these two. They sent them to me today. And if anyone from MeUndies is watching this, I know I've said this seven or eight times by now, but if you could just send me like regular black or gray or solid color underwear, I don't need this and I don't need army men. Oh, I love the army men! <laughs> but 
I have. Uh, no, I, I'm still wearing them though. There's one so with like hot kissy lips or something. Yeah, I got those too. Yeah, yeah. yeah it freaks me out a little bit knowing that like. I don't know why. Just like, oh yeah, Taylor and I were like underwear buddies. We we have yeah, all the I, same patterns. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that those patterns that that Taylor is showing off there there are the patterns of this month of May of May mm. because I got panties instead of boxers, not for myself but for someone else, of course. And they are the same patterns that polka dot uh, tie dye kind of thing and the army men. Um, I like me undies a lot. I've got the boxers. I've got the boxer briefs. Uh, and I like them both, and I usually don't like boxers. Um, What's the pouch excellent. situation on these? I had an underwear buddy one time. I didn't pack enough underwear for this trip I was on, so I had to use some of his. And his, the pouch he had on these underwear, it made it made your package look enormous. Yes, so- please do that. I swear to God, I'm not just selling underwear. It, 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 it lifts it up and puts it on display, right? You're yes, not hanging like down anymore. Pop. You're attached to the front. And and it mm-hmm. turns out that's a way better look. I am yeah. I am twice the man I normally am in me undies. Yeah, okay. yeah. that's great. the ad. That should be the entire ad. Take your dick's gonna look way better in these I underwear. I think the front should be clear. It's so impressive, right? Just ah, maybe that I would... have some of those. Have I've got some underwear in these undies. <laughs> I got those underwear that have like an elephant on the front, and he's got a trunk, and you put your cock in the mm. trunk. And so it's just always down there moving around. A little uncomfortable, but, but hilarious. See, that's very funny, but it's also very silly. These, you get real support on your genitals. Absolutely. And you yeah. get look like an army man. And, and when you take them off at a gym or in public places, you get to look forward to immediately going, now, don't, don't pay no heed to this underwear. They actually, I, I do a podcast, and they send, they, they send me these. I didn't, I, didn't purchase, I didn't pick this pattern. <laughs> it's like, all right, we didn't ask. Like, <laughs> Can we run through fitness talk real quick? I don't want to drag it on like like it was politics or something, but I, I want to do a roundtable. I, I, Taylor, you go first. How many pounds down you are? How, uh, you've been cheating? Good. Be honest. No, I've been doing doing pretty good with uh-huh. the, with the eating. Um, just like I'm, I'm trying to lose weight and get bigger at the same time. Obviously, which isn't the easiest thing to do because of physics, but like just muscling down enough of these shakes every day is really getting to where it's the hard part. Like having to replace so many of what I want to eat every day with a vanilla flavor protein shake that's becoming more and more awful by the day. Like that, that yeah. flavor. So I'm trying different shit. Can I know I you're doing suggestion? that, Kyle, because you're, yeah, you're doing like weight gain shakes. Yeah, let me make a suggestion that helps a lot with the monotony that comes with the protein shakes. Because like I can taste, I, I, I'm, I've stopped using milk, so I'm using water. And I can taste that watery taste, and it's just disgusting. But if you, if you alternate flavors... It, 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 I feel like if you, if you go with chocolate for like three weeks in a row, chocolate, it's, it's like when you say a word repeatedly and it loses its meaning and starts sounding funny in your head, the taste becomes just disgusting. And the, if at first you were able to appreciate double fudge chocolate, now you're just dreading it. You know every like nuance of that flavor and every texture and every clot that, it, mm-hmm. that the powder is. <laughs> clot. Perfect <laughs> word. Yeah. That, that's what they are, the clots. Less clots. So first yeah. of all, get a good shaker if anyone's listening to this. Because when I was younger, I can remember choking down those clots of protein <laughs> powder because I didn't want to clean a blender every time I made a – but now I've got a shaker. And, and you know, it's got the top and the – part in the top that just blends the, the, the clots out. But, but get two different flavors, and, and that helps a lot because I've been alternating back and forth between chocolate and uh, some kind of banana cream pie shit. 
And uh, and I, I accidentally and fucking bought banana. I was trying to buy vanilla or some different flavor, and the assholes at Body Fortress or whatever brand it is, they make their they. I guarantee they can't fucking sell banana, but they made a <laughs> ton of it. And so they're just like just just slowly one by one remove the banana bits from the graphic until it looks exactly like vanilla, <laughs> and then people will accidentally buy it when they're trying to get vanilla. And I did like a rube. Was like it worse? Idiot. It's just it's banana cream, and I'm not doing that. I like I like I banana like cream. banana cream. I, I wouldn't pick that over the vanilla. I think. Although of course we're all when we think banana cream, we're all I picture like a banana cream pudding or an actual banana cream pie, and of course we're talking about protein powder that you mix with water and then chug down at room temperature. So it's it's never quite what you want. Uh, no, it's got that all. froth in the top. Yeah, I you know I switched Drink to just. That off. Like those, uh, what's that beer, the Stella Artois, where you know they always take like that 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 knife and shoo, like take the head off. You got to do that yeah. with your protein shake. <laughs> 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 yeah. I've resorted to just taking the powder and chugging water with it, and I feel I feel like a drug addict when I do it. Like when I go to the gym with just that little one single scoop of NaNo2 or whatever it is. Crea- yeah. Used to be creatine. I used to be pounding scoops of creatine, but it's evolved. Every time I go in, it's something else. <laughs> uh, I, I gave up completely on on mi- mixing is it, the pain in the ass it is to scrape the inside of a plastic cup from all the protein was too much. I just said, you know what, I'm just going to do it in my mouth. I don't, nice. No one's looking at me. I'm ashamed of myself, but it's there fine. Was, there was a guy in high school. I remember he thought he was hardcore and he'd take the creatine and like put it between his gum and his lip like he was <laughs> chewing tobacco. And we'd be in class and I'd look over and he'd go. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> fuck are you doing, bro? He's like. Creatine. I'm like, that ain't how it works. That is not how it works. And I don't know how it works, but that is not how it works. Well, I'm not old people, enough to buy chewing tobacco. I've seen people mix. Oh, at that age, they did. Though. Like, 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 like it, yeah, like in high school, like everybody, like the rednecks, when I say everybody, like, like the kids that were in like woodshop and metals and automotive where I like to go because those were fun classes to do. They all dipped and it was kind of you just let it go because it's not like smoking where there's a cloud of smoke and cigarette butts. As long as they have a Pepsi bottle to spit into, it's it's pretty on the down low and not bothering anyone at all. So the teachers would just let it go on. That's still one of my fucking pet peeves because I have a, a number of friends who dip and I it, it upsets me so much when I come across anything full of their fucking spit. You ever like drink after one? they've left? It's uh, no, gross. I never have. they don't recognize uh, how gross it my is. My younger for some brother reason. did it spit. once, and I want. Oh, Jesus! Oh. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. Vomit. Uh, I did vomit. Uh, I did vomit. I got a little bit of it down, but I vomit vomited so much that none of it remained. Uh, my dad has done it <clears> twice because uh, my uncle uh, chews tobacco, and he had been spitting in a Dr Pepper bottle that was in a car. <laughs> and, it was, <laughs> and it was a really hot day, and Dad's like working, and he's like, ah, oh, so thirsty, and I was like. Uh, I guess I got to stop what I'm doing, just drop everything and go get something to drink. And then I saw that Dr. Pepper in the console of the truck. And I was like, ah, I'll just have a bit of this. And that's a little sugar. That'll pet me up a bit. And I'll get this knocked out. And then I'll go have some lunch. <laughs> and it's just this hot Dr. Pepper that you're only drinking to, like, quench your dry thirst. And it's spit. It's tobacco spit. And he's just, just bombing it up, of course. I want to finish <laughs> the round table. Kyle, how oh, you doing? Pretty good. Uh, I'm about to stop the awful eating and, and all the calories that I've been forcibly consuming uh, for the last two or three weeks and go on a much cleaner, uh, lower calorie diet. I'm going to cut down to like 1,500 calories a day or something like that, bump my cardio up and, and keep lifting. And, and uh, I think I'll be looking pretty good in about three weeks because I'm, I'm up to 186, 
pounds, something like this, when I weighed myself this morning. So I'm up four or five pounds of like sustained fat. I it, I think it's not water weight because it's not coming off anymore, and I feel real real jiggly. Um, don't feel like I look good at all, but uh, I think that that's <laughs> a good. That this is a good tactic that I'm using by by throwing on a couple extra layers of fat before I start this oh. uh, this cleaning. Out of you the have diet. to start with a solid slab of marble. Just <laughs> <laughs> before I started, because I was at 181 pounds at six foot two, so it's uh, pretty skinny to begin with. So uh, we'll see how this goes. It's wow. gonna be. I'll, uh, I'll I'll definitely get big quickly, as I always do. I uh, I feel like I'm good at at working out and building muscle. I feel like I'm genetically superior in that hmm. way because of because I'm white and all. Well, you're certainly better than women. Taylor brings up a good point. Most women, anyway. <laughs> uh, I've been doing good. I lost two pounds this week. I had contemplated lying and saying one because I'm afraid that that's just like too high a bar <laughs> to set for next week. Like, let's take this extra pound I lost and stow it so that if I don't lose any next week, I can just come back to the truth. But I didn't do that. Uh, I lost two pounds this week, which is a first. Uh, Dick, if you, you probably don't know, I've been losing a pound a week for like eight weeks in a row now and, and, until this week where I lost All two. Right. So I'm down nine. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, I won't make this paramotor thing, but he has a new wing. He wanted me to try it and tell him what I thought. And uh, when I went to pick it up, he hadn't seen me in weeks and said I look thinner. So that was nice. And, uh, and that's it. Oh, I also started kettlebells. So it's funny. So I bought this adjustable kettlebell. It, it, you can like take weights in and out the middle of it and change its weight. I looked at so many adjustable kettlebells that I thought its minimum weight was 16 pounds. And I knew that Taylor had started with 25. This 16 pound weight had me sore and tired. And I'm like, fuck, like that 16 pounds is like a girl's weight. Like this really sucks. Like I, Taylor's stronger than me. That's just, that's just what, what the deal is. But I didn't realize even like the gap was that turns out the minimum weight on the kettlebell I actually bought was 24 pounds. So I was only one pound lighter than Taylor started with. And, uh, and for the first week, I intend to do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. But I did Tuesday, Thursday for the first week because I'm 44 and that's really fucking old. And you don't, <laughs> so, so you ease into it a little slower. So next week, I'll go Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then after that, we'll see where we are if we want to change the weight. So. I thought at, at that age, my, my good friend is that age, he works out a lot, and mm -hmm. I never hear about his gains, I only hear about his injuries. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And they don't and heal, I, they just get cumulative, right? It's like, ah, sure. oh, now my knee and my ankle hurt, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> like, I was doing bench, and I, you know, I fucked up my shoulder, and the other shoulder, you know, it's doing okay, and I'm like, oh, I never ask him how much he lifted, because I, I, I'm just glad that he was there doing it, and I, and I feel myself <laughs> easing into that lifestyle, like, I don't... I don't, because I'm uh, uh, ashamed of myself uh, for my fitness update. Um, oh, I've been you. drinking a lot and uh, barely <laughs> working out because, like, now it's just the sh now the shoulder has passed from like this is just this is a, a problem that I this is going to go away to no this is your new life. Your new life is that is like now the the, the that that one's not growing back, buddy. That one's going to be like this forever, and you have to kind of adjust. Now I'm just going to be doing bicycle kicks at the gym. <laughs> you talked about a shame to yourself. Like, all my new – like, I hit 211 today, right? 211 is the least I've weighed. Yeah. And like, but that is a number that I should be embarrassed by and would have been just like two years ago. Two years ago, yeah. I, I yeah, flip off too. my scale. That's a thing I do. I hop on the scale, and I'm like, fuck you, right? The number that I'm excited about, I would have totally flipped off not long ago. So this is not a victory yet. It's just you can't weigh 190 without weighing 211 on the way. 
I said I was, I was doing good. No, no, go, go ahead. ahead I was proud of myself at the gym today because I didn't do the cable cross exercise because I knew that it would fuck up my shoulder more. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sitting there going, God, but I just really want to get a pump in. Like, no, 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 just leave. <laughs> You've done your nothing's in pain right now. It doesn't matter that the manager knows you were only here for like a half hour. <laughs> they don't talk about that when you leave. It's okay. Just leave. So I got in my car. You know what? You did a You did a good job. You didn't push it too hard. And it's so like it's so opposite of everything else in my life leading up to this moment. Like it's always been like, <laughs> yeah, boom, go. What up? Everybody that's 350, baby. Yeah. Now it's just like. Okay, so now I feel like working out is like a book club for me. Like I'm done and I just say, okay, good job. Good job. We did it. And I don't really, I don't know if we achieved anything, but we were here doing it and I'm very proud of this. So let's, oh. time to drive home. Deep, 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 deep. That, oh, we all God. at least pretended to read a book. Yeah, that, I, I always feel so guilty when I leave anywhere where there's activity, like a YMCA or a gym or anything. And the guy who was working at the counter when you got there is still there as yeah. you're leaving and it's only been yeah. like 31 minutes or something and you have to be like i'm actually just going out to check my car like i'll <laughs> i'll be back like any minute like uh, unless something comes man. up i'm a very busy man something could come up ostensibly <laughs> on the way there so i may yeah. not be back you know what actually just uh, just punch me out just, just trying to make something up i don't know if this weight's a regulation eh? it said i was lifting <laughs> 200 but it didn't fit. felt light i'm going home to my weights they're real these, these things are all in kilos there's no pounds on <laughs> Uh, I was here uh, earlier doing... today. I don't know if you didn't. You weren't here. You didn't see me here, but I already worked out <laughs> once today. <laughs> I do an A B C schedule actually. So are yeah. you here at eight? Are you here at eight? Yeah. So A B C as far as you know. Right. And uh, <laughs> I I thought that I was doing good with eating. And I remember last night something snuck through. I ate a bag, not a family size bag, uh, just a regular, not a, not a, not a single serving bag either. Let's be honest. Mm -hmm. The 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 full size that should keep a family okay of pretzels for like four or five days. And I ate the, the whole thing last night and I, I've been doing so fucking good up until that you point. Know. I haven't had cheese its in forever. And I yelled at myself. I, I did some serious self shaming this morning before I went in and like, I really pretzels? got deep. like after you eat I a bunch of, I, love, I really bad. like pretzels. I, I feel like waterway, so I was able to get a girthier grab and like really <laughs> bend over and like say like, what the fuck do you think? What the fuck? Like, I, and I could tell that I was truly ashamed because I wasn't making eye contact with myself in the mirror for the first part of it, where I was like, was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like a dog. Oh, you're, just, oh you're, just, you're just selling it down the river, aren't you? Oh, you've worked out you know, seven weeks straight, never miss out. You're going to be the fat idiot who doesn't succeed because he has to have pretzels. Fat idiot has to have pretzels, doesn't he? And I had to like force myself to look myself in the eye. And, and you I, know, that's a hard look. I have a diet. So I've been disciplined on my diet. I've been very good. I, I do get one cheat meal a week. I haven't taken it yet this week. I'm saving it for my camping trip. But um, I thought I was doing keto. Like that was what was in my head. I didn't know anything about keto. So I just read like the frequently asked questions and was like, all right, well, this is the way we're headed. And uh, it turns out that some of the things I've been eating, tomatoes in particular, are not keto approved. Uh, they, they have sugar in them, and keto is like really anti-sugar. And uh, I, so what I've been doing is some sort of cross between keto and just eating clean. And uh, I don't- Tomatoes? Yeah, the, tomatoes are- bananas? Tomatoes, uh, according to this webpage I read, are barely acceptable. Like that's not where you, you're supposed to be. So, uh, so I don't know if I'll go to- I think I might just keep doing what I'm doing and kind of eat clean instead of like, because they're, I, I looked into keto more, and it's like I'm supposed to be eating more from fat. And the theory is that your body gets burning fat, and it just starts 
shitting and peeing and getting rid of fat, you know, head over heels. I, uh, I don't know if I buy into that or not. I, it seems to be working for a lot of people, but if I just keep losing a pound or two a week, it, doing keep what doing I'm doing. doing that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, well, and it's I'm, like, ev- and it's every not just, time I s- it's not muscle, right? I'm lifting. I'm exercising. Please go. Please go. I'll stop. Every time I see one of these, like, well, this is the optimal way to lose weight. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, the way to have, like, your perfect specimen of body is just to starve constantly and then run for 20 miles a day until the thing that you're hunting collapses dead from exhaustion. So, like, what, this weird alchemy, you guys are just guessing this. Like I yeah, know, I, do you think if that if that tribesman who was running, you know, ten thousand years ago, the antelope, do you think that if there was a box of Cheez-Its sitting there in the savanna, he would have like would, just kept running? He'd be like, we do not eat this. We continue until we get the antelope, and then we bring yeah. it back to dinner. No cob in this tribe, as long as I am in charge. It's like, no, of course, if there were tomatoes and Cheez-Its, they would have they wouldn't have bothered chasing the fucking antelope. They would have got diabetes, but. I, I feel like so what we're doing, Dick, is is we're like we're hoping our listeners or at least the ones that would benefit from it are jumping on and exercising and eating right with us. And I feel like because I'm a host on the show that I should be like leading, like losing more than other. Turns out being a host, not a superpower. It doesn't make you lose fat. (laughs) It doesn't it doesn't help at all in this exercise other than being really accountable to a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> I I keep hearing like story after story from our uh, listeners. I played with a guy last night on uh, Battlegrounds who lost 35 pounds and there's been multiple guys who oh, lost 35 So that's more than 9. 55. Oh yeah. God. Like lots yeah. of stuff like that. If you go on um, the PKA Reddit, there's a ton of people who were talking about weight loss and success. So there uh, you go, Woody. you can take you just take credit for that. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but right? one of those guys could have been like 800 pounds probably. I, you don't know. 30 pounds nothing to them. You'd be surprised. <laughs> You'd still hard. I don't. I, yeah. I would be surprised if they lost. Well, I don't know. I don't really know how this works. Oh my gosh! And I've said this so many times that like nutrition and fitness advice has changed so much over my four and a half decades that whatever's current just feels like bullshit that's soon to be debunked as well. This this keto thing, like oh yeah, you want most you can eat bacon and red meat all the time, and your body will just. Sp- Pour out fat because it has more fat than it knows what to do with, and I'm like, I, I guess, like, I this uh, everything else has been horseshit up to now. I guess this will be horseshit in 2025. But. It's just like a rebranded <clears throat> and slightly critique or slightly changed, like in the early 2000s, like Atkins was uh-huh. enormous, yeah. and, and then, then paleo. They would, and they were like, how how are people losing weight on Atkins? Like they're still eating until they're full. It's well, I don't know, idiot. It's because they're cutting out a third of the things that are available to eat. They're not eating carbs, so of course they're gonna lose weight. Like then South Beach came along, same fucking thing, just a slightly different tweak of how much you're supposed to be eating, but still no carbs. And then Paleo came around, that, and then ketogenic the, came around. It's all just little twists on the same low carb thing. Stupid juice diets. <laughs> oh, the, the juice like diets a cayenne are the worst. pepper. Um, well, there's like companies that sell like a juice that you like have to like buy and sign up for, and you're like, yeah, just drink our juice and you'll be fine. Like, like all of that shit. It, it's oh, 100% food. The sponsor we had that dropped us because we made fun of them too bad. <laughs> all right, I made fun of them too bad. <laughs> Me. <laughs> it was a stupid product. Yeah. People though have apparently that's good stuff and not good tasting stuff. That's different. But apparently that's a good product that people are having success with. Like I read about it independently later. Later on, and I'm not just saying that because they want sponsored us and dropped us for making fun of him. <laughs> My wife, 
<laughs> Bill, like, so she got the chocolate, and then she like sliced up cher- strawberries and put it in there, and like along the ridge of the glass. And I couldn't choke that shit down. <laughs> it was, it was. I don't know how to. Do, how is something liquidy taste so powdery? It's it, like a milkshake that hasn't grown up yet, or something. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think it's because they don't put like the emulsifiers that that you might find in a normal powdered. Mm-hmm. Tap water kind of thing that help it like dissolve and like become a homogenous thing. They're all super natural and like no additives and stuff. So you're just mixing some sort of powdered food in with water, and it just doesn't happen. It, it always tasted bad. And yeah. the worst part, like like the ones that I had, or at least one of them that I had, had these big seeds in there, like yeah, like chia seeds. Se- chia seeds. <laughs> I don't that, know that what they are for sure. I don't either. I've never seen a chicha. Is that is that from real chihuahuas? Chia. <laughs> is that what those are? I feel that's what they taste like. It feels like I'm eating the seeds that make a chia uh, pet grow. Probably they were awful, and they don't dissolve, of course, because it's a big fuck seed that you could pick that's, out of like oh, way. When Would you, you drink, drink it, it, like the you know like. If you drink chocolate milk, the last gulp of chocolate milk is all the syrup and stuff. Like, it's the best gulp. Well, it's quite the opposite with, with 100% food. The last gulp is like <laughs> seeds and powder that didn't dissolve. You really got to work that one. Uh, yeah. You can replant the last gulp and grow a new shape. They got rid of our reviews. You remember how they used to have reviews up there? Of, uh, I, I think I said, they had me quoted wow. on there and said, this shit tastes like quick creep and, uh, <laughs> and they took it down i guess it wasn't helping sell <laughs> uh, it's not the not, not what they were looking for they huh? gave me this so shit. many like because back in the day i used to get like most of the swag for the group and i had like 144 bottles of this stuff now that i think about it i could have made like a patio if i wanted to but i didn't think of it government to fix potholes anymore just take it on your on your, on your own volition yeah oh. damn it 100 food smooths that's nice yeah. <laughs> all the seeds float here. to the bottom and the top is smooth it's great uh, Woody, if you feel like you're not living up to your host uh, responsibility for losing, you got to pick pick your trademark muscle group. Mm. Instead of trying to beat everybody number wise, you've got to be like the traps guy <laughs> or the, the tricep guy, the calf guys, <laughs> or the, the calf guy. I, like I'm the I'm the curls guy. Are I just you? Want to do curls? Yeah, all day. I'll, that's the only one I'll do. I don't care what's going on. I can just I can do curls forever. I'll, it will take a, it'll take a threat of arrest for me to do a leg day one time. But <laughs> curls I will always do. I haven't, need to focus. I haven't told this story in like five years. But, but here's where it came from. At the time, I was in like three ice hockey leagues. And uh, I just have big calves like I always have. My father's are way better than mine. But I've got like unusually strong calves. And um, I'm a computer programmer. And this Indian guy comes up and he sits next to me. He works in quality assurance. So I assume he found a bug and he wants me to either fix it or delegate it to, to someone that works for me. And uh, um, he sits down and he's not talking about work at all. He just says, your calves are amazing. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Like, what is it? He's like, your calves. And I wore shorts to work because I was like computer programmer privilege. <laughs> and, uh, and he's like, sometimes like if you walk in late to a, a meeting or something, I just watch your calves as you take your seat. <laughs> and then he wants advice. He's like, how did you get those calves? And I'm like, I don't know. I just, I like, I, 
I walk places, play hockey, <laughs> and uh, there is no like real wrap up to this story. Like the conversation didn't oh. end cleanly. He was just like, yeah, yeah, those calves, and and and. Like th- th- that's where it cuts, and and since then my calves have like if I live stream playing video games, the chat will be like, show the calves, show the calves, and I do. <laughs> I stand on the table, show the calves, and uh, yeah. Still, you still got them. Eh. I want to see them now. Let me see know? what I can do. <laughs> I want to see the calves now. Test this table. In my country, we have we have legend of calves the size <laughs> of yours. The sacred sacred cow is a calf is very important. <laughs> Oh, don't you fall. <laughs> oh, the fucking camera is just... Hold on. I'm going to lower both these. <laughs> Always with the cargo shorts oh, ready for yeah, battle. Oh, yeah, I see. Those are powerful calves. Yeah, they're... Those are caper toss calves, man. They're very... Oh, the... <laughs> you got the ass... You got the ass in the calf. <laughs> where, the... where it cuts up into an ass calf. I could only dream of having that. <laughs> they used to Dude, be better. You got that, like, that calf cleavage. That people yeah. get where like the muscle is so big, it's like, well, we can't stay here. Let's just kind of make a heart. You know? <laughs> keep packing muscle into this little space. Yeah. So that maybe that's what you do. Just keep. My father's those calves. calves are way better than mine. Like I, I was walking behind him at Disney World <laughs> once, and every fucking step. Wait, wait, how old were you? Were you a kid or were you like an adult? <laughs> like thirty-five. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting here looking at his calves, and every step they like unflex and reflex. So they're just like. Right, like every like, and I'm just like, oh my god, like these are unnaturally strong calves, and like, I like people like my calves, but they are a diluted version. Like I've got mom mixed in there. If I had my dad's calves, <laughs> they would be unbeatable. Did you ever get resentful about your mom's shitty calves? <laughs> <laughs> Like, God, Mom, look what could have been, you fat sow. Like, <laughs> taking a little bit of confidence. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it just, she's a normal person. Looking at his calves, like, he give, like you look up and he's giving you that look over his sunglasses. Like, take a look, take a look. Why don't you take a picture, son? <laughs> his calves go all the way up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that that's where that's my muscle group. There now. Yeah, there. man, post your calf gains. Just only do calf work every time you go in. Oh, but one other issue, like you, you might feel the same thing sometimes. But like you're on the internet, you do something that is good, right? Not great, but like, hey, look, I'm good at this. There's always a million people out there better than you. Like if I start <laughs> tweeting my calves, I'm gonna get pictures back from people who are really extraordinary who make my game look weak but uh yeah anyway that's my muscle group that's true when you get to like a critical mass of any size listenership or you know base or whatever no matter what you are working towards there's someone out there who is way fucking better at it yeah. than you to the point that even when we post this fitness stuff Someone in our Reddit will be like, hey, been a fan of the show for a while. Here are my stats. I'm 26. I'm 6'4". I decided to join in your fitness thing, you fat idiots. I, I went from 186 to 196. Shredded. Like, oh, God damn it. Like, yeah. I'll never even come close to that. And he's just, you know, it took him two months. I don't know. Like, and his calves look like the size of a, like a Thanksgiving turkey. Two watermelons. Yeah. It looks like he has a cramp, but he doesn't. He's just that muscle. <laughs> Kyle, you missed it. Uh, Dick wanted to see the cast. I got up in the chair, spun around. It was quite the show. Oh, 
It was to be honest, I, I had a strong feeling that was coming, so <laughs> I, I, picked my, I picked my spot carefully. Uh, well, you, you missed out on something <laughs> special there. I, I was proud of myself today. For it, it, It's mixed. I really go back and forth on the – because I lost – today was the day, actually, I broke two pounds this week instead of just one. And uh, I alternate from being happy about that to not being satisfied yet. So mm. that's where I am. Uh, just stay the straight and narrow, man. Like, uh, who's that? Who's that motivate? Tony Robbins, like he would say to do, or is, is he that what he says? Is he? The <laughs> Have you ever seen him clap? Have you ever seen Tony Robbins clap? No, what's he no. do? It's like this. It's like this fully open, like fingers extending backwards. <laughs> weird. Like, it's like an alien wearing an Edgar suit that watched someone clap and is trying to recreate it without practicing. <laughs> That's how Tony Robbins. Cla- like for a mo- for a guy whose entire life is dependent on motivation, he has not mastered the critical tool, which is applause. You know what I Watching- think he's not good at? He's not good at cursing. Like he has this new thing in his head, like the power of profanity, and and he talks to people and he throws in like f bombs and says shit and fuck and whatever and. But the, there's a couple of things. One, he is not natural at it, right? I also listened to this guy, Gary V. Gary Vanderchuk. Some of you might know him. He's a Jets fan from Jersey, I think, and, and uh, very good at cursing. It just rolls off the tongue like an art form. Tony Robbins, fish out of water with these bad words. I can yeah. tell. I think that's the point. I, I, think, I, I, I haven't heard his speech, but I bet he's saying something like, when you curse, it, it's, it's tension grabbing. Like mm-hmm. The fact that he's so bad at it uh, amplifies that. Uh, I, that is that working. is that is much like the Trump 3D chess theory. I think you were just seeing things that aren't there, right? This man is playing hungry, hungry hippos. And yet, both people that I've suggested, one of them is the leader of the free world, and the other one's worth half a billion dollars. Uh, okay, it's strong clearly they just fell ass backwards into all this guy, playing one D shoots and ladders. That's obviously what happened. You know, they, they don't have any marketable spell, oh. of course. Uh, I thought that Dick was exaggerating with this clap thing, but I looked it up and it really is like he like I just linked it here. He has no idea what the fuck he's doing. It's like, it's like he's trying to kill an invisible insect. He just fucking missed it again. Superman has sex because he's so powerful. It's like I, I don't know what to I have to control every single moment of this clap. <laughs> or else I'll break my own. Or else everything in the room will be destroyed from a sonic boom. You know, uh, his clapping is show. weak, but if you go a little longer, like 10 seconds, his jazz hands game is money. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you gotta be. Who does jazz hands alone? <laughs> <laughs> That's, I thought that was a group activity. Right? No? No, I, I, I thought it was jazz games. Jazz. Kyle, I'm, I'm you disappointed to know that. Uh, that he awesome. he's an awkward cursor because mm, that's like it's like when you get it's like when you get when you're a kid and you get your friend's mom like the classy one to to curse like oh you sons of bitches like that that one time she would do it and you're like oh yeah we really riled her up <laughs> like i don't want to think of her when i think of tony robbins that's mm. the when she curses that's when you log away nine years later this is the mom yeah. i go to when we want to drink somewhere you know that's <laughs> she will be down with it yeah so, <laughs> so uh new topic yeah, yeah sure all right so i got a guy here he didn't get away with it but it, it, so i went to night school for 12 or 13 years something like that and um i had a dream of hacking my grades i worked with a guy and i, I worked in it 
And he, see, he billed himself as this like elite computer hacker. And I thought to myself, like, man, if he could just play war games, you know, that old movie with uh, Matthew Broderick. Thank you. Uh, and, and, and like give me good grades. That would be worth so much to me. But this guy hacked into his computer, into University of Central Florida's computer and changed his F to a B. And he got caught. I bet he wishes he could just take the F. I bet it's not as easy <clears throat> as it was back in school where you just... like to just shape that f into a b like yeah miss jones a little clumsy this week (laughs) i had a friend his parents were divorced right so his mom i guess she got the real report card but his father got a copy of the report card and his father was like the hard ass on this thing so after his mom saw the no he took a photocopy of that report card and then he cut it out so he, had, he took like a B from his better class and put it on top of a C or he'd like take an A and put it on top of a C and, and change like his bad grades into better ones by using like the same font because it was from a different part on the paper. And then he photocopied it and he couldn't really tell and he presented that to his father and his father was very happy with the grades that his kid was pulling in school when in reality he, could, uh, he was just a cheater. They didn't uh, safeguard the the forms they used for report cards and midterms and stuff very well. So I had a bunch of those, and uh, I would occasionally fill one of those out for someone. Really? Yeah, so just give them a new report card. A whole new report card. Yeah, because you took you had a thing that you took from teacher to teacher, and each teacher would then fill this thing in with like what you'd done for her, and uh. you'd take that home. So I just got that was your forms. report card. They just hand filled it out, and then you brought it home. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there was like somewhere there were there were records to, to back that up. But the thing that you took home to your parents was this report. It was, you know, did they have record. notes in yours? Oh, yeah. It would yeah. say like uh, Taylor is not double underlying paying attention in <laughs> class. He <laughs> distracting others. Hard. Yeah. Distracting others, throwing items often like little things that they throw big hissy fits about in school. I didn't. Yeah. Oh, did, I you, hated that. did you have money from my too? purse? We had, we had OSNU for Outstanding, Satisfactory, and Unsatisfactory yeah. Conduct. And I used to pull a couple U's every quarter. I would just be like, really? I'm that big of a dick that the teachers, like... I think if you got bad grades, they're more inclined to give you bad conduct along with it. Yeah, they were vindictive fucks. Mm. Those, those 22-year-old girls teaching children. <laughs> no shit. We had those, and I think, for some reason, those stupid citizenship grades were more important to my mom than I think the actual grades. Really? Like if I brought home a, a not like what, what I forget what it was like. Uns- it was satisfactory, unsatisfactory. It was satisfactory needs improvement or unsatisfactory. If I brought home anything in the not a perfect gentleman category, I would hear hell. I bet you did it. from and time to time. From time to time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I think it was just the teacher giving you a, sh- a, sh- a shitty arbitrary grade just to fuck with you. Like, if they couldn't nail you on the grades because mm. they had to hold everybody to a standard, they were just like, eh, I'm going to give you, I'm going to fuck up your day with a U here. How do you like that? To take that? <laughs> <laughs> uh. I bet that does happen a lot more with new teachers than you would think. Because as like a six-year-old in those classes, you see that 21, 22-year-old chick teaching you, and she may as well be 50 because you have no perspective. But looking around now, like when I would see, like I see people obviously like five, six years younger than me now becoming teachers. And it's like you, like you don't know how to pay taxes yet. And you're going to (laughs) go 
teach these children? And, and like, I'm also convinced that the only reason that I got any behavioral problems is because I was acting like a normal five-year-old boy. Like, any... It was like right when ADD was getting huge when I was about that age in the mid mid nineties. Where it was like fidget the teacher like that your first day. thing, yeah, yeah, like uh, Ritalin was like big. Where they're like, hey, you know, Taylor's acting a little bit rambunctious and he has a lot of energy and he's not sitting down and reading this book about two friendly frogs with with all the girls doing it. And my mom was like, well, he's fucking five, so yeah, <laughs> uh, we're not we're not putting him on uh, amphetamine. Yeah, Taylor likes smashing frogs with bricks in his spare time, so yeah. that probably didn't interest him very much. No, no, probably not at all. But that, uh, I'm so glad I never got put on that shit. I know people to this day, I'm sure all of you do, who got put on, maybe because you're all a little bit older than me, you didn't come up with the ADD medication as much. But it's no. a real thing that that shit impedes your actual growth. Like, it was noticeable by the time you got into high school. The kids that were on ADD medication throughout middle school and everything, of course, they're not eating as much. They got no appetite. They're glazed over all the time. All of them. You know, with few exceptions, we're shorter than just the people who That's weren't on the medications. I'm it. fucking convinced I'm that not, it has something to do with it. I don't need any more height. It's not going to impact my height. I'm already at my f- – no one no one grows after 44. So, <laughs> But if it ruined my appetite and just shrunk Michael me, Scott. That would be – It's not no. fun, oh, though. You should 100% get on Adderall. It will make you more – it. Uh, I always say this on the show, but it turns you into James Bond. It is the ultimate strip club drug. Adderall. You Strip take it. You are more focused and more cool than you've ever felt. And it's like it removes all the jitters from your entire body and just slows down time for everything that you have to say and do. It's for a recreational drug. I noticed uh, it's the only I, one that helps you. I, I, I'm so glad you brought up Adderall because because I've been playing this, uh, this. This is related. I promise it's, it all comes full circle. I've been playing this PC shooter video game. And a hundred people drop into an island and you play until there's only one left. It's like uh, Hunger Games. And if you're one of the last five remaining, it's really intense. My hands shake. And I think that's a common thing from like l- watching YouTube videos. Everybody's hands just start shaking and your heart starts racing. And I, wa- I was just having a real tough time with that because it was happening so much. I took Adderall two days ago and played. My hands didn't shake. Yeah. My hands didn't shake. It definitely helped. Secret weapon. Yep. Just mortgage little bits of your kidneys for those non-shaking hands <laughs> so you can be better at your, your video game so that, that pans out. My kidneys uh, are racing my liver <laughs> at this point. I got a death pool for which organ's going to shut down first. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've never had that fun experience on Adderall. Like the, I've never been prescribed it, but in college, if it was like, hey, you know, we got, we got a big test. We're going to study all night. Do you want to take one of these? Like, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll give it a go. Like the whole time, like I would just find myself like, like the way they depict blacking out in TV shows where the eyelids close and then open and you're somewhere else. And yeah. I would always be doing something very productive, but it wouldn't be it wouldn't be studying. Like my my apartment, it was spotless, Not spotless. <laughs> like like wow, if someone comes in here and like you know, wow, th- there's no dust anywhere. Spotless is in like what the uh, Dexter would have left it like after a murder. Yeah, like that level of fucking spotless from it. Like it. I don't know. Maybe it's not for everyone, but it, it made me so fucking wired, so hands sweaty. I couldn't like. I just had to be fucking moving my hands. It and makes doing you want to clean. 
it makes me want to just be moving and doing something. Yeah. Like I just, I in, couldn't sit down and stop. Like point, even when I was studying, I'd like pick up the book and start pacing around. Like I'm some fucking Baroque intellectual, you know, reading this shit. I, I don't even like, know that I, I want Adderall. Not, I just want to get the rest of my family on it. Right. Like if my wife and kids like just had to fold socks and shit, like that oh. would be ideal for me. Dude, we can do this. Look, <laughs> crack some Adderall into your wife's coffee. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. I got a couple thousand milligrams upstairs. We just grind this up. Make a uh-huh. big picture of lemonade and and, and you know get the house clean. Yeah, if I'm like Colin, what are you doing? He's like, ah, oh, folding laundry. I just can't help myself. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> Colin will be folding that laundry like he's been working at Hollister for six years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this sounds great. <laughs> oh, that's actually uh, give that a go and report back. <laughs> report back. Let <laughs> you know yeah. how that goes. I bet uh, it would go well. Do you want a new topic? Oh. There's another drug topic, kind of. Oh, um, I, I love talking about drugs. Yeah. As long as it's the fun ones. It is a fun one. So this guy has Parkinson's disease. The video, can you see the video? It's Facebook, but I think it's wide open. Yeah, I've seen it. Okay. So, um, so this guy is gonna, with Parkinson's disease is going to try cannabis for the first time. Are you guys ready to play? Oh, Dick, what we do is we queue up at zero. I know it auto plays. And then three, two, one, press play. Cool. Ready? Three, two, one, play. All right, for you audio guys, there's a guy with Parkinson's disease. He's probably 60, 50, I don't know. And um, he's got it bad. Like, it, Oh, I thought he was, I thought the music that we're hearing, that he could hear it too. And he was just, he was just jamming out. <laughs> he was jamming out. <laughs> yeah. He looks so the, like a professional harmonica player in a lot of these clips. They give him some sort of cannabis, like, drop to take he puts it under his tongue a tincture and then he's fine yeah hands aren't shaky and after one drop of this stuff his condition relaxes he can talk and he's got the munchies i guess um can you believe that that's, How that's much where that I was, helped that dude. So that's where I was coming from on this. So people don't know I'm not a pot guy. Um, but my mind is open to this sort of thing. Do you buy that it might have done that? Or yeah. Can yeah, I definitely. ask, are you not a pot guy or are you against pot? Like, do you think it should be, it should be illegal? The first or are you just one. Not I think it should it? be legal. It's just not for me. Okay. Um, so you see that and you don't say like, because I look at it and I'm like, that is either an absolute miracle or a little bit of bullshit. So do you think that he doesn't have Parkinson's to the degree that he's exhibiting, exhibiting in the early part of the video? So I don't know. I'm not a Parkinson's expert, but I understand Tourette's. Then I'll I, field this. And, <laughs> and I understand that like, you can kind of like, hold it back. You know, Eventually it becomes a compulsion that you can't resist anymore, and you go to the elevator and you freak the fuck out. But Wait, but Parkinson's isn't... It's, I don't. No, Parkinson's think, is a neurodegenerative disorder, so it just means that you no longer have full control of your body. Yeah, it's and just firing, like, and you don't you want it no, to. Your voice is shaky, and like you can't. You're still there, like, and you want to be able to communicate correctly. You just don't have the capacity to communicate. Like your brain just misfiring. And I, so I think it was probably pretty spot on what they showed. Do you do? Which, it should so be I, enough evidence, I think, to legalize this shit. I sent I sent this video to my dad because my my you know aunt, this video. Uh, yeah, my uh-huh. aunt has really bad Parkinson's. Like, can't walk some days. Um, she's got a she's got a brain implant that they they stick a bunch of electrodes in your brain, uh-huh. and then they 
they have a control panel because they don't you know they don't they they don't know what's happening in your brain so they just put them in there and then they test out which impulses will will uh, slow down your Parkinson's and then then you just hit that button and after a while that button will stop working because it'll get too bad uh, I sent that to him and the response I got back from them was that that guy happened to respond to it mm-hmm. and that it wasn't so far advanced that like at some point at some point the, at some point the Parkinson's gets so bad that you just you can't pull it back with like the your brain's uh, permanently degraded to a point where you cannot pull it back with with uh, something that you know there's a snap of the fingers like uh, a tincture of, of yeah. pot I see those uh, the the children with the seizures I, I there was a study today that backed up that uh, that cannabinoid does treat those seizures like like there was a I'm sure no one's looking into it though I mean I'll say that like it's it, they're cutting open people's heads sticking wires in and I've never and I've seen a lot of studies on that but I haven't seen any studies on well we just got a bunch of people high and kind of looked at what happened let's start there yeah none of those they they need at least a couple of those like it's it's gonna be like it's legal in California now right like recreationally or is it not I don't think it it was passed though right I I don't know where it is today I thought they was passed in Nevada I don't know if it was passed in California I don't know. Well, it's not going to pass in fucking Missouri for a hot second. So I just have to hope that eventually that Illinois gets it done quick and then they'll have to legalize it or it'll just be a shit show on the St. Louis border. So maybe that'll work out. I just I don't know. It's going to be an avalanche eventually where just everybody has to give in and do it because they're going to lose out on too much revenue. Like think of how much fucking money Colorado is making from adjacent states from uh, Kyle and I went on a trip to Colorado earlier this year, went to some dispensaries and and spent money. And obviously it's like a tourist thing now. Like it's it's insane. They made more from pot, I think, than alcohol this year, which it's bananas. For the record, I I was on target. It it passed a legalized in California. I think it was in the same election that Trump won. Like they that was when it passed. Two wins. (laughs) (laughs) Two wins. Is it? Are you it's, a pot guy, Dick? Or uh, it's well, I'm a, a personal liberty guy. So <laughs> by all God, pot, whatever, whatever. I want to be doing all the drugs at the same time at all times. That's the cure for what <laughs> ails me, which is life. So yes, I'm definitely. I don't personally. Uh, I don't like smoking pot just because it makes me very lazy and hungry, and I just sit on the couch being too tired to get up to go into the pantry to get the gallon-sized box of goldfish and then sit on the couch and pour them into my mouth. Um, specifically to this video, I feel like there's a, a whole school of, of, of dark arts sciences that I wish were being researched more, like POTS effect on the body, uh, stem cell stuff, like all the... All of the, all of the un the here so far unresearched spheres of medicine that seem like they could fix an awful lot. I wish yeah. they were looking at. Stem cells cannot ever be as impressive as they are in my current layman understanding of what they do. Where like in my head I have stem cells it's like yeah you just like fucking lose a finger just stick it in a vat of stem cells and boop, you got a new one oh goddamn that sucks a little bit of cancer well we don't need that rib and piece of your lung anyway we got fucking stem cells shove it in like 
yeah. and eventually they'll be able one, to do that. Is it Grinder or Stater or something like that where they rewire your like gene sequence and fix stuff that way? Like that, that's a cancer cure and a cure for multiple sclerosis, I think, as well. Um, hey, wait, they, they do what? They rewire your yeah, they, grinder. They, like, it's is where it gay men meet. <laughs> I was gonna do grinder was the first one that popped into my head. Out of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a high price to pay, but you know, <laughs> what are you willing to do to cure your cancer? Uh, Get fucked in the ass, die. I, fr- I was just reading about it yesterday, and, and, and basically, like you know, you've, you've got these things about you that they, they say they can cure autism with it that are just you know like genetically incorrect, and then they can just rewire your. I'm way out of my depth here, but pretty impressive they'll be able to fix existing people make them that's better. pretty cool and, and then I you wonder like, like what can you go to the next step like can you reverse aging can you reverse like other defects i'm gonna be so like? upset if i'm like 76 and we're still getting this shit of like we're getting close like trust us this <laughs> time like we're really getting close to like in the average age 112 like how much is that gonna suck you guys will are a little older than me, so I'll hopefully get a little more time. But like they're like that's gonna suck, you know. Especially you know Woody being you know fifty six years old, like <laughs> you, you know that it's it's winding down for you. Like mm. they, they gotta really start getting those those technologies. I was actually <laughs> thinking the other day. I'm like forty four. Like you can kid yourself and pretend that's not middle aged, but I'll be lucky to make eighty eight. Lucky. I don't have any grandparents that were eighty eight. I don't think. Um, Shit. That's 88 stuff above average by quite right? a bit, I think. I am past yeah. middle age. I am two-thirds age or whatever the fuck I am. You know, I was thinking about you know, I had a birthday recently where I'm like, yeah, I'm quarter quarter age. And I was like, well, not unless I plan on living to 105. And I was like, oh, shit. You're third not age. Not close. Yeah, third, I guess. <laughs> but like I'm saying, I got like 40-ish years for people to figure shit out. Mm. And at, at the very least, like, I'll get in on the early level of, like, Futurama head in a jar thing. <laughs> where the worst I, don't, I don't get a really good <laughs> robot, but I get like in. five of the emotions on this one. Do you want to upload your brain yet? Like, uh, I don't know. I'm 76. I think I'll wait for the next model. Are you sure? Yeah. Because we're not... We don't know when the next model's going to be. Uh, fine, put me in this janky ass. <laughs> Sorry, we haven't worked out the kinks yet with joy and contentment, but we've got <laughs> sadness and horniness down pat. So uh, yeah. enjoy yourself in this robot body with just okay. your brain. Well, I can get it. I can like upgrade when you, when you invent it. No, you can't. No. God damn it. <laughs> All right, and fine. Even, <laughs> even then, what I think about it is like, eventually you're just, you're just going to die, right? Because your brain is just going to completely decay and fall apart and you'll just forget who you are and that'll be it unless they put you in a computer in which case is that even you really i I would let them do it just in case worst case scenario i'm stuck in cyberspace in a horrible hellish torment for all eternity but uh, that can't be worse than nothingness right (laughs) probably (laughs) (laughs) might be worse sounds sounds worse uh maybe i don't know hope kyle comes back soon hope his fucking yeah yeah usually he's back quicker than this he's usually pretty on point with it so i had i had another question for dick about uh Mm. so i know where you started out with the whole dr phil and all that it was pretty obvious at least in retrospect with what we know now in 2017 and how satires on the internet has gone that you were playing a character now you're obviously way less of that dick masterson who's going out you know being boisterous like that and and ridiculous When do you, you know, feel like it kind of became just more, I'm just going to be me, and whatever you know, parts I'll, of Dick are I'll, me, so be it. 
I'll tell you what I what I think about that. Um, when it was when I first started doing Men Are Better Than Women, it was it was a very different time, and I think that now real life has turned my actual real personality into the into an extreme satire. Like I think now I like just being a regular guy is offensive now. Um, yeah, I don't know how. I don't know how to quantify that, but I think a lot of people also feel like that. Like just just questioning um, questioning a lot of the narratives that you see on television um, gets you branded gets you branded like a, a some kind of a blank a phobe. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I I don't know that there's it, it, I feel like it's there's no there's no uh, this isn't a country for old men, and if you're like over thirty year old. At this point, um, I, I haven't thought about it before, but when I look back at it, I see I, I see a lot. Of, I, it seems very easy looking back like 10 years. I see some some very clear like who is the, who we thought were the good guys and who were the bad, bad guys. But I look around now and it's like it's it's just it feels like chaos. Like it, it feels like you could say the wrong thing at any time. It feels like there's no tactics that are barred. Like it feels like you fuck up one time. You're they're going right after your job. And not only yours, but the people around you. Um, I mean, you know the drama surrounding a show. Like, my girlfriend is the target for a job lynch mob. Like, people are calling her. She's a school teacher. People are calling her school and trying to get her fired. It's like, give me a... Are, are you, this wasn't... This wasn't... I didn't think it would get to be this bad, but it is. And um, that's due to the Maddox kerfuffle, correct? It is, but it's also this... It's also this need to have a bad guy that people have. Like, it, it, there's... Uh, there, there needs to be this. There needs to be this evil that people are fighting at all times, and it, it happens to be. I think it happens to be this, this like oh, like like the debate came up. Is it okay to punch a Nazi? And I'm thinking, where the hell are their Nazis? Like, I, I, the, I I've heard about the KKK from from the. I, I haven't heard of any actual KKK people. Like, there was a joke on the Blues Brothers, for God's sake. But where is this I hate <laughs> Illinois Nazis. I hate Illinois Nazis, but every day when I watch the news, it's like, oh, these Nazis are... I'm like, where the hell are these Nazis you're talking about? Where do you, Why do you keep inventing this? You guys are perpetuating this idea of extreme fascism uh, to the point where I don't even know where this... Like, I don't even know if you're trying to be satirical anymore, but you've certainly... Uh, you've certainly done it more than I ever did uh, I wouldn't know to how to satirize it anymore because I don't know who I don't know who the I don't know who I would want to draw out anymore I don't know if that answers your question but it's it it's gotten very convoluted sense. to a point where I don't understand it anymore you I have forgot to go the Andy question Min. but I love that, the answer that, that, that's the only thing you could do now you'd have to go completely the opposite and 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 you'd have to uh, deride and and vilify everything that is a mankind that that, that that makes men men you'd have to make the the things that that most people are okay with the worst and i think that yeah. that might might double back and show them the hypocrisy that 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 they are that is a core part of their own like belief system but then you're banking world. on these people recognizing hypocrisy. they won't get it that's what's fun that's why you'll have male viewers even though you're shitting on men constantly because they you know the men are smart smarter than women that's what the first <laughs> book was about <laughs> That's true. These are yeah, facts. That, it, that, yeah. it used to be like when I when I started it, Doctor Phil was a clown. 
this was like this was rea- this the exposing reality TV was was all part of it, um, and there was a clear goal. But now it's just now it seems like it's all reality TV. Like th- it seems like the fucking news is reality TV. Like I watch the news and like these people are cartoons in a story that they're telling. This isn't news at all. And at no point do they even try to justify it as being news. Um, yeah, I I don't know, I don't know anymore. Maybe that's just maybe that's a result of no. Like, I know what you mean. Up. It's like they've yeah. people have already made up their mind on what extreme position they're going to have, and to rationalize that position, there has to be a big enemy, a big foe out there. For some people, that's a Nazi, and they just have to believe so hard that somewhere out there in Kentucky, there's a real Nazi. You know that that I'm fighting against because someone. Yeah, because if you, like, if you actually came to the realization of, yeah, there's no fucking Nazis, they'd have to be like, well, I'm being a little bit ridiculous, aren't I? I don't know about Goose Stepping. We did a little bird hunting last week, though. <laughs> <laughs> no Nazis in fucking Kentucky. And the, the, the thing is, there's no organized, the organized hate groups, it, like, like Westboro Baptist, like we were just talking about, it seems like they're just trolling us. Like, like whenever the, the news or anyone is perpetuating the idea that there is a big, bad of evil and that we need to be looking at. It's like, well, what are they, what are they trying to distract us from? I feel like we all... Yeah. They, they do yeah. the thing where they describe the KKK, for example, as a group of, like, the KKK coming to Charlotte. And it's like, you know, you, you're, you're supposed to envision pictures of people, like, picking up their children on the streets and running inside, boarding their windows. Oh, my God, the KKK is coming through. we got to be careful. And really, it's like 11 fucking losers marching through being berated by every sane-minded person around yeah. being like oh fuck you and they're like well watch we need to ensure the sustainment what's our saying again and it's like <laughs> well like like yeah there's a bunch of fucking idiots like bad examples of society like it's not a threat nobody takes them seriously yeah at all they're not in hiring positions typically <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true. You, you don't think there's a lot of sys admins in that group? <laughs> managers of sys admins. You can become attorney general. Yeah. <laughs> Senator. Uh, he's probably or, not a, not a no, white supremacist. Not a, not a white supremacist. No, he's just an asshole. <clears throat> you can I, be an asshole without being a racist or a white supremacist. That's what people need to understand. Is mm. like we should hate assholes there should be a big group of people who just hate assholes of all colors and creeds those are the cunts of the world the assholes they you, you pick and choose a whole, a whole group and demonize that whole group that doesn't work we need to maybe if we made the we need to hate wear like more a specifically star right? david like, like like what if there was some way that we could once we've identified an asshole if we could mark him in some way so that whenever he goes forward in life and people encounter him they don't take him seriously because they know Oh, you're an asshole. You were oh, a buying one of those letter uh, A. Yeah. <laughs> I want a picture of an asshole with him right here. You always get aware. Ah, the scarlet asshole. letter O. <laughs> just the, the... They're just like giving him a fidget spinner. <laughs> <laughs> so you always have to walk around with that they thing. They self-identify. I didn't understand what that was until I looked it up. Do you guys know what that is? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Explaining my... that to me like uh, maybe a month and a half ago, they were like, "Oh yeah, there are these spin- spinner fidget thing now," and everybody's spinning them. And I was like, "Oh okay." And I start looking into it more and more. And there are high end fidget spinners. Okay, like there's plenty of like ten <laughs> ten dollar pieces of garbage. They yeah. make these things of precious metals and shit that are hundreds of dollars. It's outrageous. It's just a silly thing. It's that's 
I, I don't want to deride all of you people out there who are sitting there right now spinning those fuckers in your dark little rooms, but come on, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I well, played with one for like 10 seconds, and it's still, I want it back. Like, I still think, <laughs> right now, I'm thinking about that fidget spinner I touch going like, man, I wish I fucking heard that thing to spin around just for like a second. Uh-huh. I know it's wrong. <laughs> I know it's wrong to think that, but I do. We had, I saw one. Like, so there it was in my house, in my living room. There's a fidget spinner. And I'm like, Jackie, who bought this like, fidget spinner <laughs> with obvious, like, detest in my voice? And then um, my daughter's boyfriend is like, oh, I bought it for Colin. I thought he might like it. You know you wish you had one, and I'm like, like totally backtracking, like, oh yeah, it's great. Sure do wish I had one too. Yeah. <laughs> and so we have a fidget spinner. It looks like a. It's like when Batman you like signal. make. Have you ever announced your dislike for a dish before you knew who made it on like a certain <laughs> Thanksgiving oh, or Christmas? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, that, those are like the words that you wish you could take back. Where it's like, remember to try the green bean casserole too, and it's like, all right, let me grab my fucking turkey and this and that and green beans, and you take a oh. Jesus, I don't Man, understand. These that. are bad green beans. It's, you know, your aunt Susie's right next to you, and it's the most uncomfortable thing of all time. No, see, I don't. I, I've done that, and I had no problem with it, and I and I, I fucking doubled down because people should know if there's a dish that they they're bringing every holiday and it tastes like shit. Yeah, double down. Like if it tastes poorly, <laughs> that's not a reflection on your character as a human being. It's not even necessarily a direct reflection on your cooking abilities. It's what like part hey, of her sense of self worth is a green bean casserole. Well, then we need to set some realistic levels for that, Woody. That is a sad life indeed. Because right now, she's thinking a whole lot of herself if, if, if she thinks these are good green beans. Because these aren't. They aren't. First of all, there are no, there's no such thing as a good green bean. All right? Just like a good Nazi or a bad There aren't any. They're just, they're just Nazis oh. and green beans, and that's it. I, 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 I'll tell you right away if your cooking is bad, and I'll tell you exactly why. Like, like if I if I know, right? Like I'm not some gourmand, but 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 if I if I taste it, I'm like, oh, oh, that's so salty, it's awful, it's inedible. Don't do that again. Like, you need to hear that shit. You you need to hear that shit. You need honesty in the kitchen the same way you need honesty in the bedroom, and for the same reasons. Yeah, but not with your aunt. You make a strong point. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> with your aunt. Sometimes hey, with your aunt. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. I have a hot aunt. That's uh, honesty is privilege. That's the definition of privilege. Just keep your honesty over there. (laughs) I'm supposed to eat your green beans. You're going to get some honesty. I'll be the first one to let you know your food tastes like shit, and there's something wrong with it. Because it's not a direct reflection on you. It's a direct reflection on what you're trying to feed me. And I'm not going to lie. I mean, I I guess I've got to be more brave in calling out shitty food made by family members on Thanksgiving. Like, see, like, your whole patent speech right here, Sounds great. Of like, you gotta, you're doing it for their own good. Americans love to eat. We love to eat Thanksgiving, you know, and we gotta be honest with each other. But no, it's just in real life, it would just end up with one like an elderly aunt crying and and everybody (laughs) resenting you for ruining Christmas. I mean, but not next Christmas. Right? No, actually, next Christmas, you'd get a lot of like little notes in your cards where it's like, P.S. Thank you so much for for bringing up those goddamn rancid green beans. Assuming Aunt Mabel makes it one more Christmas. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, the Christmas has got smaller and smaller. From when I was a kid, there were so many of us that that like we needed three tables, right? Like we brought a second big table in, and then there was the kitty table, right? This big fold-out plastic number, and and there's so many of us there. All these 
grannies and great grandmas and like nowadays like most of them people are dead there's like eight of us left it's so much nicer my christmas shopping list every year it's shorter every year it costs less to like take care of these people at this point i buy two gifts and i'm good kyle you you have like so little uh, adherence to uh traditional family norms traditional family uh days of celebration and whatnot i remember it was like it was either thanksgiving night or christmas night that I got a text from you like at 6.45, you know, right around dinner time on Christmas, being like, hey, you want to play Company of Heroes 2? <laughs> like, no, Kyle, I, I'm with my family. It's Christmas. And you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I just, you know, called my dad and told him I'm staying in and playing video games. <laughs> what a life. But <laughs> yeah, we don't do that shit. Yeah, we never really, like, like, it's just not a big deal. I don't get it. I don't get what we're celebrating. Like, like I, 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 I have family members that I the love and I of, cherish of it. No, I don't believe that that even fucking happened, probably. And if it did, he was just some con man or a wizard. I'm not sure which. I don't fucking care, either. It's 2,000 years ago. There were probably so many cooler guys than Jesus. He just had a good PR team. That's all. There did was, you celebrate there your was, birthday? No, not a bit. No, I just had it. May 9th was my birthday. I didn't do shit. I forgot it was celebrate? my birthday. I didn't know until the Happy next Happy belated day. birthday. Thank you. Yeah, I don't celebrate anything. Um, like I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Uh, Thanksgiving, you know, I'll cook a turkey because hey, that's the reason we, we cook turkey this time of year, and that's the only time of year that I fry a 18-pound bird in my backyard. It's just what we do. But the rest of the time, no, no traditions, no holidays, and we don't get to. What about anniversaries with girls? You celebrate those? No, absolutely not. Oh. I don't know when they come along. <laughs> Um, okay. No, I don't know when they come along. Um, if I get reminded, it's like, well, what's the fucking point? Like, I don't get oh, it. Oh, you'll get reminded. <laughs> <laughs> and and I have any that that any whole time, I'm like, any what stories? Any rough forget anniversary story? It goes to anyone out there. But I was figuring, since you have a hard and fast policy on this, this must have cropped up at some point in the past. No, I I I, I think that the girls that I've dated have all kind of like quickly gotten up to speed with like how I feel about that sort of thing, and that it has no bearing. The, whether or not I celebrate our anniversary or a holiday or B holiday has nothing to do with how I feel about you or that holiday or what that date means if we really boil it down. It's just that I think that it's silly to do. I don't get making this one day, having more revelry on Monday because 2,000 years ago something might have happened. And it didn't even happen around Christmas. We, that's, it's just a fucking pagan uh, like winter solstice holiday that we moved Christmas toward to, 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 to get more pagans to become Christians. Like, All right, Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough about... <laughs> You'll take the two weeks off, though, right? For God's sake, just shut up if they ask. Yes, take the two weeks off. Dick, where you are you know, on no, Christmas? I, uh, you celebrate? Like, what makes... Do you like Christmas? What makes it special? I love Christmas. Uh, it's, it's just entirely about family, though. You know? I'll celebrate the shit out of anniversaries, too. I want those blowjobs to keep flowing. Mm -hmm. I know how to celebrate the meaningless milestones to keep them happy. Uh, I got a big family, though. I'm a family guy. I got uh, my, my sisters got kids. My parents live close to me. So Christmas comes around, and it's like it's, it really feels like the one time of year to just recharge and pretend like the rest of the world does not exist. And it's just us in a cave. Together, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but um, that's what yeah, it's to me. That, I, I wish I could put it so well. The us in a cave thing is a big deal to me. And when I was a kid, I didn't really value family. When I was a kid, going to family yeah. events was something I had to endure and didn't want to be there. Uh, now that I've grown some, and yeah, I've lost some too, it makes you really value the ones that you've got. And uh, that's 
to me what Christmas is about. I don't Sometimes I feel the opposite, though. It's like, man, I, <laughs> I've lost a few of the ones I hate, but there's still a couple more family members <laughs> <laughs> hanging on by their fingernails. <laughs> Tony Coming in all fucking shaky and shit. Somebody's got to put a bib on them so they don't get potato casserole everywhere. She made a dish, but we know she didn't really make it. You know, somebody else made it in her stead. And like, yeah, they do that shit where they like put corn holders in their corn, knowing full well those little hands aren't going to pick up that corn and put it in their mouth. It's just the illusion that you're still eating the meal like the rest of us. Dad is going to put your cut your corn of cob in half, turn it on its end and slice all the corn off the cob for you so you can shakily shovel it into your decrepit old mouth like. Like, no, I never had any, like, like all my, great, my great-grandma was so fucking annoying. Like, I saw her once a year. She gave me a 20, and that was it. Like, I'm not even sure she knew my name. What a bitch. Like, like you know, my, and my <laughs> grandma from my dad's side, super annoying, too. Same thing, a 20 every year. Like, like just had no, like, didn't like that lady. Uh, all my aunts my and uncles My great-grandpa was a super sweet guy, but he got two and a half of his finger. He was a southern Missouri farmer, and he got half of his fucking left hand torn off in a thresher as fucking uh, 6% of the people down there have happened to them, apparently. <laughs> you know, go into any gas station, there's some dude with a missing finger, finger what? and a half. But, oh, God, that was disturbing as a kid. Do you remember the first time as a kid you saw someone with a, a, a malformation on their hand or, like, a, a, just any kind of, like, missing an arm? I still feel the same way I did like then. That? You do? Oh, I, just uh, immediately oh, yeah. disgust and anger? So I was yeah. about nine or ten years old, and um, I don't care if these fucking people hear that. Anyway, some people married into my family, and they had a brother who had a birth defect. Uh, his face was really messed up um, and, like, twisted and malformed. Kind of reminded me of that scaling that the little girl has on Game of Thrones. And his hands were just atrocious, and he had a lot of surgeries on his hands to try to fix this. And so, like, his fingers were, like, weird. Like, they were different lengths and, like, different compositions, different numbers on each hand. And, like, some toes in there. They were, not <laughs> a pair. they were not a matching pair of hands. He had two distinctly different malformed hands that were, one of them had, like, three fingers and they were real wide apart. And the other had, like, six fingers and they were too close together. It was just gross. And I'm a young kid, and this is just such a abhorrent thing to me such a turnoff and my mom's like yeah you gotta go hang out with him you guys are gonna play today you and him and you're gonna ride atvs and you're gonna go to their house and have a great time and i'm just like he's kind of a monster he grosses me out <laughs> and to and his very appearance frightens me a it little i'm not afraid me. of him the person but just what he is scares me a little I don't, and, and of course I didn't put it so eloquently. I was like, he's gross and he scares me. His hands freak me out. What if he touches me? <laughs> and she's just like, no, no, you're going to go hang out with this little fucking weird kid. And then it's just like, I just Poor remember guy. just the whole time, just, just hoping, hoping he wouldn't touch me or anything. He got this huge fat chick pregnant with two kids. And, now <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I bet those kids are goddamn. 47 yeah. fingers among them. <laughs> <laughs> I just love being with him. When he finger bangs me, it feels like I'm with six different people. <laughs> I, I went to high school with a girl. And, uh, is, so I didn't even notice. Like, like We were seniors or juniors by, by the time I noticed this. And someone pointed it out to me. Like We were talking about hot girls in our school, and I'd listed her. And she was. She was really pretty and everything. And they're like, yeah, but she's got that one hand. One of her hands was like a Trump hand. It was just like one third the size it was supposed to be. And uh, I didn't notice it. So 
but it wasn't the hand that bothered me. What, what I started to realize was how often she hit it. Like, like her whole, she was Napoleon. always kind of like tucking it under a shirt or like under an armpit or something. And it wasn't yeah. like her deformity yeah. was the Trump hand. It was her whole like body posture and stuff that hit it that, that sort of caught my attention after I learned. Uh. But think of how big your cock would look in her fucked up hand. Uh. Yeah, right? <laughs> Grab it. <laughs> Can't it would look like, like around, a... can you? <laughs> ah! Hang on, just, just hold, let me let me let me get a few pictures of this. These yeah. are gonna really pay dividends in the future. Right? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, get that other hand out of there. Get it out of there. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, a woman that uses two hands. Yeah, give me your, your <laughs> her one and a half. Finds those photos on your phone. You're doing 18 years for child porn. Mm-hmm. It's totally natural, Kyle, by the way, what you said, where you're like, I want to be around him. It grosses me out. It freaks me out. Because we're only like, what, a few hundred years removed from where that guy would have been, like, not just not allowed to come over for a play date, but like excised from the community, dashed upon the rocks, you know, yeah. when <laughs> he got born and it was two like fucked up hands to be like, well, somebody is not going to be useful on the plow. And we are already a little short on food. Right? And so play dates are going to be the least of your worries, my little short-lived friend. Yeah. You know, like, it's just, that's the way it would go. So it's natural. Like, it's only now that we got so much dope shit in the internet and Hot Pockets and Pringles and, you know, all the, all the good stuff that we can afford to, to keep these fucked up hand people around. I remember another time, another time I encountered a person with a deformed... They should be grateful. <laughs> they should. They should take our score. <laughs> Think about where you'd be 800 years ago. We should you, people, because we thought you were demons. <laughs> I would let you play Best that case scenario is you make it to 12 and they go, all right, push the plow and you... Fiddle fuck around with it for three minutes before they go out. Oh, well, this is 12 years of wasted meals, wasn't it, fellas? I All right. Good for a laugh, though. I mean, come on. Look at this guy. Jesus. <laughs> I met a guy with a flipper as an adult, and uh, I wasn't pre warned that he had a flipper. And, <laughs> and That's it, unfair to you. And I know it was horseshit, and it was intentional. It was intentional, and they were watching me to catch my reaction to shaking a flipper. And, and, and we're just standing there, and I haven't noticed it. And, you know, there's like 18 guys there, and I'm like the main one that everybody's there to deal with. And, like, he's the other main one because he owns everything. And it's, he's just like, yeah, I'm Big John Jimmy Joe or whatever the fuck. And he, like, offers me this penguin flipper. <laughs> and I grabbed that fucking flipper and shook it happily. But I, on the inside, I was screaming. I was <laughs> screaming, no! Did it rub off on me? Will mine turn like that now? <laughs> Is it contagious? Oh, That's like, the like, big fear, gonna... right? The contagious part of it. And, and oh. it's like, it's not contagious. <laughs> it's a birth defect. Are you sure? What level of surety do you have? How many hands? Like, we need to do He's some like, real... Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I was in India a few years back. And <laughs> you, your toilet situation is right. Well, I wiped my ass with this hand. Next thing I know, look. Look at it. It's a fucking flipper now. It's the same thing with, like, have you ever seen somebody with bad meth mouth? Yeah. Like, it doesn't, it won't translate to you, but I always find myself kind of, like, <laughs> like biting my lips and, like, turning them in almost, like, like protecting my teeth, because it's just natural. You look at something like that, and you're like, that's not the way it's supposed to be, and I hope mine's never like that. Yeah. Like, I Let's... hope I never have a flipper hand or little black nubs from meth teeth. Let's segue meth mouth into an ad. Well, I <laughs> yeah. <hope> <laughs> After meth a bit of mouth? meth talk, a little smart mouth. 
Bad breath is nasty, embarrassing, and a major problem in both the bedroom, in the boardroom, and the bedroom. Most people still don't know the true cause of bad breath, instead relying on ineffective low-tech methods like gum or mints to mask the odor. When you smell bad breath, you're Presence. actually smelling volatile sulfur compounds, also called sulfur gas. Germs in your mouth consume protein and produce these foul-smelling gases uh, as a form of waste. Smart Mouth is the only activated oral rinse clinically proven to eliminate existing bad breath and prevent the return of sulfur gas for, for a full 12 hours per rinse. Smart Mouth comes in a two-chamber bottle. One side contains a clear sulfur eliminator, and the other contains a green zinc ion activator. The eliminator and activator are kept separate until you pour, at which point the two liquids combine and activate. The sulfur eliminator gets rid of exist existing bad breath, and the activator releases billions of zinc ions, which bind to germs and block the germs' ability to consume protein and produce smelly sulfur gas for up to 12 hours. No sulfur gas, no bad breath. If you want to solve a real problem, you need real science, not a minty cover-up. Nobody wants to be the guy with bad breath, and now you never will be again. Find Smart Mouth at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Target, Amazon, or wherever you shop, or visit them online at smartmouth.com and get an in-depth analysis of how Smart Mouth is able to deliver such an incredible result. Remember to use uh, offer code PAINKILLER when you visit smartmouth.com for free shipping today. Yeah, offer code PAINKILLER for free shipping today from <clears throat> smartmouth.com. It's an incredible product. I've I used it every day. day, day and night for years. I never have bad breath. We were talking about fitness stuff. If you eat a bunch of protein, your breath's going to smell bad. And so you, this is something you definitely need. Make sure you can work out and can be in the best shape of your life and drive a nice car. But if you smell like asshole, nobody wants to be around you. And nobody wants to bring it to your attention either because it's really uncomfortable to tell somebody that they smell like All that garbage. working out is for waste if you still can't get laid. It's, no, it's for nothing. <laughs> I mean, with, with Dick saying that he's been, you know... Falling off the, the working out wagon and maybe drinking a little too much. Get rid of that boost. A little. With a little <laughs> bit of smart mouth. Yeah, it'll, it'll take care of you. you know? <laughs> no, is that is that for real? That thing cures bad breath? Yeah, yeah it really does. It it's really great. is better. Like, you know like, what? Go on. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. I was just going to, like, it, I, all goofing aside, like, it, it, it is totally in a different league as the other mouthwashes. Like, yeah, it, when you're done it with works. it, uh, you can, I find that I can taste things better. Like because I feel like it's gotten all the scum and like bacteria off my tongue. Like 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 things taste better after I use this stuff. Um, when I use it, I, I try to use it every morning after I brush my teeth. But sometimes I just forget. But then there will be a time after lunch or something. If I especially if I eat onions or garlic or something, and I'm like, like I can taste that my yeah. breath is just rank and nasty. And I'm like, oh, this is gonna be great. I get to use Smart Mouth, and I'm gonna immediately like tell like what it's doing because. You know, mm -hmm. before you put it in there, your mouth tastes like cat shit, and then afterwards, it's like, oh, yeah, this mouth is supposed to feel. Yeah, I'm I mean, not the a, worst thing about bad gonna, breath I'm not a, is you go, go please. Ahead. No, no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I won't talk. Uh, it's 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 the it's how much effort I put into not speaking at people's mouths and noses like whenever i'm talking to somebody it'll, it'll be like a, a side like i'll talk <laughs> out of this i'll talk over here and if they'll try to like hear me like, no, 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 it's like a dance that you do but then when i'm talking to somebody and they just come head on and they're like hey i gotta tell you about this thing I'm like hey dude uh you're are you you're not a, are you aware of how talk like i want to sit them down and show them like a 50s style presentation on how speaking works like look dude you're expelling poisonous gas out of your mouth so try to vent it in another direction audio works differently than the poison that you're spitting at me <laughs> from the depths of your bowels well yeah 
And if that's a problem, this will take care of it for you. Yeah. So smart mouth. Check it out. Hey, one more quick plug. Uh, the PKA Hangout is coming up. So if you're one of the Patreon guys, then check your messages. So yeah. That's a thing. Yeah, check out the Patreon, PKA <clears throat> Patreon. For uh, $10 a month, you get to uh, have the show as soon as we're, we get it uploaded, as well as the video for PKN, which is very nice. And uh, you get uh, to su- suggest your AMA questions, which I have here. Yeah, I want to ask this one to Dick. Uh, they say all three of us, but who is your dream guest on your podcast and why? Oh, my God. Uh, Donnie Trump Jr. Trump's kid. Mm. I want to know, uh, because I know, I, I want to ask him if he saw his dad's dick growing up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to ask him what his dad, like, I want to ask, I want to, I want him to walk me through the emotional, because I don't trust Trump at all. I could have Trump in the studio, but I know he'll just bamboozle me and lie to me. It's word salad, yeah. Yeah. Word yeah, like I know that within within five minutes he'll be grabbing me by my pussy. Uh, <laughs> but if I get his, if I had his kid in there, I think I could really get some insight into the man. I think Eric Trump might be more likely to betray, right? The the one that he doesn't love. Well, he's <laughs> he's just too beautiful. He's like an angel. <laughs> <Is that> it? <laughs> I, like I'll be bamboozled by him as well. Like I feel like Eric Trump will come in and his his whatever weird like blonde features will have like a there'll, there'll be two, two cherubs There's floating the around. There's the Nazi we're door. talking about. Eric Trump looks <laughs> like Hitler's so eugenics funny. programs rejects. He looks like what happened when they like mute when they bred three generations of blonde people together and some of them came out all mutated and fucked. That's Eric Trump. I'm Man, so- he's got a. Yeah, he's Wait. the guy that, that came out and Hitler, they were like, here it is, 100% Aryan, mind you. And he goes, ah, maybe just a, a little bit not German. Yeah, maybe a little bit Because this is uh, very, very gummy. You see? We need to tweak it, tweak it a little more. Ah, we went too far. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Definitely Connie Jr. What about you guys? Uh, oh, that is a good one. Shucks. Oh. I used to say Joe Rogan. I don't know if he's my guy anymore. I feel like he's almost detached from everydayness if they're like he's kind of gotten yeah. to be an a-lister in my mind and he is he's like he, he his seems compulsively most... middle ground to me i don't know if that resonates with you guys but it seems like he's just always right down the middle on everything he does tend to do that yeah yeah i, I, I only I, I can't know for sure though because i only watch the podcast of him where i notice the guests and i think it's good mm-hmm. but that you don't get something. very much Rogan, though, right? Like, you get Rogan asking questions of the guests and not so much the guests asking questions of Rogan, which is what I would love. Like, I oftentimes just don't care about his guest. I'm just watching it because I like, I like Rogan a lot. And I find his life fascinating, like how he got to where he is and all the steps that he's taken along that career path. It's really impressive, and he's a bit of a renaissance man in, in the way that he excels at so many different kinds of entertainment this despite the sort of jock meatball kind of What's... exterior that he might exude he's also he's a stand-up yeah. comedian he's a writer and he's a he's a he's a stage performer and he's also he's also like the guy that that does the announcing for the ufc not because he's he's a color commentator and he's great at that although he is but because he's so uh steeped in it you know the guy with the he's got a black belt in taekwondo i think black belt in jiu-jitsu like lifelong commitment to martial arts while doing all that other stuff I already mentioned. His last special was excellent. We all saw it. It's great. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what freaks me out about Rogan is it appears that he's spent nearly his entire life doing what he feels like doing. And somehow that made him tens of millions of dollars, right? Most people, if they do what they feel like doing, are homeless. 
You know, most people spend most of their day doing shit they don't want to do. You know, they, they wake up, they drag their ass to work past the dumpsters into the big concrete and glass building. I might be projecting a touch. And, and it's just like soul sucking have to do. Right. But his whole life appears to be want to do. And how he pulled that off is, is shocking. He like surprises me with shit where like when. Like the ones I watched of him recently, the Jordan Peterson ones, those were really interesting, but it was mostly just the guy, the guest going on monologues because Joe knew to be quiet and let him answer his questions. But when Joe does talk, like it's a, it's annoying sometimes when he'll be like so spot on about something where he's like, yeah, you know, this X, Y, Z about fucking feminism or this nonsense or politics is ridiculous. You'll be like, yeah, Joe, that's a, that's a really astute point. I don't usually think of you in that way. And then I'll be like, all right. Well, I've been taking my mushroom genius sport medicine, <laughs> and it turns out that crushed up cow feces with, you know, random bright colored forest shrooms is the way to true enlightenment. I just take that, I get in my water t- salt bath tank, <laughs> close it up, I get real high, and, and the world makes sense. And it's like, ah, damn, but, now I, but now I don't know what to think about what you're saying. Because like, if someone told, like, if, if, if Trump came out and was like, I've given it a lot of thought. I laid in a bath for six hours, not a drop of light. Trust me, I do it many times. Ask anybody about it. I, <laughs> I've decided not to bob Syria. Like, even if that's what I wanted, like, nothing to do with Syria, I'd be like, yeah, but that's not how I wanted to know that someone arrived at a conclusion. Yeah, He's like when George, Bush, was, when George Bush mentioned that he, like, talked to God, and God yeah. told him he needed to go into Iraq or something. Or, like, when, when Ben, back during the campaign, as much as I like Ben Carson, you know, he's, he's, he's using the Bible to work out his tax plan, right? He's yeah. Like, oh, you know, and I'm just like, that's <laughs> not... I really was hoping that you would have went to an economic journal of some kind, um, not 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 the Old Testament. Fuck. Mm-hmm. And then I think, God, I hope you're a liar. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like. Yeah. yeah, I hope you're not really like that. I don't know. Uh, I like Sleepy Black Doctor because, for exactly the reason that he's not like in it anymore, so you can just kind of like look and be like, ah. Now ooh. he's just running the housing and urban development. Yeah, doesn't he? I think he gets his own plane, doesn't he? Like, 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 is, is that one so. of the jobs where he gets his own plane? I'm gonna check this. The slowest plane they got. Yeah, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a Cessna. No, I don't need it's a jet. paramotor. It <laughs> like runs on a uh, on repurposed flap deployed at all times, 40 miles an hour across the country. It's one of those like bullshit. Go green. Goes on repurposed vegetable oil from Thai, thai restaurants. Uh, I don't know. I don't have a, a perfect guest. I I would say, like, if I actually picked one, I think I, I might even be selfish. I'd probably pick some, like, big NHL former player mm-hmm. or star that I oh, wanted yeah? to talk to. And then uh, the current one, I'd pick Vladimir Tarasenko for oh. the Blues because I'm from St. Louis and it's my number one team. But he's also Russian. And so I would not expect a high deal of reciprocation in many of the answers where it'd be like, Vladdy, what were you thinking when this happened on you know the game six against the Hawks 2015, we knocked them out in the first round. He'd be like, it is the team effort, and um, we do we do many things to uh, repeat question, please. And he'd be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he'd be like all right, thanks anyway. Though. Yeah. You know uh, who else I would love to get? The Iron Sheik. Oh, he's great. He's crazy dreaming about breaking necks for a half hour. <laughs> well, dirty faggot. He doesn't really he doesn't really call people faggots anymore because I think someone whispered in his ear was like that's that's not flying anymore. See, yeah. there's these, we're okay with the gays now and everybody kind of is and you have to get on board with that or that. I mean, you're already like an Iranian muscle man here to yeah. beat people up. You're a hard sell, okay? Let's let's tone down the homophobia. 
when he's on Stern, like like it, it, those old interviews where he's just out of his mind, like going crazy and like screaming at someone in the uh, in the studio. Man, they can be entertaining, but but I, I kind of feel sorry for that guy. Like I I wonder like what's going on in his look mind at his Twitter feed. He's he's, he's gone crazy. His Twitter feed doesn't make any sense. I followed him for a while, and mm-hmm. for the first like three to four days, I'm like, man, he's got one committed intern to make this look real, and then. I was like, no, this is this is just this this man. Uh, you know who I'd like going crazy. Uh, yeah. That Matt from Demolition Ranch. Do you guys know him? Yeah, you, you've probably seen his videos. Uh, he he's got a couple. He's got a daily vlog now where he shows himself and his family. But he first got big by running a gun channel where he'd shoot things in his on his ranch. And he's also a veterinarian. FPS Russia. That no, guy? That's me. <laughs> that's Kyle. Uh, he's similar to <laughs> FPS Russia though, and. Um, uh, I don't know. I watch his stuff now and then. I don't watch every video he puts out, but I enjoy his content. He seems like a neat guy. So he might be my current dream guest. I'd like a Bill Burr. That'd be great. Mm. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Dick, you you knew that uh that Kyle is FPS Russia, right? Oh, With all the guns and whatnot. It's I think I've probably watched that more than any other online video, except for those gallon smashing kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's not a bad thing to be second to. I've watched that guy break his elbow so many times. (laughs) (laughs) What does he do? He throws the gallon of milk up. You know, the the asshole kids who would, like, walk through grocery stores and some dick behind them would be filming, and they'd be walking with a big jaunt with a big thing of milk, and they'd pretend to slip and throw it in the air. And when you throw that milk in the air, it comes crashing down, explodes, milk all over the place for the uh, mentally handicapped janitor to come deal with. What happens a lot of the time is they get a little too gumptious in their in their throw. They overcommit and they genuinely fall hard. And there's one where a guy severely hits his head, and I hope he's permanently troubled by it. <laughs> and there's another where a guy just guaranteed shatters his elbow. It's one of those falls where it's like, yeah, yep, that's fucked. That's fucked. But these that, are all different me, people. It's, it's not one guy people. just going from different grocery people. store to grocery yeah. store. Okay. It's like uh, it was a trend, yeah, like, like the ALS kids. challenge like at one kids. point. So it's only three people. Oh yeah, yeah. They have a little uh, uh, prank comedy team. They, oh, that it's not high comedy. art. No, no, <laughs> no. It's, it's certainly not high art. It's like one step up from the knockout game, you know, <laughs> right. which, which is not art at all. It's just uh, that's just assault. It's just bullying. Yeah, I'm as we speak. Pittsburgh is in route to losing to Ottawa. Um, the game is tied. I just know that they'll lose. You just don't lose. <laughs> yeah. I hope they do. I don't want Pittsburgh to repeat, but mm-hmm. I think they're going to. Well, are you a hockey fan at all, Dick? I should. I've no, listened to your podcast for years. You've never mentioned it, so silly question. <laughs> no, even living in L.A., I know we've had multiple Kings victories uh, in the last what five, ten years, but I still, still no. I love it. It's my, it's my favorite. Besides baseball, it's my favorite sport to go see. But I don't. I'm not going to pretend like I follow it. How are you guys liking our Rams? That you. You stole this past send year. Them, stole send back. Them back, man. We don't. Nobody cares. No matter how <laughs> many posters they put up in the liquor store about the friggin' Rams being here, nobody cares. All we wanted was the Raiders, and we're never gonna get them back. And uh, going to we, you could send all the teams. We could have the L.A. We could have the L.A. Cowboys, and we wouldn't care. All we want is our our friggin' Raiders back, but we're never gonna get them. They're gone forever. We're gonna have to take a monorail to get them now. <laughs> That does suck. Yeah, I hadn't considered it like that. But wait, when did they lose the Raiders? How many years ago was that? A lot. Huh. That Here's was one. Before, 
It's sad the way you put it. It seems like they should make that happen. Probably Oakland's yeah. happy, but... Oh. People here just hated that asshole Cronky who owned the team, who basically just makes it so that teams suck for the purpose of profit, where, yeah. you know, NFL teams, sometimes you make way more money not making the playoffs, which is totally not the way it works in NHL or NBA, where you want to make the playoffs and make that money. But yeah. he owns the fucking Rams, who, after they won the Super Bowl here in St. Louis in, like, 2000, have sucked cock ever since, ever since they lost that Super Bowl to the Patriots. He owns the Colorado Avalanche, the NHL team, who were so bad this year that they they did worse than teams who intentionally tried to tank in previous years. And the whole time, Colorado was really giving it their all. You know, they were that bad. <laughs> he owns fucking Arsenal, the soccer team, which I don't know anything about, but it's somewhere overseas. <laughs> and I've looked up on their forums, and they're like, oh, this guy is not too great, is he? You know, wherever the fuck, wherever yeah. the fuck it is, Australia, England. Uh, I don't know. It just pisses me off that someone's like a multi-billionaire. He married into the, the Walmart fortune. So a billionaire who married into an even bigger billionaire family. Cunt. Wow. Uh, like, if, if I owned a sports team, I would just be a maniacal billionaire who bought players willy-nilly from all sorts of nations and made it like my Sims game. I wouldn't. Once you read that reality of richness, I don't care about making more. I'm, the world is I mean, my they're all that, aren't they? Like, that's, a, yeah. that's the point. You're competing against other guys who are exactly like that. I think I like that the billionaire married into a billionaire's family. Like, I, it, it's the mistake my father made, right? He diluted the calves, right? This guy didn't. He just combined it, and they have billions and billions. Sorry, you Mom. Really, I didn't uh, mean to say you were a mistake. There, though, <laughs> because you try too much interbreeding, and you end up with fucking King Charles gums or Prince Charles gums and, and that whole look of the royal family over there, which isn't great. For the Some most of part, the, one, the, the, the people who marry in are very attractive because yes. they get to be mm. kings and queens and, and princes and princesses. It's like living in a fantasy land, <laughs> which makes me laugh. Like anytime you see like some smug person on Twitter who's from England and they're like, oh, it's absolutely charming watching these Yanks attempt to politicize about like their culture. And it's like you have a fucking queen like it's the past. <laughs> Like, it's hundreds of years ago. You have a queen. Like, you, until that family's not in their palace anymore, and you can't use the excuse of, oh, it's lots of money for tourism. Like, no, who cares? Keep the palace. Get the people out. Like, you don't need actual kings and queens. I don't know. It just, you could charge reason, people really gets to be the king and queen for a day. That's what they should do. You, Ooh, you should, that, that should be That's what Disney would do. That's, yeah. That's a great idea. The fucking royal experience. As soon as that... That old queen lady dies, and and she can't be around for much longer, right? She's ancient. Like like they should. That's what I'm they should do. I'm glad she got in at least one more president, right? I'm glad she got like you, you know you see the pictures with her all the way back to like what I don't know Johnson or something. She, she, at least she made Trump. And heck, if Trump only lasts like 200 days, she might let another president. She was in World War II. <laughs> she Pence. Yeah, she, she yeah, won. we got to get Pence in there in a hurry. <laughs> She's so old. She drove a truck in World War II. <clears throat> Did she really? Yeah. yeah. Man, that, that's one that's of the queens of She was in World War II. <laughs> yeah. There's like five Americans left from World War II and the queen. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I actually, I actually kind of like her a little more knowing that. Yeah. And then you hear that story. She drove a truck, I guess, and so she was able to drive, which you might think is a, a pretty common thing, but I probably not so much in English royalty in the ladies, maybe. Probably not having to drive themselves around a lot, you wouldn't oh, think. Yeah. I bet um, very few have drive themselves around, even the men. Yeah, so when the Saudi, I think the Saudi, the king of Saudi Arabia came, and you know women can't drive cars there, and the queen drove the drove him around like the estate and everything, and apparently she drove really fast and scared him. Nice, <laughs> I like her more now too. Yeah, 
Yeah. But once she's dead, like we should start renting that seat out per, by the day. When are they going to put a stop we. to it, though, is what I want to ask. Is like eventually <laughs> they, they have to say, like, all right, we've, we've been we, the king-queen thing. We've been killing it for so long. Like, good for us. Great history. We're going to. All right. No more of that, though. We're going to. We're moving. No, they past. love like, it, man. They vote on that all the time. But they vote that they love. They enjoy like they're proud of having a royal family. Huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, more power here's, a, here's an idea. Ponder this one. Do you think it's ever possible that in the future they re re revert back? They're like, oh, man, po the, the country's so out of whack. We, we're in three wars right now. Like, like you know, the, everything is everything is going bad for, the, for, for, for England. Let's give the king a try. Let's go <laughs> back extra and give the pope a run at it. Right? Didn't, no. Wasn't he like no. a powerful pope, leader? Not oh, this yeah. pope. This pope has no balls. He's, no. He's, no, he's no. not conquering any foreign lands. No. <laughs> no. Not this. Yeah, this middle of the road pope. Oh, the condoms is fine now, I suppose. Uh, also, you know, abortion, uh, yay or nay? Who's to say? Hey. Mm -hmm. And it's like, like, what are you? It's like, you're the fucking pope. <laughs> you're going to come out here and be like, you're the rules, only being on the planet with a line to God. You're the one who says. So tell us. He's like, eh, whatever. Hey, people trust me. I wear a little a hat. Uh, you know, makes me look a relatable. It's like, ah, not at all, man. <laughs> not at all. In your bulletproof car. Oh, I don't know. I'd rather hang out with this pope than the last pope. The last pope. The I one who looked like an evil emperor. Looks like, yeah, he looked like an evil emperor. And, and I, he, not the kind of evil where it's like, he's probably a nice guy. <laughs> like the kind of evil where it's like, I bet he, he touched no. little boys. He literally looked like the evil emperor from Star Wars, like Palpatine. Like, like he looked like that guy. I think that was his name. Like, like he was a scary fucking guy. He, he abdicated, right? He was like, I don't want to be pope anymore. And, and, and they came up with this guy, right? Yeah. Is he still alive? Uh, yeah. He's still alive, I'm sure. We'd have heard about it if that guy died. Pope Benedict the Sixteenth. Pope Ben. You know, they always have like a tagline. They're like. <laughs> pope John, the, the 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 merciful Pope Billy, yeah. the the great. Like, what's he gonna be like? The quitter? Like like like, <laughs> like the the non the guy who couldn't commit? Like like he quit after like a like what a year, two years, something Eight like years. that. Eight uh, years from two thousand five to okay. two thousand thirteen. I take it. Pope Benedict the interim. That's what they call. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. But the I guy know. before him, John Paul II, had it for like. Almost thirty Ages. years. So yeah. it's a pretty short lifetime. It was I like, remember as a child. Yeah. Yeah. For my, I, I, I don't know if I, had there, if there was a pope before him in my life. You know, I, he was just always the pope. It was weird to me that popes changed. Yeah. But, and yeah. he was supposed to be an interim pope, John Paul. Uh, really. The guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was supposed to get in there, and either, <laughs> either he was going to abdicate or he was going to die quickly. But he held on forever. That's what I heard. I don't know. It's because I just read the headline. Yeah, John Paul the first died like a month into his papacy and so they were just like all right well fucking john paul ii hop up you know get, <laughs> get in there and that you know that substitution ended up lasting like 30 years it's like a sports story where they're like you know all of our you know our left tackles really injured and all the rest of them died in that plane crash we need you in there co like uh you know ma'am the first woman to play left tackle yeah. get out there you know a new show on fox and then they, they it does all right and, and, and that's it then she's suddenly in the league you get, Isn't so, that a show? Check out uh, this. Where a baseball. Wasn't yeah, that Peyton Manning? The league story? <laughs> yeah, I guess it is got a Peyton Manning. Um, what are we watching here? So pause it at zero. Don't watch it in, in mm -hmm. advance. The key thing to know before watching this video, because I didn't realize it until halfway through, 
There is a woman in this video who chooses not to be carjacked. Are you guys ready? Mm-hmm. I'm Re ready. Ready, set, play. All right, so clearly something's gone awry. Mm-hmm. That he white car is hers. On her hood. That yeah, dark this guy's car? taking her car, oh. and he's got behind the wheel. Oh, and, my uh, God. And she's, she's on the hood. The he's trying to, like, accelerate and then brake and, and throw her off, and his accomplices are in a dark car, like, right next Oh! To and he just he just gives up, gets out, and just lets the car roll into the fucking intersection. I think it's Ghost an automatic, drive. so it's just, you know, going. Oh, she... Man, that lady... Good for her. Wow! Yeah! That was the stupidest thing I've seen in But so watch... Long. I like this part. It's telling to me. Yeah. Yeah. Where she got out and sat down. She yeah. she leaned over like like maybe she was sick or just relieved or exhausted or something. Like the adrenaline dump was there, and I then bet she the sat down. Like, yeah. Is at least partly like, oh my god, I fucking did it! Like I kept the robbery away. But the other part of you's got to be thinking like, oh my god. If that guy was in a sour mood or maybe had a Red Bull this afternoon, he could have just <laughs> ran off and I would be dead. Like, yeah. that would have been the end of me. And then I would have been the person who died for their fucking Subaru Outback. And, <laughs> and see, uh, there's, a video, there's a video where this guy's on the hood of the car just like that. And they're going down the highway at speed. And another car pulls up to them on the interstate or whatever. And he's like, rolls the window down and looks at this guy on the, on, on the hood. And he's like, call the police! <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, way ahead of you, man. Like, <laughs> you've been on that hood since exit four. <laughs> like, <laughs> like a Will Ferrell. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the stupidest thing I've ever seen that that lady did. Like, like if anybody, no credit for bravery. No credit. No, for no, no, that's stupidity. That's complete mm -hmm. stupidity. Mm -hmm. that, 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 a that's little what bravery credit. It was, it was brave, but it was. There are lots of brave things that are brave also stupid. Brave and stupid are cousins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're very much related. You know, so bravery is when you overcome your fear of something and do it anyway. Totally did Stupidity that. Stupidity could, could have the same exact description, right? What if you're afraid to jump off a building and your friends are like, nah, dude, you'll make it. You'll make it. <laughs> you overcome your fear and jump to your death. Were you brave? No, you were stupid. A little of both? Exactly. When my buddy Ted told my what friend Drew drunk? as we were driving uh, down the highway, that's just you stupid. can't shit out the window of this moving Tahoe. <laughs> he said, he said, I absolutely can shit out the window of this moving Tahoe. And so he did. And it was brave. It was also stupid. <laughs> so, covered the whole side of the car in poop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Because I you don't think that through, is you're like, yeah, poop out the side of the window. Oh. We're on a fucking Highway 40, going 60 miles an hour. Is it? You don't think that it's just like dumping a bucket of paint out the uh -huh. window. It's just gonna go straight well, back. Well, you hope your... for logs in that scenario. <laughs> well, this this 17 year old wasn't on the fucking paleo diet. So <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Mount Dew and Funyuns. It was a yeah. greasy ride. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the return on a sprinkler. The <laughs> 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 The straight up liquid. And stopping and <laughs> vomits and, bad uh, too. Yeah. Yeah, you, I vomited that window that time. Uh, mm. Joe was. Uh, I don't remember. I don't know who was driving. What I was drunk, but Joe I was, in the was driving. I think, yeah, and and I puked going like 60, 70 miles an hour, and and it was just a, <laughs> like you could just see it uh, atomizing and like like just going <laughs> everywhere, all over the car, all behind us. I adjusted the side view mirror uh, because. Either because cars were shining lights in me, or I, maybe I could see you, or I couldn't see you. One of those I wasn't happy with. And uh, Joe st 
still holds a grudge years later that he didn't get like the perfect Facebook photo in the side view mirror, all better call Saul, like framed uh, yeah. of you vomiting. He really wanted that shot. That was uh, that that was a lot of drinking I did that night. We went to the Tilted mm-hmm. Kilt in uh, in uh, I don't remember what that town's called, but it's not Juliet. It's outside of Chicago. Juliet was it? No, it wasn't Juliet though. We went to like a neighboring town to the Tilted Kilt, no. and uh, and everybody was buying me drinks, and uh, and That's by everybody thing. I mean like like multiple groups of people, and so they were just in front of me on the table, within sitting at the bar for like ten second ten minutes. There was like five drinks for me. And I'd already had one or two, you know, because I'd gotten there and immediately been here. Have one of these, and it was just like there's like a shot of Jameson and uh, like a, a vodka Red Bull, and then there's a Jaeger bomb, and then there's just a big ass like 32 ounce beer. And I'm already sipping on one, so I gotta like kill this beer so that I get to that one before it gets warm, because I'm not gonna drink it warm. And it's it. I got so drunk. I remember being in the toilet, just like sitting on the toilet with my pants on, just looking at the floor, being like. I have ruined this fun night already. <laughs> like, 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 we just got here fucking 35 <laughs> minutes ago. There's eight hot waitresses. Half the fucking TVs in this sports bar are playing nothing but your videos, and you were fucking drunk in the bathroom. You have fucked this night up already. <laughs> Did you have like a thought in your head though, where you're like, "Wait, I, I can puke and rally. It's still so early. I can get it all. I can get all the poison no. out and go back out and not and just eat a bunch of chicken fingers and and, and get myself back." Uh, by the yeah. time that I had like gotten a grasp on how big of a mistake I had made, we were still going uphill with the with the drunkenness. Like it hadn't plateaued, and I was like, "Oh, this plateau's bad." It was like, "Oh, I'm getting drunker, and I feel awful." It, it was just a, a and I do I, that's why I don't drink anymore because every night was like that. Every time I drink, it would just be to excess. I would get to that happy place, and I'd be like, "Oh, I could get a little happier though." One more, maybe double this happy, and it's like, oh, too far. It's like that game where we used to play in school, where you slide quarters toward the edge of the table, and uh, you know you try to get them as close to the edge without falling off as possible. I, I played that game every night with alcohol and never won. I always have a think hard time winning win, that game. Yeah, I, I very rarely hit a happy spot without hitting a sad spot afterwards. It's, it's pre- pretty much the reason I don't drink, because it's, Woody, it's uh, always a net for, loss. <laughs> for backstory for Woody's drinking history, Dick, we, we, like, once every, what are we, on a rolling average of a drinking episode every two years now? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we just never do drinking episodes. And the last time we did one, Woody really fucking went hard and actually was, was <laughs> drinking, like, getting drunk, oh, and we yeah. finished the show up, and... Like, me and Kyle afterward were like, hey, you want to play some, you know, Age of Mythology, Company Heroes, something? And we were both pretty drunk. We're like, yeah, we'll get on there and play. And we were like, I wonder how Woody's doing. And we got, I think, a a text from Woody saying, the coldness of my bathroom floor feels so good. (laughs) (laughs) And he just had been laying there. And we're just like, we're like, oh, that sucks. Because you really paid the piper as a... Oh, I threw up all night that that night. Yeah, I I don't do well. And then the fans were all like, Woody didn't go hard enough. And it's like, you assholes. I was sick for like six hours. I pretty much fell asleep on my bathroom floor. Six hours? Yeah. I just (laughs) periodically puking in my bathroom. I mean, to be fair, he had at least four drinks. That's not true. <laughs> I was what happened that. was that was the show where like the first ninety minutes got like the recording broke. So I drank like Kyle's oh, best that, effort, that mead he tried to, to make. And then oh, Yeah, and then we had to start the show over 
And yeah. I, I, I don't know what else I had. There was maybe some clue involved, but I definitely drank a whole bottle of wine by myself, which to me is a massive amount of alcohol. Like, it's not something I've, I've ever done before or will do again. And yeah, it was like, I, I, I don't, I'm not a half asser so much. The, the way that that episode worked I think. is Kyle's thinking Kyle made, uh, <laughs> uh, what was the name of it? Kyle's Best Effort? Yes. yes. Uh, Kyle's Best Effort, uh, Cinnamon apple moonshine that's what it and was. he made it and he shipped it out to us so we'd all have it for the drinking episode <laughs> and we all had a big jar of it and like 90 minutes into the show we've all polished this off and we're feeling pretty drunk and woody yeah. has to tell us like guys i'm so sorry but the recording failed we're gonna have to do oh, it over. No, yes. to so restart drunk Yes. Yes. And so we had to restart the show drunk. You've noticed we do a, a girthy podcast. <laughs> and so it's, it's a, lot of, a lot of shit. You use and a so big was, podcast defense. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, we should use the big podcast defense. But Oh, oh man, I just that put that brutal. together. I'm sharp as a marble. It took me yeah. like 20 <laughs> seconds. Like, oh, you yeah, the first topic me. of the I'm night. Like it's always, it doesn't work for everybody, but it works for some people, and it happens to work for me. <laughs> Are you guys big on the uh, the cherry, the moonshine cherries? I've never I'm not had familiar those. with this. What is They're it? They're like a jar of, uh, of 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 moonshine with cherries soaked in it. Oh and yeah, just... I've had that. Yeah, yeah. You bite I... it. Like, it comes in a mason jar. I thought you might have, Kyle. It's uh, yeah. yeah. You can sit there and just eat cherries and get hammered and like. Yeah, three <laughs> that's what I did. I, I ate all the cherries. Um, yeah. And, and one time I bought a jar of it and I took a blender. I, I put like a couple scoops of ice cream in. Uh, some chocolate chips and all of the cherries. Got drunk off that ice cream. It was so good. I'll need to yeah. check the fact, but I'm pretty sure that's not keto friendly. <laughs> <laughs> no, the cavemen had ice cream. They, they, they did. They would get it out of the same way they got the bone marrow. It's just uh, if they had access to ice cream, they would have eaten it. Oh, like they wouldn't sure. have you know stuck to their guns. They didn't have principles. <laughs> yeah. no. They're savage. No, it's, yeah. Uh, uh. Um, oh, so Pittsburgh still tied on the verge of losing, but still tied. You're going to um, jinx it and Pittsburgh's going to win. You know, I don't I, think I that, think, I don't think what I say and how they do are actually related. No, no, it is because I, I talk about the blues every year and every year they fucking lose. But the franchise since 1967 can't win a goddamn Stanley Cup. Absolutely ridiculous. Just oh. a perennial, just failure upon failure, but <laughs> failure every year. Oh, why don't you just like the Cardinals? Oh, because baseball sucks. <laughs> oh, it's so boring. It takes forever. Like, All right. No, no. New topic. Who, fictional or weird, or fictional or, re or real, is hot in that weird, gross, but I do you way? Is this one of the Patreon questions? Oh, uh, no, um, I oh shit. Uh, Maggie ago. Gyllenhaal. So Maggie Gyllenhaal is real fugly. Uh, she's got an odd yeah. face. It, it's real weird. I don't but, know like, who she is, but is she from... Uh, the the secretary. Oh no, that's not who I have. Go on. Okay. Um, she's Jake Gyllenhaal's brother. Um, anyway, <laughs> she's uh, that helps it all. <laughs> and uh, she's not, she's a little like she's a little odd looking. Uh, she um she's she's unconventionally attractive. But but yeah, I, I definitely would. She's if you watch the secretary if if you want a real steamy. Uh, show with it's her and is that guy, the guy's name James Spader? Maybe he he was the guy on the office who played Robert California. Yeah, um, he he's her boss. She's the secretary, and and he introduces her to like this BD um, 
It's this this BDSM sort of lifestyle where where she's subservient to him in a sexual way, and uh, it's it's really hot. It's 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 a good fucking movie. Maggie Gyllenhaal, uh, really? Yeah. You like? Got, she does it for you. I don't. No, no, no. It's not that he asks for like unconventional, weird-looking girls that 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 you're still into, I guess. Yeah, so but like, you could get fine. it up for Maggie Gyllenhaal. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, of course, definitely. of course. Yeah, yeah. The millionaire actress. Yeah, I, I could probably yeah. handle that. Money doesn't do it. I don't know how rich she is. I'm just. Sure. <laughs> oh, like money definitely melting. makes people better looking. Jennifer Carpenter's <laughs> mine. The the chick from Dexter, the sister oh. in Dexter. Oh, from oh, Exorcism yeah. of Emily Rose. That girl, I, she definitely a, has a weird face. Yeah, but totally hot. Really? You know, yeah, let her really know that hypothetical one. single Woody would hit that. I was thinking Pass like through. Helena, uh, <laughs> Helena sure Bonham. We'll you know, hear this. Helena <laughs> Bonham Carter. Would you want her to pretend to be a cop, Woody? Now, Woody, here's the question: What? What if? What if I pass a little message along? And then this actress from Dexter is like, well, I'd like to give me a little gamer tag. Like, like, is there a moment where you're like, I could just make the break right here, go on a separate turn. I could just go and make a left turn right here in life, and I could be Jennifer Carpenter's husband. I, I would not do it. No? Yeah, no. Okay. no I, got, I got to stay the course. Well, I'll it's let her know good. that you're not in it for the long haul then. She's going to be a little fling for you, so I'm not sure how interested she's going to be. Even that could how change about- the course. No good. Uh, Helena Bonham Carter. Ah, very hot. She, of course, uh, is in she's all got of a, um, a weird face. I feel like she she, she's, she's definitely got a weird got a everything. Good, got a good oh. body, but I feel like when she blew you, she'd like want to have like spiders or cobwebs around or like something <laughs> odd. <laughs> Who like is Halloween decoration. She's a What's Halloween she? decorations year-round kind of gal. <laughs> Helena Bonham Carter, and okay. she's like want to like have candles she- lit. So uh, if you've seen, um, what's the movie with, with Brad Pitt and Edward Norton? So Fight, Club. Fight Club. Have you seen Fight Club? She's the chick that, uh, that, that they or he is banging, however you want to look at it, that's also yeah. going to support groups uh, and doing that sort of thing. Um, she's also Bellatrix, Bellatrix Lestrange in the Harry Potter movies. And she's, of course, in like everything that Tim Burton does because I, I secretly think he's fucking her the same way I think that Tarantino <laughs> probably like sticks his dick in Uma Thurman Uma every Thurman. like five years. Oh, yeah. Well, like, 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 at least between her, at least between her feet. Together. So it's that time again. Time to yeah. earn that money, bitch. Like, <laughs> like, get those feet over here and jerk my cock off with him because I can't <laughs> what he's into. He wants those big feet like jerking his... But you want to bang Helena Bonham Carter like as the uh, as the Red Queen in Alice in Wonderland, right? Just, yes, absolutely. I wouldn't. I thought oh. that was a given. I wouldn't do that. Any other <laughs> the pumpkin head, the three foot head, and the little body. Yeah, that's the way. So here, Wonder, the, the like, top rated comment on this question was um, Leela from Futurama. Okay. Yeah, but she's not real. <laughs> and if you saw her in real life, you would real. be very you would be very off put by that eye. Imagine a, an eye that big on your face and you just want to like poke it and you'd see like glistening and reflections in it no no dice no i'm not buying that that is a cartoon mm. and she is voiced by katie seagal who is who was the you know the the wife from married and Ch- with children she was peggy yeah or a uh, uh, biker lady with, uh, with giant tits in yeah. sons of anarchy okay okay if you we're going on with fictional women here uh the chick with three boobs from total recall sure Never for the story out. absolutely <laughs> mm-hmm I, she wasn't that hot, though. I, I've seen that movie a, a lot of times. She gets machine gunned uh, just uh-huh. a few minutes after you meet her, if you recall. I didn't think she was that hot. And I was really let down when they remade Total Recall. And there was, wait a minute, was there a three-titted woman? I don't think they showed the nipples. Hmm. There was a, a six-titted of- woman in the remake. 
Get like out. three tits is not. We gotta do. It's, it's Next a three titted guy. Got anything they... like that set <laughs> that applies to like computing power? Like like is it because is it because in in, in this era you'd have twice as many titties as as from the eighties? Mm, that makes yeah. perfect sense. Yeah, Moore's Moore's yeah. boob law. Uh, Kesha. Kyle, what do you say about Tilda Swinton here? This picture I just linked. Let me see what you got here. Oh yeah, I find her very attractive. So she was in. Um, she's she's really and androgynous to some yeah. extent, but I still find her attractive. It, you got to go back through her body of work, if you will, and and see like like she's had moments where she she's really attractive in these movies. Uh, that that picture she's at her most androgynous, I feel like. But I was gonna uh, say in this picture, she looks like you know the actor who plays Pippin in Lord of the Rings. Yes. She looks like if you put him on like hormone replacement therapy in this. Sure, I'd put Pippin on hormone here. replacement therapy. Yeah. Well, I would too. I'm a huge a fan. little guy anyway. I bet he's tight as hell. He's not. That's actually camera tricks. He's a. Uh, he's just a very. He's a he's, three foot ten. No, do you? <laughs> yes, it's forced perspective, of course. Did you ever see uh the the? I know you've watched all the extras in Lord of the Rings because you like it as much as I do. If all those clips where you saw like their little midget uh, like their dwarf counterparts come onto the screen, like that was. Oh, didn't that feel weird? Like Care for that, that? their their extras like. I'd rather not know that there are actual dwarves about and just yeah. believe that it's all, you know, ma movie magic. Yeah. And yeah. that it's not like some guy who turns around and has like a grumpy, you know, midget face who's very yeah. angry. All right, cut! Bring in the midgets! Yeah. All right, yeah. <laughs> like, 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 why do you use midgets? With the, they, they said with the digital effects you could do anything. Yeah, but they scream in pain for real when we throw them down the staircase. You, you, can't, you can't do that with digital effects. Right, give, them, give them a good shove. Let's go. Like, They're like, incredibly cheap, too. This is Pippin 3. You know? <laughs> it's like that guy who had the magic act where, like, the cat would get on the dog's back and then the mouse would get on the cat's back. And he's like, what are their names? And he's like, Jim and Joe. And he's like, what's the rat's name? He's like, oh, we don't bother naming the mice. <laughs> they never last long enough. River Song yeah. from Doctor Who. Oh, yeah, of course. Very hot. Yeah. Hmm. I don't uh, even know who that is. Oh, uh, she's not that hot. She's got a giant fro, and she's older than his typical girl. But... Still, well, I mean, not, not in her age. Uh, I think all of the, the, uh, the Doctor Who chicks are hot. Um, I liked that one with the gap in her teeth. I liked the, uh, the black one. I liked the little punky blonde one. I liked uh, Amy Pond, the redhead, probably my favorite. Um, all the Doctor Who chicks are hot. I like them I, all. I really, really like it because like Star Trek was something I watched a lot as a kid and, and as a horny teenager too. Like I, I have all of these crushes from Star Trek. Like uh, Mariana Sirtis, I think is her name. Probably pronounced it wrong, but she's Latina and she's the counselor Troy on Star Trek: The Next Generation. Um, she's got prior nude work, so I'm very familiar with all of that. Um, <laughs> I, I remember reading like this fan fiction of like Doctor Crusher, fucking Counselor Troy, and I was like, oh yeah, fucking yeah. It's just uh, all of the Star Trek chicks, of course. Jerry Ryan, uh, Seven of Nine, um, Jolene Blaylock. She was she freaky in the that. sheets, right? Jerry Ryan, Seven of Nine, didn't didn't? Yeah, that's what I was telling you last time. Yeah. Is like I think there. Controversy. She was dating this politician, and it came out that they were going to like sex clubs and stuff. And like, yeah, like he would force club. her to have sex in public, and she was very not into it. Sure, uh, sure, he would force her to have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I'm sorry. And every weekend we'd go and we'd do it. <laughs> it's like, wait, so he'd force you every week? Yeah, yeah. And we'd hang out with I all like my friends. Work. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, 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 no, she was totally into it. She just said that, you know, when when this whole scandal came out. 
It's amazing looking back at Crusher and Troy to see what did it for me, like before porn on the internet ruined me. <laughs> Dude, like this is. Go back the HD uh, Star Trek stuff. You've got so much camel toe now that they didn't know that they were filming with those old cameras. And now, if you want to really get some classic camel toe, I've said it before, but go back to like the original series. And there's so many inappropriate wardrobe choices. Ohura alone shows booty constantly. Ohura's always really? tall. And then they do this shaky camera thing. And then you see Ohura just wore a, a short skirt, like like literally a mini skirt with bloomers on underneath it. And, and and that would ride up and you'd see a little bit more of her ass than they intended. Happened all the time. And Kirk's, of course, always fucking hot chicks. Green bitches and all, all kinds of titty dresses where it just slit down the middle. And the titties are just jumbling everywhere with sheer fabric. Oh, and lots of camel toe. Good stuff. I could spend hours just just masturbating furiously to that. You could spend hours talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, why do I masturbate? With the that's why I like the auto blow. It takes over when when Mother Nature gives up. Yeah, and you just turn up the volume on the show, and you don't have to worry. You don't have to yeah. deal with the ying 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 as you're as you're getting off. I, I like to wait until Picard is like number one, engage. Yeah. And then I turn it on. And then lately, if, if there's some point where he's like, Wolf Factor 9, Mr. Wolf. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Not just, yeah you really get into it that way. All right, time for an ad read. You do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell everyone about Lyft. When you drive for the right ride-sharing app, every trip can feel like a walk in the park. With Lyft, you can pick your own hours and work when you want. Lyft can make driving the best job in the world. Only Lyft offers in-app tipping. When you, tip, when you drive for Lyft, you keep 100% of the tips. Drivers have been paid over $150 million in tips since that feature was introduced. Express Pay lets drivers get paid almost instantly instead of waiting for weeks. Lyft has even taken the guesswork out of pickups with the new AMP device, which uses color coding to keep passengers uh, to help passengers find their drivers. Uh, you can earn hundreds of dollars a week plus tips. Want to make more money? Just drive more. It's never been easier to give yourself a raise. It's a simple formula. Happy drivers mean happy passengers. Maybe that's why 9 out of 10 Lyft rides get a perfect 5-star review. So... Join the ride-sharing app company that believes in treating its people better. Go to lyft.com slash pka today, and you'll get a $500 new driver bonus. That's L-Y-F-T dot com slash pka, or use the clickable link in the description below. And, uh, yeah, limited time only. Terms apply. Awesome, Lyft. It's the, uh, the new way to boost your income. Everybody's a, uh, I don't know little capitalist it's cool I, I like the the i like the new economy i'm down uh, they figured out the carpooling mm-hmm. doesn't work so now they'll just give you a little give you a little grace mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah uh oh how do you get on those shows how did you get on dr phil how did you get on i forget the other one i saw today but you are tyra uh yes. dr phil hit me up so i was i was just a like a jackass on the on the internet with very a very small following mm-hmm. um and they were doing dr phil was doing one of his house of judgment things where he got like five lunatics to live in a house for a little bit um i didn't know anything about it but they called me up out of nowhere and said hey come on the show i happened to be doing the book i happened to be releasing the book like in a couple months so i said yeah all right sure that sounds good I found out later that they had a guy, they wanted to get like a bunch of extreme viewpoints. So a woman who hated men, um, they had a chick who hated 
ugly people, but she wasn't that pretty. <laughs> <laughs> they had like a guy who hated everyone, who was like the most normal of the whole group. Um, they had a black they had a black girl who hated black people, so she was like doing a Chris Rock stand up routine nonstop in the house. Uh, and then they had a guy who hated women, but he was the guy they had in there was like a, a real asshole. Like he really meant it. Totally different than me. Real jerk. No assholes around here. Let me tell you. Yeah. Abrasive. You should see his website. Uh, so they 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 called me up and they had like a bunch of psychologists, I guess, call me and do these little interviews for like two hours a pop, and I could tell immediately that they were trying to they were trying to fill me out to see if I was either a lying and mm -hmm. and, and joking and full of shit, or or b whether I was it was okay if I was full of shit as long as I could keep it up. So. They were like, because they're trying to make a TV show. Like, the last thing that they want is a guy to get in there and just start giggling like a little girl. And it's like, oh, it was just a big scam. Uh. So uh, they did that for a while. And the shoot date was in, like, a week from when they called me. Like, two weeks from when they called me. They're like, oh, yeah, we had a guy in here. He was a he was a huge piece of shit. We kicked him out as, immediately when we found you. Um, and they're like, you can, do, you can do whatever you want when you're in here. We want you to live exactly like you live in your real life. It's like, okay. <laughs> I had this, go to I work. Lived in LA. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought like, oh, so I can like work. I can, I can go to work if I want. And they're like, Dick, you can do, we want you to be you. I was like, all right. Looking back on it, I see how stupid it is that I would take that for anything but just lies. Because <laughs> they're like, they're producers. Like, I didn't know anything about Hollywood at uh -huh. all at the time. I was just some stupid software programmer hmm. working up in the, the boondocks of Valencia, California. Um, but now knowing what I know now, it's just producers just lie constantly. Uh, and all they want to do is make the TV program. But I got in there and then it was just give us your give us your your uh, give us your computer. Give us your phone. Give us everything you got. Um, and we're going to fuck with you for a week. Um, you know, and try to try to try to make our narrative. So at the end, like you could see their questions as, as we went through the week going from asking things to, to set you up for like softball incendiary statements. Like, so what do you think the worst part about women is? Like that was day one. <laughs> I was like, oh man, I got this. I got this. I got this. <laughs> then day five, it was like, what would you tell your mother? If she were here and it was like, saying, <laughs> what would you tell like this, this? And it's like, oh, my God, like this is this actually I know this is just like a joke, but this is getting kind of hard to not because <laughs> <laughs> I know how you guys are going to cut this. You're going to cut this like I'm like I like you won. And I would rather kill myself than look like Dr. Phil. Like, I got to show this. Fuck the world. I got to show this to like my dad and my friends. <laughs> and if and if it looks like Dr. Phil won, I am gonna get made fun of for the rest of my life. <laughs> You're not getting this out of me. Like so it was like turning it was like being a politician, like just lying and reframing and twisting everything. Oh, I reject the premise of your question. Let me tell you where you let me say <laughs> exactly. you straight about women. My mom's it, kind exactly. of a dude. So stupid. <laughs> <laughs> She'd get that. Never mind. But it was it was still people trying to make a, a stupid reality TV show, so they got their clips out of it. How quickly was the illusion shattered, or did you have any illusions going into it that it would be honest at all? 
I'd never watched the program. Um, I never watched the show. I thought, uh, I, I underestimated how many people it takes to make like bullshit television. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, it's like a lot of people, like dozens of people. The, the, they set you on Doctor Phil. They set you up in in rooms where they have like you versus your opposite like the per this is therapy by the way it's you versus your opposite and then they've they've got a one-way mirror and on the other side of that mirror they've got psychiatrists and producers just watching you and like every once in a while they'll come out and throw out an incendiary topic for you to talk about and they'll, like the whole house the whole doctorville house is like a like a fun house where every part of every wall can be pulled away and then like a $300,000 camera will appear and start tracking you from a guy like you've never seen this you're just you're talking with somebody like normal and then it'll be like shoop and this jet this like guy <laughs> <laughs> where the fuck did you come from like what are you that was a weird the whole the whole thing was surreal uh down to like the last day when ev everybody else was fixed because everybody else caved like they 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 march you from place to place they make they force you to repeat shit until like until you, they've got the story that they want but i was the only one that wouldn't do it i don't know why just because i had a book just, just because i didn't want my friends to make fun of me that's what drove me <laughs> not joking that's what drove me through the whole thing is like when i when you get out of this man you can't tell these like you can't narc on yourself you got to keep this going because your friends are going to make fun of you when you get out of this like you got into this you got to bullshit your way out of it they can't do it to you just like just find that little hateful center in you and hold on to it tight and let them take everything else take it <laughs> deny it but just keep keep repeating the thing but Men this is the mantra women, from V for Vendetta. Am <laughs> <laughs> I else remembering this? Yeah, is, is it? Is it? Is it's, yeah. I'm remembering Last Man Standing with Bruce Willis when he's getting beat. That's what I was like. And, and I like my my to my hubris. I brought in. I brought in DVDs. I thought I was gonna watch while I was in the house. Like I brought in pajamas. And then you get in there. <laughs> of course, there's no DVD player. There's not even a fucking window because it's a casino of emotion that's it there's nothing in there no tv no music nothing there's one book to read in the dr phil house and it's how to lose weight by dr phil mccall <laughs> fucking cookbook written by the fattest man on television <laughs> all, all fucking house and you're and dude six days later when the, when it was time to leave and they played the producers god bless them that it was time to leave they played here comes the sun and i when music <laughs> hit my first time i thought i was having an auditory auditory orgasm like it was like i had never felt and like when I watch people defect from North Korea and I see them cry and break <laughs> down, I'm like, I fucking know what you're feeling, you bitch. Like I've been there too. I know exactly what you feel like. Uh, that was the height of my hubris. But they come out of no. The producers come out of nowhere to try to break you down for the entire time. Um, I forget what the what the question was. It was a weird. It was a weird experience. And it's like that's how the sausage is made, the Doctor <laughs> Phil house. 
That's hilarious. Uh, That's, That's incredible. Really I bet they really had to... Like, I know you forged ahead and didn't give in with it, but I bet they had an actual internal meeting after that where oh, they were like, all right, we've got to make sure that nobody pulls this ever again. No, no, let me tell you. First of all, they made money on the whole thing. So if anybody's having a meeting, it's we need to get idiots like this. Like, that's <laughs> after that, they started doing, like, they started going for lunatics. Like, the cash me outside chick. Like, they st- the, after, after me, they started trying to get fucked up stuff because they're like, this idiot... It doesn't matter if he's fake. Like everybody's watching to hear this this fucking moron make a, make an ass of himself. Uh, they had they sent out this questionnaire before we got into the house, and it was like, it was the dumbest dumbest of all the questionnaires I've ever taken for work or anything in my life. It was the dumbest questionnaire I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. It was like name, address, um, what's your favorite color, what's your greatest fear, and I remember feeling that like, what do you mean, what's my greatest fear? <laughs> uh, why do you guys like? What is this? What is the value of this? Uh, question number three: Who is the least? Who would you hate to have dinner with the most? What would you most hate? To, I was like, oh, okay, I, I know what this is. This is like do my job for me. The producers want you to make their show for. Sure enough, I put shit like heights I'm afraid of, spiders I'm afraid of, and I found out later that they had this whole skydiving thing planned for me, Doctor Phil had a skydiving day planned for me that they wanted to make me skydive so they could get footage of me pussing out and like loop that in with the rest of I don't know the the psychotherapy uh but they changed it at the last moment because they said he will not chicken out like he's not gonna do this guy is too this guy's too fucked this guy's too he's too he's too deep into character we can't commit a skydiving mission because he'll just do it he'll just do it and make a funny oh yeah yeah, they were right. Yeah. That, that motivation were... of not wanting to be mocked endlessly by your friends Strong. is more powerful than love. Oh, it's worth at least nine hate. pounds so far. It will it will do <laughs> so many things. Just the thought of like, am I gonna get shit on by my friends forever? Yes. All right, well then I need to make a lifelong change here. My dad, my sister would have made oh would have made fun of me forever for thinking for being out of my element, for being in over my head. It would have been a it would have been way too embarrassing. How many brothers um, and sisters do you have? I just have one sister. One That's, sister? It's, it's, it's too many. <laughs> <laughs> was, how, did, uh, how did Tyra compare to Dr. Phil from that perspective? Was it Tyra pretty much the same retarded. shit? Tyra Banks, I love her. She's beautiful. But uh, she's got, in her audience, she's got three people holding up uh, gigantic poster boards with like interesting questions to ask her guests because she can't do it on her own. And she ignores all of them. So you have the worst television on the planet. Like, I'm sitting there, because I'm. By, by the time I got to Tyra, I was like, oh, let's, <laughs> let's go, bitch. Here we go. Here we go. I know how to do this. I've just, I just knocked Dr. Phil's ass out. And by the way, on Dr. Phil, I got a mysterious call from a, from a guy who worked on the show. Who He's like, he called me up on like right before Christmas. He's like, hey, is this, is this dick? Yeah, man, who the fuck is this? He's like, hey, man, I'm not supposed to get your number. I'm not supposed to have your number, but I'm a guy. I was a PA on, on Dr. Phil. I was one of the camera guys. I got your number, and I just want to say, when you were arguing with Phil, like in the back, it was like, because we all fucking hate him. It was, like watching, <laughs> it was like watching the Super Bowl, like watching you guys argue. We were like, yeah, every time you nailed him with a point. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. So I'm going into the Tyra thinking it's going to be an, an environment like that. Um <laughs> But it's like, but 
she's she's very sweet, I guess. I don't know. But what, looking at so I'm I'm going in there and I'm reading all the cards that they're trying to show her are the questions to ask. Like ask him this. This will really fuck him up. Ask him this. I'm like, okay, I got an answer for that. I got an answer for that. I got a funny answer for that. I hope you answer this. And she's she's just pulling questions completely out of her ass. <laughs> like, oh, what kind of girl do you like? And I'm like, what the fuck? What kind of question is that? All of them. I don't know. Tyra, you're really... This is TV for you. Like, I just wanted to stand up in the middle and go, this is television? This is your... This is what you're doing with your name? You, I mean, what are you even doing? You're taking up a half... You're taking up an hour spot from who? From, <laughs> doing nothing? Doing nothing? That's what you ask? This is horse shit. This is horse shit. All these people here are relying on you to make good television. I you're wish you said that. that. This is good TV. I should have said that. <laughs> yeah. They probably would have edited it out. They probably wouldn't have aired that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that part might not have made it on. Uh, you know? yeah. But six months later, you'd get a call from some random PA. Dude, when you, when you told Tyra... <laughs> nah, she's probably got a team of sycophants over there. She might. Uh, the, yeah. the, the, the weird network of sycophants is crazy. But, you know, they're producers, so they hop around from show to show. Um, I talked to a bunch of them after the fact, after they moved on from film. Because uh -huh. they got a high turn rate on that show. That seems like such a ham-handed, silly way to, like, intro you with questions. Back to the Dr. Phil thing you were saying of, like, what's your biggest fear? Who do you not want to have dinner with? Like, how, how retarded do you have to be to not know you're being set up with that? Like, if you put... Oh. Like, day well, one, you'd walk in and they'd be like, oh, surprise to chauvinist Dick Masterson. He's going to go have a dinner in the snake house at the zoo with Hillary Clinton. It's like, oh, oh, oh his <laughs> biggest nightmare. What what a rage thing. I, he didn't see this coming. Like, no, of course. Like usual, course. you're overestimating people because two of the chicks put they didn't want to have dinner with a nudist because it would be so reprehensible to them. A nudist showed up. They lost their minds and they sued CBS about it for like fall they won and got the episodes wiped from the earth so i have a bounty of a thousand bucks for anybody who can reproduce those and find those episodes from me because cbs had to like legally remove them from syndication <laughs> so yeah basically everybody fell for it so that's, what, some, that's out there somewhere on a dvr all of the, you know it uh, is it, it's just like those bitcoins just like those bitcoins on that hard drive out there somewhere. Also somewhere are the lost Dick Masterson files. <laughs> yeah. And they're worth half a bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, you can find them. I'll pay you. Or by the time this airs, probably a sixth of a bitcoin. All right. All right. Yeah, I saw the well, bitcoin keep someone out up, there. Huh? That's find great. It. Yeah, someone's making money. I, 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 I think I read that like $100. What was the number? It was some, some menial amount of bitcoin like in 2007 was worth 70 million dollars now or something yeah it's Jesus, about a thousand bucks of bitcoins in 2010 it's worth um, like 36 million dollars now of currency read, that doesn't exist i read the top part of the wikipedia page for bitcoin like six times yeah. trying to understand what the fuck is going on and what this is and who's who's to gain Who's solving these puzzles and whatnot? <laughs> and, and at the end of every single paragraph, I'm like, I, I'm just gonna it's continue to use cards and cash. I have no idea what this <laughs> means. Like, and then like we were talking about it just the other week, and none of us have any idea. We're like, I guess you, you mine it, like an like uh, you use the internet, which is a series of tubes to, to plant into the, the 
the mining <laughs> apparatus and then you just churn through like what like, but, but, yeah. who, but at the end of it does it go like ding like a like a easy bake oven and you're like oh my god my bitcoin's here like what yeah. do you what do you and then what do you do with it do you go on amazon and they go i'm sorry we don't take your ridiculous <laughs> cryptocurrency you're gonna have to buy uh weird porn on the dark web with this or an assassin <laughs> You know, <laughs> what else are you going to do with that shit? I have no idea. You can buy anything. You can convert it to dollars. Well, I've, yeah, that's not as funny an angle, though. Yeah. Okay. As an yeah. assassin. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to my girlfriend about it. She said the same thing. Like, well, how hard are these puzzles? I'm pretty good at puzzles. So hard that your computer would take 170 <laughs> years. <laughs> yeah. Fundamental misunderstanding about the nature of these puzzles. If you, honey, were a supercomputer, you could probably knock one out in a few weeks, probably. Yeah. And, you know? Yeah, that's uh, we 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 went on that for a while. I think at the end of it, we all knew more about Bitcoin than when we went in. Like, like I, for me, like visualizing, visualizing the math problem helped. Like I just like I said, like a marker board full of those things. And once you get this far through, you you've uncovered this much digital currency. That's an interesting. All I need thing. to know is what like, so do me the math. So I missed it, right? I missed the time to get in. Okay, thank you. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, because like I feel like now we must be in kind of peak Bitcoin, right? Or we're past the point where you should have purchased it. Because now, what if you drop a grand on one of these fucking Bitcoins, and then three weeks from now, they go, oh yeah, that whole thing, well, it was really an experiment, and now a bunch of economists are giving ass-backwards pseudoscientific explanations, like, oh, hindsight's twenty twenty, but I actually saw this coming for six months prior, <laughs> and like, whatever the fuck those, those assholes so say. we have like, Trump they, coins now. Trump did his own cryptocurrency. It's Trump coins. Ah, fuck. Well, didn't see that coming. <laughs> the puzzles are... Almost impossible. <laughs> <laughs> They're the best puzzles. I've Everybody says I do a lot it. of puzzles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ped start off every morning with a Sudoku. We think it gets our main sharp. You know? <laughs> 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 he was very resistant to it. He has come around. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, Trump coins. Who knows? Maybe that's I'd the thing. Trump coins? I'd invest in that cryptocurrency. Yeah. I'd buy at least one just to have. So in like, I don't know. Forty years, you could you could show it to someone. By that point, it might be worth millions. I got lots of campaign buttons that I got at that uh, campaign rally or whatever I went to. Uh, it was it was shitty that the weather was bad. That he got delayed flying in and was like two and a half hours late. His plane was doing lat circles, and uh, otherwise, apparently, donuts. I would He calls them donuts. Things. He does call them donuts. Uh, does he? Just, yes. <laughs> and they. I bet um, he does. But, I'm but, choosing to believe it. <laughs> I lost my whole train of thought. Kyle. I was going to get the button. I was going to sign my button, but it didn't work out. If, mm. if, if he hadn't been late, he'd have been able to sign the button. I was very late. Oh, dude, I got my hat signed by Trump Ooh, on the USS Indianapolis in Long Beach Harbor. And I had to chicken wing so many reporters. Like, I posted, when he was done with his speech, I posted up on the opposite side of the dais just because it was empty and I could see where, like, he was, where the, his handlers were taking him. So I was like, all right, motherfucker, I'm going to get. I'm I'm getting this thing signed. Like I don't care. I'm either getting dragged out of here. I'm getting Trump signed. This is in the early days. This is when during the primary still. Mm -hmm. So I posted. You've been drinking a bit, right? Oh yeah. (laughs) I had I had my Popeye strength. Like da 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 da. Glug 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 glug. (laughs) So I posted up there, and they start screaming at him, and they're coming around, and I'm like boxing them. Like I'm trying to like divert them, and pretty soon it's like a it's like a flood of of humanity just sweeping me away and all i had was 
I was flapping my hat around and I thrust it at him. Um, <laughs> as like in the middle of a sea of microphones, I thrust my hat at him and he he happened to grab it and I was like, he was signing and I was like, hey, hey, hey. I got right in his face for some because I was drunk. I don't know. <laughs> and I said, Hey, 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 you gotta win. You gotta win. <laughs> <laughs> and I was it was like I knew it came out way like way more aggressive than I <laughs> and he gave me a, he gave me a look like are you fucking crazy or and I knew I knew I had fucked up but I was like just like stay like just stay stay the course stay the whole, don't apologize don't apologize no. he, he gave me a look like uh and then he gave me another look he's like oh, okay you're just too hammered and he gave me an affirmative he's like yeah <laughs> Yeah, he gave me a nod and he handed my hat back and I was like, boom, that's it. It's Who wants win. to fucking touch me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was all that's awesome. That 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 whole campaign would there are gonna be so many movies. Like, like 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 we just lived through this, so I feel like we're all like, Yeah, yeah, so Trump won last year. This is gonna be talked about for a century. Like like some crazy Donald Trump winning the presidency so, and the way he did it and everything that that's attached to that. It is a big deal, and I think it's going to be talked about for a long time. There's going to be a lot of movies made about this. There's going to be books written about this, and it, and we're just started, right? We're at like day 120 or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good times. I, 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 every little thing he does is news, right? Like I, I just saw him shove the prime minister of Micronesia out of the way. I oh, know Montenegro, Montenegro out, out of the way. You know, to, hey, I'm up here. I, I love his body language. He's like. Get up here. <laughs> Motherfucker, what's your GDP? What's your GDP? He's like a kid on call. Dude. What's your KD, bitch? What's your KD? Trump's like, what's your GDP? Huh? Huh? You know, they don't even calculate that shit in dollars. That guy just like, got into NATO. Like it was his first I NATO feel- conference ever, and Trump fucking <laughs> alphaed him like an asshole. Place. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> that was Trump's first, too. You got to keep that in mind. He can't be letting some bullshit country like. Get up yes, in there in his spot. Yeah. yeah, no one would oh. be talking about it if he was... Clear stubs. I None. feel like he has no idea about, like, a lot of those little countries that are in those groups where they'll be like, hello, I'm Montenegro. And he'll be like, that's a wonderful city. I've been to Portugal many times. <laughs> and they'll be like, like what? Like, no, 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 it's a different country. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, uh, I got the big 20, you know, what I buy a lot. You know, that's it. Like, I really don't feel like he goes in there knowing a lot of that shit. Like, what are uh, the big points, Mr. Trump? He names like three countries. <laughs> Trump is what happens Russia, when a low US, information voter US becomes US president. <laughs> Britain, England, the UK. Uh, <laughs> it's I, all the same Britain again. He is Kenny Powers. Yeah. Oh, oh, Kenny, I'm, I'm not uh, Taylor trying to be the best at exercising. <laughs> <laughs> What, has, has Woody or Taylor, I'm asking you in a weird way, ever watched um, that, that, that show with Kenny Powers? What's it called? I'm, I'm, I'm Vice spacing Principal out. or something like that? I don't know. The one. original one. Kenny Powers? Hired baseball player. He's down, down east and, and down. Yeah. He's bound and down. I've seen that. I've seen some of yeah. that. I like that a lot. You know what's a real fucking jip? And if anyone who has seen it, uh, you'll remember this. His his girlfriend or like love interest. I think her name's April. Maybe the whole time. Yeah. So you can't think of that. Huge boobs. The actress has. There's yeah. an episode where she pulls him out, and it's a body body double. Those aren't her titties. I like that though. Really. I like that they kept him secret and also gave you a little bit of boob. She's like, okay. Then mm. some other person. I'm yeah, anti body double. Let me, let me follow up with Dick on that. Then do you watch Game of Thrones at all? No, I don't. No? Okay. 
Well, never mind that, because Daenerys, the lady who's the dragon lady who everybody's always talking about her tits, she's refusing to show her tits anymore. And mm, so she, 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 again. No, no, she showed him again. She showed him she again, yeah. Last season. She pushes all the, the, the urns down. She burns everybody alive, and the whole building burns down. And then she comes out naked, topless, all sooty and stuff. That was her. That's her, the, like, Mortal Kombat finishing move. She just, like, creates a big fire, everyone burns, and she walks away. She's done it once. I, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I guess I'm well, counting the time out. she was on the pyre. Right? I, I need yeah. to, I can't, um, the amount of money I waste every year to get fucking HBO for this one show is retarded. Like I, there, there's no other show on HBO still that I like, like Veep. <clears throat> now that used to be pretty funny. I thought not anymore. Silicon Valley, I thought that was hilarious the first couple seasons, and then it, like, I guess they changed writers or something, and now it sucks. Like there's, And other than that, it's just like the old shit that I love, like Band of Brothers, and I can find well, that. Well, I'm sure a few fans out there will hook us up with an account so that we can get on board with that free HBO game because it's not offered in my area. I'd be, I'd happily pay for it, but I can't. I don't have a cable provider to input. There's no Cox Digital Media here. So I need you to slip me those details. I need mm. your, the, the email and the password and such. And, you know, I, I won't do anything nefarious with it. I won't even give it to ta- – I'll give it to Taylor, okay? I'll give, I'm not going to give it to Woody, though. I mean, it's, it's not going to go that far. But, but I just need the I, – I need it. You I got- you betrayed my confidence seven years ago when I gave you HBO – or six years ago when I gave you HBO Go password. I gave so it to, like, one person. I gave it oh, to Kitty. Okay, well, then you gave it to, like – Oh, Kitty gave it the to most, me. The most, like <laughs> – <laughs> That's where I got mine. I got mine from Kitty. And she said, don't right? give it to anyone else, and I didn't. It was unbelievable. That account, <laughs> it, it, it was the family of a guy I played on his hockey team in high school. I got it from someone who was about 10 generations down from him <laughs> to where my buddy Mike was like, oh, you don't have HBO Go? Dude, take this. This is Billy's account. And I'm like, Billy? Billy that I haven't talked to in four years? Billy's yeah, man. And then immediately I'm like, oh, well, you know, Kyle and friends need this too because they want to watch Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. It got to the point that I think, I think we were the reason that HBO was like, we got one account. You could click on a brand new show and it would be, it has exceeded the number of allowed uh, streamers. Uh-huh. You know, let's uh-huh. try again later. And it, you and it got had to, to be quick on the fucking gun. I'm telling you, there were so many nights where my girlfriend and I would sit down at the, t- at the TV at like, I think it comes on at 10, but I'm not sure. At like 9.45, we sit there and start sitting. And the screen is on the page where you click watch. Um, but, 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 the, the, but, but it's watch on the previous episode because the new episode isn't even there to look at. Like it's channel page with a description and the thumbnail of whoever the fuck isn't even there yet. So you're just constantly refresh, 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 refresh for like the last three minutes up until the turn of the hour. And then it's like, play, 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 play. <laughs> you have exceeded the number of approved <laughs> viewers on this. And I'm like, I can't go any faster than that. No human can. I'm doing this like as it starts. And it can like four people can watch simultaneously. Not even close. I, I know always I was competing have to wait with the you next day. in real time where I'd be sitting at home like I know fucking Kyle's sitting there right now. And then you text me. I got it. And it's like, OK, well, you and two other people across the Midwest. You know, there are hundreds of us trying to find this <laughs> shit. Like, oh, God, that was uh. fucking annoying. I, I wish they would just make it easier to, to watch. Like, well, they, they tried, so, they, so they, they put out HBO, I get them a bit confused, I think HBO Go is what we want, that's what you need if you have, what you get if you have a cable subscription to tie into, but HBO Now is not HBO Now, it's HBO Later, 
That's what it should be called hmm. because you don't get to watch HBO now. You get to watch HBO later. Okay, yeah. the show comes out, and you're like, okay, let's wait a few days till they put it on there, and then we can watch the recording of it on HBO now. It's it's horseshit. Yeah, it should be called HBO when HBO is good and goddamn ready. <laughs> yeah. you know, like, when they are good and goddamn ready to give you the content, then you get it. But until so then, if, no. Try and if someone will share this with me, I, uh, I, I, I'll do whatever you want me to do. I certainly won't give it to anyone outside. This a good way whatever. to give Kyle a message is to send it to me on Reddit. And then I will pass it on to Kyle. The same is true if you have any packages you want to get to Taylor. To I've still wood. never gotten those packages that never showed up. Burnt I burnt them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, Did you really burn my packages? I literally <laughs> burnt them as, as part of a video to, to make an example out of people who treat me like your messenger. <laughs> so I got gifts sent to me yes. to Woody's house. And he uh -huh. just burned them. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, <laughs> homie, don't play that shit. <laughs> no, no, zero tolerance. Exactly. Yeah, I, I like, like, I, I don't know why, but it, like, I, I really didn't like it. Like, it genuinely hurt my feelings. Like, like, my, you know, I go, I go out there at the time I was on like the, the subreddit, interacting with fans every fucking day, right? Every day, probably not a comment existed on that on that subreddit that I didn't see. And uh, and then I give them my address and this and that. And it's like, you know, if these other guys don't want to interact with you, you don't send it to me who does so that I'll send it to them <laughs> who doesn't. You know, like, <laughs> that's not how it works. So that, that was what was burning yeah. in my head when they sent stuff to me. <laughs> Taylor yeah. froze. Oh, a different color or made a noise. Say that again. Am I good? Do you yeah, see me? Yes. You are good. And wow, both teams scored since I last looked. And it's still tied, but now it's 2 2. What are they playing? Hockey. Oh. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> Pittsburgh versus Ottawa. The winner goes to the Stanley Cup. And wow. uh, Pittsburgh is impending doom, it appears. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Someone Pittsburgh's, needs to win. Didn't, uh, didn't Secretariat win, win that last year? He the did. Stanley Cup? He did, yes. He did. And now yep. he's been Ran away with it. breeding ever since. <laughs> uh, all right. I got a topic. Attorney General Sesson Sessions charts course back to longer drug sentences. He wants to take people oh. to the top end Ooh. of the mandatory minimum sentencing laws. Man. Well, he knows what's right. <laughs> <laughs> Not in this case. I don't like Little that at all. Alabama justice. That's what this country needs. If there was one thing to make me turn my back on Trump, it is this Sessions going after drug shit. He could have ignored it. Mm -hmm. He could have eased it. He could have been a big talker and just not done anything. But if those guys go after drugs, uh, it's going to be the end. That's it's it, it, our. Insane war on drugs has cost us so much money and so much human life, so many human hours. Uh, it's, it would be a huge disappointment. And our war would, on drugs, of yeah. course, creates those billionaire despots down south of the border. Like, there's yeah. no reason for us to know about a guy named El Chapo. All right. Nope. The only reason we know about that fucker is because of our war on drugs that made him a billionaire. Yeah. Made we him one of the richest men on the planet. That whole thing. Like, we created that path for him to be like, oh. Well, there's a beautiful little power vacuum here. I think I'm going to take advantage of it. You know, like, yep. we set it up for him. Yeah, cocaine's not worth just... shit. You know what cocaine's worth, like, in Colombia, if you want some cocaine? 
Nothing. It's not worth shit. It's not yeah, worth like shit. pixie sticks. There. Every <laughs> every like uh, line, every step you take uh, north of Colombia, that cocaine is getting much, much, much more valuable every time you get to a country higher. The closer it gets to the United States, it, it's it's like twenty thousand dollars a kilo, right? So like it's t- roughly ten thousand dollars a pound or something like that. So, but when you're in Colombia, it's it's just pennies because it's not worth fucking all fucking shit. It's not worth anything. You think people in Colombia do a huge amount of coke because it's so cheap? Probably not, right? Because I, I, I think maybe in the U.S. it's kind of it was especially in the '80s, right? It's kind of prestigious thing. A lot of Wall Street guys were doing it because it was expensive, probably as much as because they liked the high. Whereas there, it's just like incredibly cheap, random thing like caffeine. Like yeah, is cocaine is as popular as it used to be because with Adderall and with ADD medicine coming back. about. Cocaine is coming back. I've, I've noticed that. Like, 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 there wasn't any coke when I when I was like 20, but, 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 like, by the time I was 25, 28, in there, like, there was coke everywhere. Everybody I can never get a coke. vibe for how dangerous a drug is, right? Like, when I was uh, in high school, I didn't do drugs, but pot, of course, is popular. Pot's always been popular, but um, what's is it LCD? It's not LSD. LSD, LSD on little paper tabs were very popular. LSD is one of the safest ones. And mushrooms if were you're... very popular. I think mushrooms I just read recently is the most safest. They, yeah. um, you, you've heard that too. Yeah, they were just they were ranking the drugs by the per capita visits to the emergency room. Like how many people tried it ended up in the ER. And uh, they need to also in that count have things like ridiculous visits like if somebody gets really high on pot and they show up like i feel like you know my eyes are gonna fall out they're so dry and they're like get out of here here's some visine like that shouldn't count against pot you know yeah like it was just somebody freaking yeah, out well, there's never actually... been a marijuana death ever yeah it should be I mean, medical there have been people who got high and did stupid stuff and died but it's not like you know you overdosed on pot but yeah. so, so when i was a kid lsd and mushrooms on top of pot now i feel like it's um, cocaine, pot, and opioids, maybe? Those are real I, I, bad Like Vicodin, yeah. cauliflower, or uh, what, did cauliflower? Lo- 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 what did Rush Limbaugh call his, his drugs? Oh, Cabbage. Oh, cabbages, sorry. Cam- cabbage. I need some more cabbages. You know that's why his hearing went, right? It, mm-hmm. it was from the yeah. opioids. Yeah. yeah. That fucking cunt. Can you imagine um, how hard... It was for Rush Limbaugh to take a shit for years. Like that, <laughs> that guy, that's why that so wild and eating as much as he does. Like every, oh. it must have been a grueling endeavor every day as he's <laughs> <laughs> preparing to end that three hours. I show imagine him on like a hover slide, like Jabba the Hutt, and he just gets schlepped around, <laughs> chugging oh, down Mexican. Sustained where he went, like a wet spot. You can tell yeah. he's been there. How bad is yeah. cocaine for you? Because during its comeback, when I was a kid. They acted like cocaine was heroin. Like it was, you know, they they, they had. Um, it's very addictive, and you w- and it will fuck up your heart. You can uh, you can inject cocaine. You can sm- you can make. Um, we had a guy come to my high cocaine. school that could put something through his nostril and out the other side. Apparently, cocaine burnt the middle out, yeah. the septum. Yeah, that's from. No, a, that's I saw somebody on Jackass do that with a condom. Oh, you know what? That's a good point to the coke use. Actually, you know. <laughs> that actually doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no drug is as dangerous as tobacco yeah. and alcohol. That's the like the most dangerous drugs are the ones that are completely legal. Tobacco, alcohol, and every single prescription drug that they just gin up out of a computer and then patent and say, here, this will cure your depression. Oh, it makes a bunch of people suicidal. 
Uh, well, yeah, they were know, already depressed. You can't blame me. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. all the ones, all the ones that are that are illegal and funding the enormous war are just like either a competitor to you know everybody. Like the weed, the the war against weed is is uh, it's funded. It's fundamentally racist to control Mexicans and blacks who were way more into weed because it's free and a different kind of high than liquor, and a competitor to and hemp is a competitor to like you know everything, like every kind of textile we got. So we got to wipe this out, um, and then you got all the like you got all the the fun drugs. All the like uh, uh, MDMA, mm-hmm. L uh, LSD, who are just like nobody's gonna fight them because it's just a couple people doing them, but they're not dangerous. I, 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 it's so frustrating to hear. Yeah, some of those things are just mind expanding. They just give you an experience with no negative side effects, or or or, yeah. or they don't make you a, a. You don't lose control of yourself the next day. You're not a crazy person now. Bad, you don't but... have physical symptoms. And even with the cocaine, like it requires cocaine abuse to get that nose thing. That's years of heavy use that most people can't even afford, right? Because it was very I, expensive yeah. back then. I had this you guys like, remember that casual friend video? in high school. Let me let me do this real quick. And yeah. uh, we went off to college, and then like after our freshman year, you know, we find ourselves back in our hometown. And he said that he did a ton of LSD that he flunked out of college. And that um, he was catching trails. So now he's working construction. And, like, if you'd hit, like, a, a nail and it would fling off in, like, the direction, he'd see it, like, five times. Like, zoom, 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 zoom. And uh, he attributed that to the LSD, like, at least temporarily kind of fucking his brain up. I, I, I've heard about stuff like that. Yeah. I've also heard, like, I remember it was either a video or a teacher that told me during class where they were, like, <clears throat> ecstasy, which it makes holes in your brain. Like, I'm sure everybody's yeah. here that where it's like it, the example was like it's like taking an ice cream scoop and and pulling out a chunk of your brain when you use ecstasy. And then when, like, you meet people that have done ecstasy and they don't have big scoops of their brain missing, you just start to do the thing that kids do where you're like, well, maybe heroin isn't that bad. Maybe it was just a bunch of a, bunch, a big kerfuffle that these, yep. you know, sticks in the mud are, are talking down. I'll give it a go. Or South give Park dealt with this go. best, right? Like South Park did a marijuana cheesing. episode. Yeah, cheesing. Uh, I did. I remember the speech at the end where they're like, you know what, marijuana is not that dangerous for you, but it makes you okay with being bored. And you do that too long, and before, you know, after a while, you realize you're not good at anything. And that was like the South Park speech. And I was like, oh, you know, that, that, that seems like an accurate representation of the dangers of too much pot. Yeah. Well, they're definitely the dangers are. of too much the ice cream. Too much internet are too. much worse though. The dangers of too much ice cream are much more shocking and disgusting. I would wager. Maybe pot and ice cream go hand in hand. Would you rather be addicted to pot or addicted to ice cream? <laughs> I would pot, rather probably. be addicted to pot. Yeah. yeah, pot for sure, because ice cream is going to... You can hide your, your marijuana addiction as you're going out and about throughout the day. <laughs> yeah. Over time, a little smart mouth and you're out of the town. <laughs> yes, a little smart mouth. <laughs> yeah, but you, just, you get addicted to ice cream and people are going to start noticing. Yes, like, that's, that's true. The, that's the difficult thing more than other addictions about food addiction is that you can't even lie and say like, yeah, it's been going better. Like, you know, I'm I'm making better decisions. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm uh, I, I'm I'm really taking some time to cook and and, and oh, meal prep. I'm very into meal prep now. And it's like, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. We, we can see you lying. If you're, you're lying to me. Five years without sh- without too many calories, you can see. And it's like, no, no that pendant don't mean shit, bro. You're you're 400 pounds. You're 400 yeah. pounds. I can see it. If I can they're see big enough, they lie. 
all the super I mean, big what's guys the most do? annoying addiction? That's what we need to. Is mm. it because I think it's fidget CrossFit. spinners? Okay. Uh, CrossFit. <laughs> that's the. It's a very. It's a. That's a very prevalent addiction. And it's under the guise of health, right? But it's very like, annoying. I don't. Do you like have CrossFit. a bad experience with a CrossFit person or people? I've only trying... had bad experiences with <laughs> CrossFit addicts. <laughs> like trying to proselytize to you. Uh, no, they're just very proud of themselves. I don't know. I don't have anything beyond that. They like their way, and uh, they they don't think yours is uh, quite as good. They always want to talk about like what they're what they're doing. They always want to preach like Jehovah's Witnesses. Prospect. The way that they do pull-ups uh, irrationally bothers me. When you watch, <laughs> really? like, if you watch like a cross, if you go on YouTube and type in like CrossFit pull-ups, they like basically turn their body into a worm and like wiggle their way up, like back and forth, <laughs> back and forth. Three. It's more like shaking. Five, it's more like sitting than pull seven, and it's like no, none of those counted. You you cheater! Like you're just using the energy of your legs to swing yourself up over and over. Have like, you seen the video should... of the guy who counts them? It, 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 there's a CrossFit guy, and he's doing the worm, and it, he's kind of got this rotation going on his pull-ups, right? And then, the, but the guy grabbed the video with his own voiceover, and he's like zero. 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 <laughs> Zero. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, none of those are pull-ups. Zero. <laughs> they, had a, uh, they had a push-up contest on the Howard Stern show where they challenged their, uh, their audio engineer, who was a really out-of-shape guy. Stern basically bet him that, I, don't, I, I may have the numbers a little off, but Stern basically bet him that he couldn't do 10 push-ups, 15 push-ups, whatever it was, $10,000. He's like, you can't do it. Look at you. You can't. It's I know a long time ago I might have seen this. <laughs> was it Scott? Yeah. Yeah, it's got the yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Scott the engineer. Yeah. So they 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 they're gonna see if he can do it, right? So he he's working out for it's a short period of time, a few weeks, two weeks, three weeks, four, something like that. And he's got this silly trainer who's got him all pumped up, and the trainer's like they're they're all chanting when he finally yeah. starts cranking him out. And so no Oh no. It's, it's tumultuous. Everybody's screaming. There, there's noise everywhere. You can't tell what's going on. And Scott is cranking these push-ups out, but they're not real push-ups. He's not going all the way down. He's not coming all the way up. It's horse shit. And there's a referee there, but he's just some punk kid with a striped shirt and a whistle. Like, <laughs> of course. <laughs> and so he gets them done. He cranks out like 17 or whatever in the in the allotted time. And that was like enough to win the bet. But they're all like, no, nah, those didn't count. And he's like, I did them, they count. He's like, you go back on this bet. He's like screaming <laughs> at Stern. Like, don't, you, you go back on your word. He like, he like screams back at Stern. Everybody's like, whoa, whoa. And, and eventually Stern paid him off. But yeah. anybody who saw you know, Scott the Engineer cannot do 10 real push-ups, I mean, much less 17. He had Casey demonstrate what a push-up was supposed to look like. Yeah. Yeah, and he had could do one. It was like Radu, this weirdo that had him doing like ballet, and instead of just <laughs> doing push-ups, like okay, you can do one today. Let's see how many you can do tomorrow. He was just having him do like weird exercises to build up to it. No. There's no way to win when you try and bet your friends. Like I bet you can't do 20 pull-ups. I bet you can't. And Navy Seal. Someone on Push Up 29 will start being like the Jesus Christ of analyzing mistakes <laughs> and, and weaknesses. And now nah, he didn't quite straighten up there. That doesn't count. Again, like, there's no way to win those fitness bets I've found. Scott's was so bad, though. I hate Scott the <laughs> yeah, engineer. I, although at this point, I don't like Stern anymore. I don't feel like. I, I, really? I feel like, That's uh, a big change. A lot. Yeah. How come? Right. I felt like that for like a year now because of that uh, that Marcy lady who came in who wrote the book right. and, and 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 like he treats her like a guru. She comes in, um, 
Gary had been asking Stern for a bigger office for years. Gary, his producer, who's been with him for like 30 years or something like that, always asking Stern for a bigger office. Marcy comes in. She's given Gary's office, made the producer of the show. Gary is keeps keeps the title and like to, to not be humiliated, I guess, but gets moved oh, into Stern's another got office. A new producer? Yeah. Well, it's this Marcy oh, lady. She's a huge no. influence on the show. That's why you don't have Gary the retard. That's why you don't have like the the gay effeminate voice from Stern or the black voice from Stern or any of that non politically uh, correct stuff from Stern before. That's why you don't see Stern going after celebrities as much and giving them a hard time. That's why you don't see Gilbert Godfrey on the show. Um, God, he was that's, the best. Of course, he the Gilbert Godfrey. Would, I remember there's this call where Gilbert Godfrey's the host, and this Jewish lady who had like her parents were in the Holocaust calls in, and Gilbert's a Jew, and Gilbert's yeah. like, ah, they cooked him in the oven, your parents. You know, he's just like he's like no mercy, like pull out Connor a kike and stuff, like like just to rile her up, and she's just like, ah, just like melting down. All of that's gone. So Marcy comes in, gets Gary's office, immediately gets the office made bigger because she wants a bigger Aww. office. Lots that sucks. of. And, and just the content of the show has changed a lot. Like, 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 I don't. I like the celebrity interviews sprinkled into my insanity. I really enjoyed when we'd get like, I don't know, Gary the retard involved or any Ronnie other the limo pack. driver. I, I, I think Ronnie's a real piece of shit in real life. Yeah. Like, like I have a hard time. Like, just <laughs> Dick's like, yeah. When, <laughs> when you, like, it, it seems like if you just ask like, Ronnie, how's your day going? Like he just starts up here with like, I'm a cunt. Like, how dare you ask me how my, what, what, is something wrong with my day? Like, you don't think I can have a good day? I have yeah. good days all the time. What's wrong with me that I can't have a good day? Why are you so concerned about my day? You know, and you're just like, you're a real piece of shit, Ronnie. Um, and I also think, like, I'm since you're a stern uh, listener and most people don't know who these people are, I think that, um, um, who's the, oh, fuck, what's his name? Stuttering John. No, who's the whack wow. packer who's the big, fat, uh, 400 Guy. Uh, one hand, Philip. I think Hyde Eric is a complete <laughs> character. Up. And a, yeah, I'm just making him up. <laughs> I think that Hyde Eric is a one complete fraud. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, they, they have medical expert come in one time, and like she was like, "Oh yeah, what high pitch Eric has is blah blah blah. It's when your vocal cords stay like this for your entire life, and that's why his voice is high. He can't help it, and that's just a lie, complete fabrication. And and you, you can hear him on voice. I know he's doing a voice because when they punished him by putting him in the fart chamber with Will the Farter yeah. farting in his face, his that. voice was up like 15 octaves or something. <laughs> Until he's like, please stop farting in my face. When normally he's like this. And that yeah. fart, not like when you, in, I know you can inhale helium and your voice gets higher. You can also inhale argon, I think. Don't do that, kids. You might die. And your voice will be deeper. And yeah. it was almost, it was like, I don't think he's inhaling enough methane from this man's ass that his voice is changing. Like, this isn't physics. It's Tim not able to carry on with his Like, the air he's thinks. inhaling is actually thicker enough yeah, yeah. to change the reverberation. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's not the case. So what I see here is, like, this guy can't keep up his fake accent, fake character, while he's being farted on continuously by this freak of nature. Um, the farting guy, he doesn't fart. He doesn't go... He is continuously with these disgusting farts, <laughs> and then he like gets into a position to like basically his asshole gapes open, and he intakes huge amounts of air into his asshole, and then he expels it, and he does this repeatedly and rapidly. So it's just long, disgusting. That's farts. not as bad as a real fart. In the same way that like I would rather somebody fill their mouth with water and spit it all over me than actually vomit on me. You know, like it's not actual ass air; it's just ass air adjacent. Like it's been, um, it's very briefly ass that, air. I, I saw a Stern episode a long time ago, 
where he was like competitive farting or something like that, and somebody pooped. There was there was a little uh, mishap. Course. Yeah. I the one where they had the guy come in and get vomited on, like that he was into that, like that that's what he liked. Uh, wow. We call it Roman shit, I think, which is a misconception because we found out, uh, you know, that based on the vomitorium thing, where people thought that that was a place where people went vomited, but it turns out that's just the exit of the fucking Colosseum. That's a vomitorium. But anyway, yeah, they had the guy come in, lay on the plastic, and this chick fucking like like throws up on him, and he's getting off on it. Of course, he's like, yeah, throw up on my body, and and Stern is gagging over there and stuff. At, that's what I want to see. That is the Howard Stern show. And I've said it before, but I'll say it again. When they sent Gary the retard to the moon in a cardboard box, <laughs> and and he was so retarded that not only did he believe he went to the moon, but he got scared. Now, that is radio. <laughs> that is radio. They got Gary the retard to the moon in a box, and then they had to extract him. They were like, oh, we better, we better bring you on back to Earth so you don't get any more scared and, and have, we don't have a retarded 40-year-old man crying on the air in front of 15 million people. So. There's a razor's edge between appropriately mocking a 40-year-old retarded man and going too far. I'm going to the moon! I'm going to the moon! That's what he was saying. That's, 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 that's accurate. That's not mockery. Wow. I, I believe you. Well, I was always more of an O&A fan, and that died too. Like a couple years ago, which sucks, but yeah, I need to try old Stern because everybody only talks good shit about it. Oh yeah, man, it's it, the best. It's real good stuff, and once you know like the the cast and crew and characters and recurring guests and the Whack Packers, it's you feel yeah. like a part of unity to ex some extent. You'll be listening to him, or I'll be listening to him driving, and it's like, oh yeah, that guy's on the phone. I know that guy's whole life history and all the things he's done and why he's a cunt. Will there be another radio star, or is it time for podcast stars? Oh, it's podcast time now. Podcast, Radio's right. done. Radio yeah. is done. Terrestrial radio is certainly done. Um, and I don't know. It seems like there's a lot of no. politics over at the satellite radio. Like I mentioned Oprah having a channel, but have ne having never been on it. And there's plenty of people who are like that. It's, it's kind of weird. Uh, but I think podcasts, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Also, it used to be the issue with podcasts back in the day. It was kind of the planning involved. You know, like if I was going to go on a drive, I'd pick the This American Lives I wanted to hear and stuff like that. Now it's all streamed. And everywhere you go pretty much has, you know, cell phone yeah. connection. There's just no reason to limit yourself as a consumer with Sirius XM anymore, where you'd be like, oh, you know, I'll just get this. But like, no, you could have anything at the touch of your fingertips easily on demand. You don't have to wait for a show to start. You don't have to, you know, deal with Sirius's shit. Like, I bet three years Sirius is, is gone. Oh, I don't Stern think so. They're growing. Sign. Three to five. Yeah, they're they're growing. not. Oh, without Stern. Post-Stern, it's going to be a weird thing. Stern kind of turns any kind of business model upside down as far as they're concerned. It's hard to, like, feel them out and see if that is a successful thing because Stern is there doing, like, what no one else could do. He brought an audience and just instilled them. And there are millions of them. It's like, I think it's 30 million subscribers. It might be 20 million. Yeah. But I think, well, it, I think he, they had 30 million not too long he ago. He buoys them up. So much Big that time. they can they can talk to you know advertisers or whatever and well, be see, like yeah we got like, we got thirty million listeners and it's like okay but if you're not gonna advertise on Stern show how many are gonna listen to it because if they're on the music stations they do what every person I've ever seen who had XM do and if a commercial come on, comes on with music you boop hit your next selected thing you'll make your way back yeah whereas you know if you're advertising on the Bebop and Tom show or whatever the fuck like how many people are listening to those two you know is it fraction. is it just a, an enormous sum on Stern and then got them like 50, implying got like that that is the whole base. 
You got like 20 million on Stern and then like 10 million scattered everywhere else, I bet. Or it may, the disparity may even, even be even bigger. I'm it's, processing it's this, and I think it's better. I'll tell you why. Like it, let's go to music, right? If you're a musician... You think podcasts are serious or better? I, I, I like the model of podcasts more. So if you go back to the 80s and you're talking about music stars, they sold CDs and tapes and cassettes and shit. And that, that, that was like what they did. And only the tippy tippy top of musicians could make a living in this right only the very elite and then they would do outstandingly well you know the kanye's of the day would be like billy joel or cindy Lauper or whatever michael jackson you go now selling cds and, and shit that's not really a business model but anyone who has any kind of following can get some kind of business model around this, right? You can be a tiny little reggae guy or folk singer or whatever. Like I like Frank Turner and, and there's, there's a career for a guy that's not the next Michael Jackson, right? There's a career for a podcast that has, you know, whatever, 150,000 people listening to it, 500,000 people. I don't even I think we have hundreds of thousands on the audio side, but anyway, there's a career for a podcast that doesn't have to be Howard Stern. You don't have to be, it's not like it's Howard, Opie and Anthony, and then nothing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's, there's room all in the middle. Who's the rapper we have on? Do we have Big Wax on? Herbal Tea? Uh, I yeah. Really like, I, 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 get them, I get them mixed up because they were together. But anyway, I really like his songs. Um, I don't know that he would have had a career in 1980 because you're either Kanye or you're washing dishes. But he has a career now. And... I like that. I like what like you know this generation business model is like. It's the platform, right? Like you've got your own platform. You don't have to deal with some record label of some or something like that, where there's just tons of corruption and those same type of producers that it's it's because now you go direct to the customer, right? Like we're not hoping Sony picks up this podcast. We have a, you know a platform and we can go straight to them. Just the Donald Trump model. I like it. You go right to the consumer with your message. Don't 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 let CNN. And their fake news filter it, and uh, no, 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 straight to the people. CNN the beat truth. Fox in the ratings. And so did it. So did the other network, whoever that is, MSNBC. Fox MSNBC was, was well. This is primetime ratings, not all day. But MSNBC was first, CNN was second, and Fox is now third. And Sean Hannity, who might be their top guy, Hammer Tucker, is now taking an abrupt vacation because this advertising yeah. is leaving him. Because they started leaving him. Yeah. I like what, how much because he's drumming up the those. fake news thing. It's the Seth They're, Rich thing. They're all dropping off bigly, to put mm-hmm. it that way. Like they all like CNN, MSNBC, CBS, all their news ratings going down, and Fox especially noticeable because obviously Bill O'Reilly leaving is like an enormous blow to them. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's I, I kind of get they a little all bit. Lee, I feel like seeing, MSNBC yeah, they is rising. You don't say that. It's it, it. They're not rising into like woohoo territory. They're just not like the others dropping so much has suddenly put msnbc in the game but they're none of them are doing well by by a standard of news and so it's it, i don't know it's it's i like seeing all those big titans of news kind of struggle because they you oh, know yeah. that they're feeling it they are afraid of the internet they're so terrified of of all the grassroots content that can be created on the internet that's even better than what they do more genuine than what they they do more relatable like I, they're, they're scared. the problem is that the grassroots con look the donald subreddit i don't know this conspiracy literally infiltrated by russians right like there's fake news (laughs) what yeah and they're reposting stuff that's made up all the time the donald subreddit went wild for that uh, Podesta child porn thing in the basement. Wait, 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 it's literally it infiltrated by Russians. What? Yes, yeah, that that's a thing. The mod team. 
not the mod team, the the posters. So there were Russians visiting there. Yeah, there's Jerry, Stephen, Adam, and Sergey. You know, they, the, the mod they manipulate <laughs> the votes and, and upvote things. This is like a thing that's been done. They're buying upvotes. And uh, um, they, they jump on fake. Like that Seth Rich thing that's going on right now has been debunked by PolitiFact, FactCheck, Snopes, and one I hadn't heard of called it's like interesting. Pointer the only or something like that. It's interesting. They're by the same paper. Are like they? Those are all, yeah, PolitiFact, Snopes. They're all like. All of those, sun, all of those webs. I mean, this is just my, this is just my feeling about it. But those are all, those are all owned by somebody, and that somebody has an agenda. Fox like News had a, had a guy saying the Seth Rich thing was real. That also came on Fox News and said there are gangs of lesbians raping schoolgirls. It happens. Wearing pink with pink guns. <laughs> look, I have look every night, every yeah. night. When, when, when just before I tuck into bed, I, I, I get on the internet and I find at least two. Sometimes five or six videos of that going down. Okay, I have watched mm -hmm. hours of content. Of Don't listen to him; he's Russian. Raping <laughs> these women. Um, I enjoy the content thoroughly, um, and I am a subscriber. Okay, uh, it, it's my favorite website. It's when, uh, I, I like the I like the the porn where it's like um, when Kyle watches this website or when Kyle learns of this news, it goes yang 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 yang. Yeah, I like the sorority hazing videos where like. The new sexy pledges, or like having to eat pussy to like get into gamma yeah. gamma pussy eater. Like, do they ever take you out of it by saying stuff that you know no college girl pledging would ever say? Where they're like, oh yeah, I love the taste of that pussy, and you're like, god damn it, no, you should be saying, but I have to go study for my midterm or something. You know, I don't have time for all this pussy eating. Or, like, but to circle back to, to Taylor's thing, the problem with everyone like <laughs> choosing internet news is people just choose their favorite news, and it's not necessarily vetted as true or false. The same thing as uh, TV news, though. Not like, conservatives exactly. go to Fox, liberals go to CNN, or far liberals go to MSNBC, or CNN but at this point. There's, but... like, when MSNBC blows a story, right, there's, there's like, uh, repercussions for that. It's a big embarrassment. People remember that time that CNN had the people acting like they were further apart than they were at the Boston bombing. People remember right now uh, Fox doing Seth Rich almost as a diversion away from the Russian story. But they get away with shit, too, so because, what? like... Oh, go ahead, Dick. But, but well, when, I you know, you never heard of me.com completely invents a story, then just, you know, another one fires up later. So I, I guess, Woody, I, I want to know, there's a... I think there's a difference between, like, uh, political news where it's either... where It's, like partisan bias news one or the other mm -hmm. and i agree with what you're saying um, self-selecting news is an issue yeah. yeah and then i'm i'm thinking like when you look at um the main mainstream media sh sh i guess to me surely there's a bias that you can never that you could that you could never stay on television because i'm a conservative guy mm -hmm. and i get i get everything i have i don't have any ads everything's patreon based and I feel like I pay a penalty for not for not going with the the mainstream media voice. I don't know if that makes sense, but is like you had something akin to that happen to you with UCB. Yeah, uh, I guess you 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 use the Seth Rich example specifically. Right. Do you think that that sh that should not have been broached by Hannity, and that advisors or the advertisers should have pulled out? 
So here's the Seth Rich background for people that haven't heard it. Uh, Seth Rich was working in the DNC. I think it's known that he's the one that leaked some of their emails, although I'm not sure about that part. No, no, no. It's not known? Okay, so it's suspected that he's the guy. Now, I was going to say what the controversy is, is that during the time that they were looking at him as being that guy, apparently he left his shady apartment at like 4 a.m. and was murdered. And, uh, And they don't know who murdered him, but... Um, was he robbed or not? I thought I remember saying he wasn't robbed. They said it was a robbery, but nothing was taken from him. Yeah, I've heard it's that a bad too. Robbery. Yeah, right. And um, uh, but there were other like similar crimes in that area recently. Like there, it's just a bad it's place to be. It's DC. Yeah. it's not the good part of DC. It's pretending the hive of one. scum and villainy. Yeah. So yeah. and he was outside. I think it was literally four a.m. and uh, and he got shot. And yeah, not robbed. I don't know. So uh, um, that's the deal with him. And there's no evidence that points to really anything. Like they don't know what the scoop is. His family seems convinced that he was just robbed and murdered, like everybody else. Did his family speak? Yeah, his family has asked Fox to stop politicizing this, to stop running this story. They feel like it's fake news. Um, where, where can I read that? I want to hear. But his about family that. also has been assigned a handler by the DNC to speak for him. As is, that's my understanding. This guy appeared out I've of nowhere and started. That. Yeah, I'm not saying it, it's wrong. Just that I haven't heard it. It's yeah. hard to keep up with everything. But um, but is. there's the Seth Rich. I tried to present both sides of it, you know, and it, and it is a little. If they're looking at this guy as being the leak, and then all of a sudden he dies, like that's a little scary, right? And um, yeah. Uh, but the Seth Rich thing isn't compelling to me. I, like, to me, just not what happened evidence. is, is yeah. the, like the Russian story really I'm, heated up, right? Flynn was literally a foreign operative paid by the Turkish government and the Russian propaganda arm advising Trump for uh, policies that would help Turkey, you know, like trying to like he, he was a full on like double agent, foreign agent type guy. But and he's registered I, as a foreign agent. Like this what? isn't a controversial. He, he registered right. as a foreign agent. He, he, retroactively. Well, what at the about time, the Russian thing, though? I, so to, to be story, fair, I think Russia and and Turkey would be opposed to one another. I don't know. So um, the, yeah, the story is heating up because Trump fired Comey and it's all anybody's talking about. And all Fox talks about is Seth Rich. Like, oh, well, the Democrats did that. And that, I think most people looking at that felt like it was a diversion tactic. I just, like, there's so little that has, like, hard evidence to it and so much that's just lying and implying in the space. Like, there's, I I see there's as much evidence that Seth Rich was murdered as there's actual collusion with Trump and Putin. Like, there's, there's not. There's so much implying, and this anonymous source maybe said this, no confirmation. Okay, well, that story is actually not that good anymore. We're going to just have a new one. There's a new anonymous source that we're going to report on from a leak. Okay, well, that one didn't go. There's a new one now. We're going to do that. Like, it's just like they're trying to bamboozle you like they do, like, doctors when they give a kid a shot, where they just, like, throw balloons out, and they throw tissues, and then they give the kid the shot, and the kid's like, oh, oh, oh there's balloons still, you know, and they, they just keep looking at it. Like, I see it Your like doctors that. doctors were and so much Seth, better than mine. And, and I do see <laughs> see the Seth Rich thing as a we don't want to talk we're kind of diverting a bit because I, I just I don't I, I see that as compelling as the Russia collusion story. which is not compelling that was a conspiracy theory last year that got reinvented as the as the Russian stuff got super hot it had more credence last year to be fair because it people don't just drop dead and then like all of a sudden this guy who seemed to be in the middle of all, all this stuff and possibly could be this leaker uh, you know, gets murdered. A, a, he's just murdered. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, man, like, like it, this sounds like what goes down in Russia. 
you know, when you hear about like uh, this political operative or this opponent of Putin, all of a sudden, oh yeah, last night he got they somebody tried to t- steal his car, and I guess that seventy-year-old politician put up a fight, you know, and <laughs> it, <laughs> it's like, but, nah, and in yeah. the end, they didn't even take but his then car. Then the emails showed and, up. Yeah, usually carjackers don't use nuclear waste, polonium. <laughs> Yeah, they they, they stabbed in the leg with polonium, and yeah. that's how they're stealing cars now. They <laughs> Oopsie! They uh, give you the polonium two weeks later. They take your ride. Yeah, but this this Russian thing, if, like the memcon thing, that you know Comey kept memos of the uh, of the conversations with Trump, and then I wish I could remember the details. Just another. It was like a second so wait, time. Do you Trump... think? Do you think there's a Russian conspiracy with Trump happening? I mean, well, okay, that's not so a the way question. you phrase that is hard to to do. Um, no, no, sure, sure, sure. I but the so here's what, what I'm doing a show. You know I'm doing a show. <laughs> it's Russia. It's Drago's knocking in the door. He's gonna come and I'll, kick his I'll ass. I'll plug it in tonight before I go to bed. <laughs> plug it in in the bedroom. Don't you better answer when I. <laughs> That's it, Arnold. That's not uh, a good Russian accent. They all know not to bother me. Leave I this must this. break you. <laughs> so. Uh, um... She wants to charge. I'm not a trying to trick you because I know like that. So like, here's what the... came out recently. Um, right. It appears that it looked like there was a memo from the Democrats that said um, that when Bill, who did Bill meet on the tarmac in that plane, and the, the attorney Loretta general, Lynch. Loretta, when Loretta Bill met Loretta Lynch. Lynch, that was going to take care of all this email problem, right? Yeah. So, and yeah. Uh, Comey saw that. And, and felt like he had to get out in front of the story. This was all just, I learned of this recently. Comey wanted to get out in front of that story and say, look, this thing's still ongoing because he didn't want the appearance of what the DNC people were going to say, which is, hey, we took care of this. The, the story, it's over, it's buried, etc." Comey felt like there was no option where he could do nothing. He was either right. combating that memo where the Democrats were about to say this thing is done, don't worry about it, or right. you know the, the other the other way, which is like conceal it, and yeah. uh, he, he felt like there wasn't an option. He opted against concealing it. Anyway, it turns out that memo wasn't from the Democrats. It was planted there by the Russians. Right? This has been like laid out there, and uh, and FBI sadly bought it. So that is why Comey went out and sort of pushed back against. The, Which the, memo was forged? It was a I memo mean, they, that you explains. Know, they, they did meet on the tarmac, and that was Comey's explanation for why he re, he even said like, "Yeah, that was when I knew." Right. Well, I apparently, it was the memo that said, "Hey, this tarmac meeting has solved all of our problems." And Comey, and it was, so now we're about to mm. say that um, the email controversy is over and the investigation's done. So Comey was like, "Ah, oh, now I have to come out and say the investigation's still ongoing. We're looking into the Wiener thing and what but have you. But to be fair, the only and reason that-, that he had to reopen it is because he closed it so badly back in June where he basically had to say, well, yeah, she broke the law, but I just invented a standard of intent and she didn't meet that standard of intent and so she's good. Closed up. And then it came out that, well, th- this really isn't done. Like, he, I want to really know if you, if you think Russia is after something like, you know, we all play these like these games of uh, like you, you guys did this and we did this. Like, I want to know, like, what you think Russia is after, I guess. Is that a is that a fair question? Yeah. I mean, Trump literally is the guy that removed this anti-Russian plank in the Republican Party. And I have to Google to find the details. But I looked into it and like it was literally like he said it with his own mouth. Like it wasn't just his handlers or his people. Trump is much more pro-Russia. Right. When they come out and they say, Trump, you're tied into Russia. He, his response isn't. No, I'm not. It's, hey, 
I think it's good to be friends with Russians. I think, you know, like, why do we have to be enemies? Which I, I'll I say is a reasonable question. I don't see, like, I don't the, know, I, Obama but, literally ran on a Russian reset, like, five years ago, and there was no, ah, oh, they're still our mortal enemy, which is something that I don't well, like. Well, Obama didn't with a have, lot of conservatives like, foreign today agents where they working as his national security advisor. I, I don't like when... <laughs> when uh, I don't like when conservatives today, or people on the right, I, I should say, mm-hmm. are now pretending like Russia's our good buddy. That like, ah, it's just Russia, you know. We, or Saudi we, Arabia. Tit for tat, you right, know, I remember you and I. Like, no, Saudi Arabia You told me that yeah, uh, when Hillary was Secretary of State, we sold much more weapons to Saudi Arabia. And I was like, huh, let me fact check that. And you were yeah. right, right? Zip load. Now, Trump is selling was 112 billion? I don't know my number. 112 million. Yeah, a fucking ton. Billion with a B. Uh, billion, yeah. Less, weapons to Saudi Arabia. So far, you know, it, it's a it's a huge deal, and um, I I don't know. Maybe there's something about this that I don't understand, right? You know, everyone says Saudi Arabia is obviously like a huge state sponsor of terrorism. They're not our friends, and then they get in there, learn something I don't know, and change their mind, right? It, Maybe they're I'd not, like to know, know what it is, really, because you're right. It is so convoluted where we all know that they're bombing Yemen and they treat their citizens like shit and they're incredibly prejudiced towards women and any non-Muslims like they and not even like just Muslims, like the right kind of Muslim like they're mm-hmm. and we still give them tons of weapons. And at the end of every day, it's, you know, ah, well, you know, we got to deal with them. So I would want to know what that actually is all about. But the right kind of Muslims, I, I stepped out to pee. And I came back at a, <laughs> an interesting time. The good well, ones. That's what you're talking about, eh? Yes, exactly. That's what we're talking about. Some we of the figured good it ones. out while you were gone. We figured out the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. The whole <laughs> Middle East peace process is secure. Well, someone better get Jared Kushner on the line. He could use a little little pick me up right about now. Like. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I I don't know. You know, like you're conservative, right? I feel like it seems that is like 80% of the issues that seem clear cut to me, the Republicans have been on the wrong side of it. You know, like heck, net neutrality comes to mind, you know, who's not for net neutrality it, to me must be people in the, in the pocket of Comcast, you know, like, it, I mean, I'm not for net neutrality either, but I want to hear your point on it. Like I, I know I'm in the minority of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I'm in the, the minority of a lot of these issues, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not the kind of person that thinks that, me screaming about something will make it happen. So right. I'm way more interested in hearing what you think about this. Well, the, the issue with net neutrality for me is it's modern day free speech, right? And there's two parts: <laughs> capitalism and modern day free speech. If right. suddenly certain sites like YouTube, which you know shuts people down or demonetizes videos yep. for being the wrong topic, uh, yep. if it gets a preference over Vimeo, like maybe YouTube, you get all the bandwidth you possibly want on your phone, and Vimeo it charges against your cap. Right. That's a thing that people are doing with if you have that, then suddenly YouTube is the only voice that can reach people. And then there's a free speech issue here. The other issue is capitalism. You know, if, if you have a brilliant idea and you want to start the next Amazon, but, but there's a fast lane to Amazon on Comcast and a slow lane to Dick on. Then now we have an issue with an unlevel playing field and, and new people can't. Yeah. And be who's entrepreneurs. to say that like you're suggesting a situation where the guys, the bigger uh, platform, the bigger, more rich group of people is able to secure fast and speedy service to to their domain. But look at the other side of it. Maybe that we, maybe we can ensure that the people that we disagree with, and by we I mean whoever's in power, don't get a yeah. voice. It's like, oh well, yeah, we don't even want your money. 
uh, you keep your slow internet. But like, like maybe Comcast doesn't want those people's money. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I don't like that at all. They want and everybody's I think, money. I think it kind of goes back to what you've said before about like I don't like it when people limit my Second Amendment. So I certainly don't like it when you limit my First Amendment. Like, like, like either one of them. Like, like any of my rights, really. You know, just leave me the fuck alone. The second one protects all of them. Yeah, I hear. And uh, the, well, the I mean, it thing... does if you go shoot a guy at Comcast, <laughs> but. The, the, I mean, I, and you can see Kyle's a huge supporter. <laughs> the other thing yeah, we talked absolutely. about with the drugs, right? I don't. I, I look at it and I'm yeah. like, why are the Republicans on the wrong side of, like, locking people up forever for drug offenses? They're, they're, it, it's taking a portion of our population, making them dependents instead of making that you know, entirely pieces. on Republicans. Like, I, I agree with you. That's bad. But putting it all on Republicans is kind of ridiculous. When the really? '90s, when that really amped up the war on, like. Clinton amped up the war on crime as well. Like, it wasn't just a thing that was instituted and then, you know, uh, just kind of continued and we ignored it. Like, it's it's been amped up. We spend so much money. We waste so much fucking money on that shit when we could be making money if people would just buy pot legally and then we... Clinton we, we, would be better, God. but you had to go back two presidents to get to him. You know, the, the most recent one was Obama. Jimmy Carter was there, and, too. And he backed down, too. And, and the mandatory minimum thing started under Reagan. So I, I feel like this is something we can comfortably pin on Republicans. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Nixon started the war on drugs. Reagan continued. That's like a Republican thing. And Sessions is going to march it right into the goddamn... Yeah, yeah that is ridiculous yeah. with Sessions. Um, I'm not a fan of... Uh, heck, I, mean, I didn't vote for any of those guys. Gay marriage. <laughs> Although gay marriage seems like a settled issue. I look at that and I'm like, man, why is this even a close call? Like, you know, why are you picking on people? I, I'm, the Republicans are on the wrong side of that. Um, there are other issues that are more complicated that I barely understand. Gay marriage, understand. everybody was on the wrong side until it was popular. Yeah. yeah Obama, Even Bernie, Sand uh, Bernie Sanders was pro-traditional marriage in like Hillary 2007. Was, so was Obama. Hillary was. Yeah. Obama was. Yeah, not his even first term. Like, not even that long ago. Like, his first term. There's he was, degrees, he, he was a, though, right? Like, like, there's people who say, I support traditional marriage and then do nothing about it. And then there's people who are, like, actively going and trying to make it so that restaurants don't serve gay people. You know, they, they, it's, you are right. I, uh, Obama flipped and people? said, my... Yeah, uh, who are those people? That, that say you can't, can't serve at restaurants? No, I have it was, it was literally the. That's the what. Come in this IHOP, bunch of sausages, wouldn't you? You fruity. You wanted too fruity. Get the fuck out of here. It was the wedding cake. It's a real thing. It's the wedding cake. They wouldn't make the cake for a gay marriage. So, business owners should have the right to refuse service. Business owners should have the right to refuse services, but there are certain protected things, and sexual orientation and race and a few others are protected against that kind of discrimination. And I think it's right. In which chance you don't have to pay ladies. Yeah, I don't think you should be able to demand service from any private business owner. I think you should have a right to refuse service to anyone. Because all that's going to happen is they're going to go out of business. Time. It's your time. If someone can come up to you in the street and say, like, I want to have a conversation with you. No, get away from me. No, for any reason, no. Like, make me a cake. No, it's my time. I'm trading you. I'm trading my time for this. No. Yeah, uh, I hear you. And, and I've made that same argument over time, right? Like, like, like forcing me to serve someone is, is kind of a kind of slavery, paid slavery, but, but you know, take it as you will. Yeah. But um, I also, I, I, like, the way that they do it now seems to me to be the, the closest to appropriate as possible. Like, you know, hey, you can't keep black people out of movie theaters or restaurants or whatever. You can't keep gay people out of your establishment. You can't keep... Um, I don't know, Asian these, but these these are all self-correcting problems. Yeah, none there of these are, find, find me a restaurant in the U.S. Right, right now. now. Find they're, me a restaurant in the like U.S. where they would illegal. make a stand about not letting 
black people in the restaurant. Nobody it's would illegal. Have business. would make a new they, theater. They did that until it was made illegal. There were segregated restaurants. There were, um, you know, water fountains that people couldn't use. And then they made a law against discriminating based on race. But do you think that this is the same culture as 1960? Something like, like that, yeah. It's, it's not at all. Like, the, the, the fact that, like, to pretend that a, a business is going to start and be like, we only make cakes for white people. Like we're white people, white on white cakes. No, right? Because sexual, because <laughs> sexual like, orientation is the modern day racism, right? It, 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 it's gay people that they, they've mostly won their battle, I think. But but right? you know, those are the ones that that are, if anybody is still on the the front lines of being not served by businesses and such. It's just it, it's annoying that people pretend like this is an enormous issue that if you allow this, that suddenly all these business owners are going to turn away from their capitalistic wants and desires of making money and running a business and suddenly allow bigotry to seep into their hearts and be like, actually, I don't want brown people's money. I want clean, white, crisp dollar bills in this establishment only. Like, no, like they're, they're going to do whatever is best for the business. And but if they me, don't, not... that's going to spread immediately and people will not go to that establishment. Like if I find out that, a, that the fucking Qdoba near me or something is turned Turning away Mexican and black people, I'm not going to go there. And most people won't once it gets traction. But because saying most that like only one in 10 stores is going <laughs> to be you know. racist or, or, you know, discriminate against gay people doesn't yeah. change the right. And there's a moral argument for me, even if it's one in 10,000, like, all right, you know, but, but where's the right side of this? And to me, the Republicans anyway, are on the wrong side of right so, and wrong. Let me ask you something. What's the moral argument for um, scholarships for college? I'm not for and it. Have it. I'm not for like, it. I, I feel like, so I'm having like a hard time balancing. Like, yeah, I know. You, you know what I'm time talking about, though. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. White I, men and Asian men are penalized from getting into college. Yes. Yeah, Asian girls, too. Um, yeah. They, they have the highest scores. The, uh, um, I can give them an education. <laughs> the tightest. <laughs> scores, <laughs> the tightest yeah. scores. The, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't. So... To some extent, like a, a temporary giveaway on some things, right? You know, if welfare mm. only lasted one year, I might be okay with it. Uh, Trump's budget has these big cuts to Medicare and Medicaid. And I want to be like, well, how much of that is to combat disability fraud? Because I'm pro combating disability fraud. It's just the new welfare, <laughs> right? You know, I don't want people doing free rides. Like, I'm okay. But like, I've got family and stuff. They work their asses off all the time. And, you know, they're supporting someone else. That doesn't seem right. Um free scholarships i feel like college should be something that's a little hard that you kind of work for you know it, if you gave it away like you did high school then people would coast their way into it that it's actually shitty you know, to give to be like all right well <laughs> you know uh black people you only need you you can get a 200 point bump on your sat scores so mm -hmm. we usually you wouldn't, you wouldn't be allowed into uh but he was Yale, talking about scholarships you in, that's what i'm saying like like and then they would get a scholarship for it or whatever i'm, I'm talking mm -hmm. about lowering qualifications to let someone in is actually damaging to the people that you're letting in because that person comes in they're not prepared for that level of academic rigor and they get in there they fail and they're like well fuck like, well, I've been told that, you know, I'm a victim all the time. And I guess I was, I failed when really they probably would have crushed it if they went to a school that was more in line with yeah. their academic. Rigor, You're not wrong. You know? But the reason I really agree with you is the Asian guy that didn't get in because that spot was taken by a less qualified person. Like that's not, yeah, fair. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's my, 
yeah, that's my sense of right and wrong. You know, oh, uh, the meritocracy. That is the worst. That is a four letter word to me. That is the worst. <laughs> really? I, really? I think everyone deserves a cr- congratulations for making it like four and a half hours before talking about <laughs> politics, to be honest. Uh, yeah, I, because the meritocracy was coined by a guy who was um, uh, uh, Michael Young, who was specifically using as as, as a derogative. As really? Zing. I didn't know that. Yeah, the the word the meritocracy was called the meritocracy. Michael Young, I think. Uh, it was that people who test into a certain sphere would would be the ones who rule us, and a lot of the a lot of the mechanisms that. You, uh, a lot of the mechanisms that were in the book to get you to propel you into that that ruling class exist today, in my opinion. Um, but they took it. They took it to mean merit. Meritocracy means like you've you've achieved, and you have something to, you have something to show for it. But that's not what it that's not what it meant in the first place. And um, I I still don't think it does. But I'm too drunk to. Uh, <laughs> what to meritocracy <laughs> means between my ears is like I, I most closely associate it with athletics. You know, the guys that are in the NBA, the guys that are in the NFL, NHL, um, even Sidney Crosby got there. Because they were good at one point, not anymore, of course, in the case of Sidney Crosby. <laughs> but uh, um, you know, it, 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 it's everyone got there based on merit, and and that's how college acceptance should be. So that's that's where I am on that. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I'm starting to I'm starting to feel <clears throat> the other way. I I am starting to no? maybe maybe education should be free and healthcare should be free. I, I just think it. I don't think yeah. we're ready for it yet. Right. I don't think we are. It, it's it, I go. I've gone back to this two or three times about that utopian Star Trek universe where mm-hmm. you don't have to pay Captain Picard. Like for those who don't know, Captain Picard doesn't get paid to be the captain of the flagship. Oh. You know he didn't get, he didn't get an income. No, he does it because that's what he wants to do, and he lo- and he loves it, and he's contributing to mankind and all the sentient life, I guess, in the galaxy or whatever the fuck. We're not ready for that, though. Like nobody would move if if no. You, if you're right. You get Make, get, let, put the people in charge of the post office and the VA in charge of all of it. It's going to go great. The it's DMV. Go swimmingly. The DMV. Have you ever walked into a DMV and had it not be a well-oiled machine? I challenge you. It's <laughs> always <laughs> the highest quality folks working. Isn't it weird that best. no politician has ran on that platform alone? Yeah. Like, like, look, I, I went into the DMV <laughs> last year and I was treated poorly by uh, by everyone there. Yeah. And, <laughs> There wasn't the a trains will person. run on time. One politician Here's, can run on that. My, <laughs> my daughter, <laughs> yeah, Miss Lady. Uh, <laughs> <won. laughs> my daughter Today. got her license recently. If you didn't get to the DMV before lunch, they close at five before lunch, then you would just never get your test in time. It was like, they, like by lunch, it was five hours backed up. You roll in there at one thirty, they're like, just come tomorrow. There's no way we'll get to you in the next three and a half hours. And it's Insane. like they made a mental note of like, oh, okay. That guy's where it ends. And so even if it's like 440 and you're the guy in line, they'll just pretend that they're doing other <laughs> shit. Or they just yeah, won't yeah. pretend that they're doing other shit because they're not going to get fired. Taylor's made the argument on healthcare a couple times that most people get it through their employer. And I looked at the numbers. 49% of people get their healthcare through their employer, which, by the oh, way, is the largest, largest group. Uh, it's just all the others combined, including uninsured, is 51%. Oh, you were right then. Most yeah. people do get their insurance from their employer. No, oh, the largest right. group, it's not most, it's 49%. Uh, okay, so so there, but there are separate groups, each getting their insurance from from somewhere, and the group and and, and the largest is those who get it from their employer. So most yes. of them get it from their no, like like not not a larger, 
not no. 51%, not a majority of the 100%. Yeah, that's what it would take to be most people because the people who get it the other no, ways are also people. I disagree. That's I'm not how most works. Then, yeah, yeah. If it was I'm like... I'm changing how most that, works. If it, 100 people or 100 Most stable, people get it from their employee employer when compared to all the other ways that people that's get not it. how most works that's how i if the top percentage was uh, like 25 it wouldn't be most in that either group that didn't have insurance yeah nine percent so of people that okay so we get rid of that nine percent knock it down to 91 oh now, now we're, now we're majority, crunching numbers because, yeah but the nine percent still need insurance who have, insu who have insurance who have insurance get it through their employer vilified all right, so uh, now you know 49% of people who, 49% uh, no, of people get their insurance through their employers. But the thing that's important to me, and this is kind of personal for me, is that if you're not, if you can get insurance outside your employer, right? You know, it, when Obamacare came through, they said, oh, you can't deny people based on childhood issues, right? So I have a special needs son, Dick probably doesn't know. Um, so I was able to leave Cisco and buy my own insurance and start businesses, right? You know, there's my YouTube channel, there was Woodycraft, etc. I was able to be an entrepreneur because I wasn't handcuffed to my employer. It's anti entrepreneur, anti capitalism to say that you need to be a wage slave, if you're going to get insurance. No business should get a write off for paying for your health care. I mean, that's like they having businesses, having companies pay for your health insurance is only is, is giving the worst people on the planet the ability to negotiate for you when it comes to health care. I absolutely hate that companies can write that off. I don't think they should. I think, I think they every really should. It's a business expense like any other, right? It, it's a part of your benefits package. It's, it's part of your compensation package. It, it should but be that's, a tax deductible. That was negotiated. Like, that, it should be, I think... I think every single person should be in charge of their health insurance. I don't think companies should be able to just buy it outright and write it off because they don't give a fuck about you. Hmm. Uh, but there's, there's some that. Michael Scott. But it's a competitive advantage to offer a good benefit <laughs> plan, though, right? Like that's their. It thing. is. I don't think they should be able to write it off because they're paying. That's they're giving it to you. They shouldn't be able to write it off as an as a health insurance expense they should be this is just money i'm giving this guy if it's twenty thousand dollars in health care that i'm giving this guy a year that's what i'm paying him for salary i'm not i don't get some kind of special health insurance um write-off the, the way it works the they, they write, i mean they write off your salary too right any uh, your entire kind if they gave me uniforms they'd write that off as well like these business expenses are business expenses then i don't know what i'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking on over there i'm curious uh, I am drinking Red Breast. What is still Irish whiskey. Is somebody's phone know. near their thing? Does everyone hear that or just me? It's Probably gone just... for me now. Yeah, alright, so everyone heard it. So Red Breast, is that whiskey? Red Breast, Irish whiskey. Yeah. Huh. I, well, I, I, I don't drink men's drinks at all. Uh, not too much. <laughs> Whiskey, Jack Daniels, Southern Comfort. These are all things that boys drink, and I'm not into it. I'm all... <laughs> That's my stuff. I like Southern Comfort. It's like pretend whiskey. Really? Yeah, it's super easy to drink. And it looks the same. I can drink Crown Royal. What is Crown Royal? It's whiskey. Canadian. Canadian. I can drink that. I can sip on that. Uh, it's not too bad. Like, oh, I, love I, to, I love to sip on Fireball, like some invalid. Yeah. <laughs> I like drinks with lots of crushed ice in them. Pina coladas, uh, daiquiris. That's my, th yeah, things things girls like. I, I would prefer something sweet too. 
Yeah, I, th- I think I think, but I just don't like the alcohol to begin with, so it's just a no winner. Right now, with. none of them work for my diet. I'm trying to cut. I'm down nine. I've got like twenty one to go. Yep. All right. Uh, PKA episode three thirty six. Dick, tell them where we find your stuff. You can go to dick.show, thedickshow.com. Make sure you put the the in. It's very important. You're gonna get a. <laughs> You're going to get a Twink. Uh, it's a small world ride, but with Twinks, if you go to dickshow.com. <laughs> Is that true? Patreon.com slash the dick show. I'm there, too. I got a bunch of extra shit there, like you guys probably do on your Patreon. Awesome. Yep. 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 Check Dick out. All right. PKA 336. Thank you very much, guys.